So. Right, we're recording. Pop we it, are recording. Pop it onto hold. Okay. Right. Well, hopefully. That's it. We're set up. <laughs> is this us for the next 12 hours? Yeah. What it's, time is it? On my watch, it's 11.40. 11.50. Oh, boy. So, uh, what's the day? The 11th, Monday the 11th of April. And yeah. this is it. We're recording. Um, so, hello, bathers. <laughs> my name's Chris Delamere. My name's Sam Bradley. And, uh... For this episode, we're going to record for 12 hours straight, uh, in homage to uh, 12-hour day. Yeah, a podcast or, we love. you know, homage stealing. <laughs> yeah, just directly copying their idea. Um, because they were one of the original inspirations for us doing our own show, yeah. along with the rest of the Chris Gethard Entertainment family. Yeah. Um, and so... It's we weird. thought we'd do it. it we, is... we wanted basically to see if we could do it. Yeah, that's most Technically. Of it. Yeah, we have to talk for 12 hours now. I mean, I've... I'm just talking about the microphones. <laughs> We're just going to talk about the mic setup for 12 hours. Well, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> see if we could do it. Okay. On the basis of do oh, we have the technology? Oh, yeah. yeah, technically, can we do it? Is it possible? I'm thinking, like, mentally. Mentally, can we do it? I don't know. Do Let's I have the mental now. strength? Hey, look, we've done two straight minutes. <laughs> easy, easy. Now, we have got a bit of wind. That might be a feature. That might be a feature, <laughs> a feature. for 12 hours. A feature, the wind. That's wind gonna time! It's going to be a, a third character in this podcast. The wind. Yeah. Talking. I think the wind's going to feature heavily. So, yeah. Sam, why not tell us where we are? Yeah, right this, is, this is strange because we're, well... Chris and I are wearing lav mics, which neither of us have worn before. So these are clip-on microphones that you might see these presenters, TV presenters, wearing. So yeah. I don't have anything in my hands. We don't. I can't even see my microphone. I yeah. can see yours. It's a bit weird because you're wearing headphones, so I feel like I'm talking to you with headphones on. Oh, that's true. Well, I just wanted to track how how bad the wind was going to be, <laughs> and it is quite bad. Okay. But you know. Yeah. So it's like we're talking to an imaginary. Person. I just said, where person. are we? You didn't okay, tell yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying, yeah, okay. Well, I know where we are, but they don't. Yeah. Strange. Um, yeah, we're at my parents' house. We're at my mum and dad's house in yeah. Waldale, just outside Homeford, uh, West Yorkshire, in England. That's right. It's pretty specific. And uh, yeah, my parents have a massive garden. And a so massive we're just. country pile. Yeah. So how I'd describe it. <laughs> How many acres of land do you have here? I think it's a, I think it's one. One acre. Yeah. It's still you do measure it in acre. acres though. Yeah, no, it, it is at least an acre. <laughs> it might be one in a bit, but um, yeah. So we've got the massive garden. We just stood on our patio here, and yeah, it's kind of cloudy, a little bit cloudy. Uh, and it's uh, near Homeford. Sunny, did we say windy. that? Windy. Yeah, we're near Homeford. Uh, I got the train to Brockholes this morning. Yeah. Uh, which is nearby. And, and we'll here we walk, are in the lovely countryside. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, you can hear the birds tweeting. You can hear the birds tweeting. So um, We could go down and have a look at the river. So well, The can... river that you have on your land. <laughs> it's more of a stream, but yeah. There is a stream and there's a whole series it of... It is there. <laughs> it's not like a... a thing but there's a whole series of like waterways and... Isn't, hasn't your dad created a... Uh, David Bradley, who we might speak to later. I'm sure we will. Is a, is a man known for tinkering. Yeah, he likes taking on uh, elaborate projects. You know, in um, our house, well, the house that I grew up in in Sheffield, he um, dug a massive fish pond. <laughs> so 
and built a tea house, a Japanese tea house. Well, one could say that maybe this whole house is an elaborate project. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. They, like, when my parents bought this place, they were like, oh, we'll buy it and then we'll, like, do it up, because it was in a bit of a state. Yeah. We'll do it up and we'll, uh, then we might sell it. And I was like, no way. There's no way they're going to sell this place. Like, as soon as you start tinkering with it this much, like, you're not going to, they're not going to sell it. Which is great. Like, if they sell it, they'll have to move somewhere else. Like, where else are you going to move? Uh, so we're walking down towards the stream within the the grounds yeah. of the Grand Brandley Mansion. <laughs> uh, it's a bit boggy down here. Yeah, it's a bit... Well, it's been winter, obviously. Oh, boy. Uh, because we're in April, so... It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit boggy. And, uh, yeah, it used to be two ponds here when we moved in. This was all... This whole bank was really overgrown. And then we have a stream that comes in at the top that comes from, a, from an old mill pond because that's where we live. Mill pond well, yeah, country. Yeah, it is, it is old... Um, we're in proper West Yorkshire here, yeah, so it's is, like old mill country. Yeah. So the stream come down, comes down from mill pond, comes into our garden through a pipe, and then uh, there was a pond, there was two ponds, but now we filled in one pond, dug out the top pond, and then my dad built a little island, and it had a duck house on it. Now the ducks... Still live on the site of the duck house. <laughs> But there is no house currently. Is that the house? There's, yeah, a, there's so a small the whole construction. Thing was, this was two years ago. My dad built a duck house. He was like, I built a duck house. I want some ducks to go in my duck house on the pond. And um, I was like, Dad, the hole, like, the hole in that duck house is too small. You can't fit a duck. He was like, no, they like it small. They want a little hole. So they, they want a challenge. Co- cozy. I was like, a duck can't get in that duck house. So now, apparently, he has removed the duck house. And there's two ducks sitting on the old site of the duck house sort of probably proving my point that they only got in because the hole <laughs> the hole is definitely now big enough because it's just a board it's just a board on top of four boys yeah. in the middle of a pond it's quite a good and idea and that's really all ducks really want isn't yeah, it they just want to sit in the middle of a pond but these ducks these ducks as well are mad oh frog spawn oh cool this is like this is like a little Enid Blyton <laughs> adventure <laughs> I'm gonna get some frog spawn. I haven't seen frog spawn in so long. Oh, it's so weird. It is really weird. Sam is currently like poking at it, and it's springy. It's like a springy, spongy mess of eggs. Did you like? I used to go to my grandma's house, and then she she had a bucket outside, and the frogs would always like frog spawn in this bucket. Yeah. And then you poke it. Oh, it's so weird. Do you want to touch it, Chris? Not really. All right. Amazing. I guess I should for the show. <laughs> I just I'm very aware that we're teetering next to a pond. <laughs> I don't want to like lose our technology to water inside the first 10 minutes. Oh god, it is weird. Chris is, is it... stroking the frog spawn. But it's not as um there's not as much to it as I thought. I feel like I can destroy it. Yeah, yeah. It's but, just like gooey. Like it's quite a sensitive thin goo. I thought it would be like quite robust goo. As robust as goo could ever be. <laughs> There's so much of it. Ugh. One summer when we were uh, in university, like I was doing all the... Cutting back all the brambles and stuff, which are making a comeback, apparently. But, yeah, I spent the whole summer cutting back the brambles. And it was just after the frogs hatched. So you would cut back, you, and cutting the grass as well. So you cut it back, and then you would see lots of, like, tiny, tiny frogs. Yeah. Like, hopping up and that way, like, away from the pond. 
in a way, like tiny, tiny things. They're amazing, because they look just like a frog, but like really, really small. And when will these hatch, do you think? A month, probably. Do they hatch? What do you call it? Well, then they turn into tadpoles. Oh yeah. And they swim around. I'm and not that they... much of an idiot, I'm sorry. I do know, <laughs> I do know the process. It's a bit of a weird process though, to be fair. Yeah, it is. Anyway. This is quite, this is a really nice, relaxing start to the podcast. Yeah. This is nice. I hope, I hope you can hear the, the trickle of the stream and the, and the birds singing. Yeah. So the, the ducks here, there's a story about the ducks. They're looking at me. So I came back. This was the news when I came back from France. It's mum and dad have domesticated some ducks. And these two ducks, they come up to the house now. Yeah, My dad's I've been feeding them. them. Yeah, I've seen them. They come up to the house and they peck on the window. What? This morning, before we came to get you, they were pecking on the window, so we had to throw them some seed. That's amazing. And then they live, live down here, on the pond. You re- really are living the rural life now. I think, I think it's only just sort of come like this, because it's been like a lot of landscaping and yeah. cutting stuff back and like re-digging and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And now it's kind of all settled in and settled down, so... Yeah, it's there pretty good. There is an good. abandoned canoe over here as well. I mean, we can do a bit of kayaking if you want, Chris. I don't know if we can do live live kayaking. Yeah. The first mid-podcast kayak. <laughs> and the last, as yeah, will probably, probably be proven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's lovely, though. So, yeah. uh, what is our broad, very, very broad plan for today? So, uh, I think we'll just hang out here, talk to me, mum and dad, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, more frog spawn. Oh my God, look how Whoa. much there is. Sorry. Oh, that is a bit oh, eerie. The duck. They do look, they look like underwater grapes. And there's a lot. You're going to have so many frogs here. Yeah. How do you think the frogs and the ducks are going to get on? I don't know. I guess they don't have anything to do with each other. Yeah. I feel like this is where we should start posting stuff to the... To the internet. To the internet. Because, I mean, seeing this much frog spawn is a thing I would post to the internet anyway. <laughs> um, how can you get a good angle of it so that... I mean, it goes right in. Like, there's some bobbling on the surface, but there's just bunches and bunches of them. Like underwater grapes. Just all the way under. Oh, can't get the frog spawn and the ducks. Oh, there we go. I think frogs are safe, aren't they, as a species? Yeah, definitely. They seem to be doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, well, I'm taking some pictures. I guess we'll, right, we'll, we'll be uh, tweeting these or we'll be putting them... Okay, well, this is a good on, a good time to discuss. Um, uh, sorry, I completely didn't answer your question because I got distracted by this frog. Oh, no, no. It wasn't. It was rhetorical. <laughs> um, Let's get a photo of Chris, Chris with the ducks. Sit on that, like, toadstool thing. Don't, fall, don't fall in the pond shit. Oh, <laughs> This toadstool is not secure. <laughs> Chris on like a stone toadstool kind of looking thing that is not secure. Not secure. It's probably something my dad just found in the garden somewhere. Here he is, with the ducks and the frog spawn. I'm just going to point at them like I'm in a local newspaper. All right, that's, that's going on the Instagram. So if you'd like to see that photo, go on Instagram. Uh, at communal at bath. Communal bath. Uh, what was I saying? You asked me what the plan was for the day. Um... So the plan, talk to me, mum and dad, have a little walk about. We're actually supposed to be finding tortoise food right now, which, again, we've got distracted by. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of us getting distracted by things. That's fine. That's real life. And that's what we want to document. We want to do like a sound map of our lives yeah. and the lives of the people of Sheffield and, uh, well, 
West Yorkshire currently, yeah. but um, uh, South Yorkshire soon. So we're going to yes, be doing um, a little bit of travelling. We're going to go into Sheffield. Yeah, we'll have to go and get the train. The train takes about an hour, so there's going to be an hour of us sat on the train. <laughs> yeah. Which might be fun. Might be. And then, uh, then what are we going to do? Then you're kind of in charge. Uh, and then well, we're going to see... Oh, what a lovely bird. Uh, we're going to go and see my dad at some point. And then we might go and see some of the people from Strike Comedy. Yeah. Um, there's Paul Beauchamp, uh, Tom Bullock, Alex Keane. I've seen them all recently. Uh, Jade Harvey. Oh, a cavalcade. A cavalcade. <laughs> uh, Sean Morley messaged me this morning asking if we were going to be in Crooks in Sheffield at any point during Which our recording. Which we almost certainly will be. Almost definitely. Daniel? Can you see Daniel? Mayor Gunson. Daniel Gunson himself. Yeah. Uh, possibly around. He's working today, but we might catch him at some point. Should we head up back to the house? Yeah. Uh, we need to find tortoise food. So. We need to find what? Tortoise food. Right. So my tortoises are... Uh, they've featured previously on the show. Sally and I have two tiny tortoises that aren't very tiny anymore, to be honest. Uh, you know when you said we need to find tortoise food, we do know where it is. It's not like a hunt. No, it's a hunt. It is a hunt? Yeah. Why? Just look for a dandelion. We're looking for dandelions. Oh! I thought we were just going to a box in the house and just getting a scoop of stuff. Oh, no, no, no. You mean, you mean actual foliage? Yeah, we're out in the garden Fauna. looking to pick some food. Fauna and flora. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've got two tortoises. They were in hibernation while we were away. I'm living, at, living here in a fridge, <laughs> as tortoises all want to do in hi- when they hibernate. And um, then they woke up a few weeks ago maybe a month ago and they're fully recovered from the hibernation which is good because it's quite dangerous tortoise hibernating um and then yeah they're just running riot basically <laughs> eating everything my parents put down and shitting all over the floor and just being okay. tortoises you know we've just ascended out from the uh, by the riverbank yeah well, so what are we looking for particularly then? <coughs> we are... Their favourite is dandelions, so... What's that? Uh, I don't know. Is that a daisy? It might be a celandine. It's a yellow flower. It's a yellow flower. Yellow it's flower. It's not a dandelion. They love dandelions. Like, they go mental for dandelions. If we can't find anything, we just have to feed them, like, salad greens, which is a bit lame. Okay. But hopefully we'll find something. What about daffodils? No, no. Daisies, daffodils. Actually, I should check. There's a list. There's a website online that's like a list of food that they can and can't eat. And we'll put that in um. the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way I'm making show notes. That would be good, though, wouldn't it? It'd be like a grand opus. If somebody out there wants opus. to start making some show notes, uh, for, well, this is what I, was, I mean, I don't want to be. I don't want to be too grand in in. <laughs> thinking about this as a project but I've recently been reading James Joyce's Dubliners I'm not about to start comparing <laughs> us to James Joyce uh, it sounds like that's exactly what you're about to do not to compare us to James Joyce but it's pretty much the same thing right? well Dubliners is a series of short stories about um, people who live in Dublin and they're like oh we found a dandelion a very and, small um, crappy one but it's a dandelion I like that and the detail with which he paints Dublin, like the references, like I've just read a uh, version of it which has like a glossary of notes at the back telling you. Like, Does it have like a map? 
and no, stuff. it doesn't have a map, but like it will describe whereabouts in Dublin it is. And yeah, have you been to Dublin? No. But, um, and I feel like if we're just... you feel like you know Dublin through the book? Well, exactly. Like, it's painted it out so well. And if we're going to be just going about our day, we're going to describe where we are in minute detail and perhaps uh, just in a little way get close to being the James Joyce (laughs) podcast. Possibly. Because he paints it so vividly without, without, like, he doesn't, um... He doesn't give the reader any chances. Do you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. just tells you where yeah. it is. He doesn't go, which is on the left side of uh, okay. Dublin. Or, you know, he just... He paints it as though you know it. All right. Chris, Sorry. do you want to paint a word picture of where we are, then? Uh, I mean, I, I've, I've got so many sort of vivid memories associated with exactly where we're standing. Well, Maybe I'll go into that, but... We're st- stood on the, um, the old tennis lawn. Yeah. Which still has its um, tennis net fixtures on either side. Do you want to do it in a, in a jo- Joycean manner? Uh, no. Is that it? <laughs> I think I've already bit off more than I could chew with that, <laughs> with that comparison. You're not being it, yeah. Okay. I just meant in terms of painting a city, not necessarily our lives. Okay, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're currently work, walking on the old tennis lawn uh, in our house, which sounds well fancy, like we've got a... And it is... It is kind of fancy, but it's it's gone into disrepair over the over many years, uh, in that you can not play tennis on it because it's so mossy. So you hit the ball and it just stops. But, but I, I spent like a whole unusual... summer trying to get rid of this moss, and it's just impossible now. I feel like it's an unusual kind of moss. Yeah, it's so soft. It's good will to play only have come from it having previously been like really well cultivated. Yeah. And then it's grown this weird moss on top of a. Yeah. It's exciting podcasting, isn't it? Moss talk. Moss, <laughs> moss talk. Uh, and I mean, it is pretty fancy. There's, it's a, it, the tennis lawn has its own pavilion. Pavilion that's also kind of in disrepair, but maybe I, I should take a picture of this because um, it's quite. It's quite what? It's quite um, a specific thing. Do you want to stand in the pavilion there, Chris? I'm currently. Holding the the lone dandelion that we found for the for the tortoise. Very nice. Uh, I've just received a message oh, yeah. from one Tom Bullock. Oh yeah. Um, which is the first time he's messaged me. Alex and I are in town. Sweet, super. Okay. We'll, All right. We'll be there in a few hours, Tom. <laughs> like <laughs> quite a while. Probably. Yeah, we're, we're a little while away. All right, I'll text him back in a bit. Yeah. Oh, there's a dandelion. Uh, yeah, it's really nice actually. The weather's nice. It's nice and warm. I was worried it was just just, just going to rain, so it would be yeah. Stuck that would have been. But... I have um, I have packed an umbrella for just such the occasion though. I did think that was important. Obviously, we are not really prepared for this. No. We've ordered several pieces of technological equipment from the internet that don't work. <laughs> This is the thing. Like, I am currently. The- I've currently got a windshield on my uh, microphone, uh, which is made from J cloth and gaffer tape. <laughs> We're not sure if it works very well. What is happening? Okay. But yeah, at least it's not raining. Yeah, loads of dandelions. All oh, right. So in the, my parents' vegetable patch, uh, it's chaos apparently because they've been working too much. My dad kept the vegetable patch for one year. Like, kept it perfectly. 
But he basically, like, that was his job. Like, his full-time job was the vegetable patch. Yeah. So... It doesn't look like that anymore. He's actually been doing actual work, and so the, the vegetable patch has gone a bit um, haywire. So he's but not living the good life. But he's growing some dandelions, so this also just will be happy about that. I'll tell you what, we've got some good dandelions going on here. I dug so many potatoes out of this one, yeah. Do they like, take the non-flowery ones as well? Uh, no, leave, just leave that. Leave those. Well, you leave that, and then in two days... And then they'll have it, yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar with the life cycle of a dandelion. It's <laughs> <laughs> so one thing they don't tell you about owning a tortoise. Yeah. Life cycle of a dandelion. We should probably get them other food because you shouldn't just feed them dandelions. But oh god, so much to consider. Ah <sighs> yeah. What else? But do they'll they have? be alright. Dock leaves. Give them a treat. We'll treat them today. What? What's that? No dock. Dock no dock leaves are no good apparently. Don't know why. That's one of the things. Just give us a good rundown of what they have. Dandelions. So mostly we get them... Dandelions is like the primary one because they just love them. And then... um, Mallow. By the canal we get a lot of mallow, which is like a big broad-leafed plant with little flowers on it. And we feed them rose petals sometimes. And... um, Lamb's lettuce. There's actually lots of stuff. Like different flowers. Other other flowers. Flowers aren't out yet. It's a bit early. Uh, broadleaf plantain. You get that in grass quite a lot. We don't have any of those here. I I've not seen any yet. Unlikely. But that's... Well, I know what we find by the canal, so... Yeah. So that's what, um, what I mostly pick. It's weird as well, because sometimes they'll go... Like, you'll be walking down the road, and you'll pass just, like, a patch of grass or something. And because I spend, you know, maybe ten minutes a day or something going out looking for tortoise food, like, you can see... I can spot everything that's edible. You know, like, just a patch of grass, you just say, oh, green grass. Yeah. But actually, there's, like, probably ten different species of plant in there, at So least. in your brain, you've, like, programmed... Yeah, tortoise you know, like It's like class You know, like, grass. the app that you can get for getting the star constellations yeah, exactly. by looking up yeah, into the sky? You've got that. Yeah. You've got, like, the Google Glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The tortoise, tortoise food, food just pops out. Yeah. Google Glass for tortoise food. Hey, that, you could do that app. You could do I that. think that's like way too niche. Is, it, is that quite advanced? <laughs> oh, too niche. Yeah, it's, it's far <laughs> too, too much work. Like that's the kind of thing that computers are really bad at. What recognizing, spotting like a flower in a field of flowers. Yeah. So just teetering. And then out for of such the, a uh... niche market, it's just. I think I'll pass on that idea, Chris. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, we just come out of the vegetable. That's the first startup now. idea of the day. Um, walking up the other side of the. Garden. There's quite a lot of broken branches just yeah, in I don't the know way. What this is about. We'll have to ask my dad about this later. What? What? What's going on? What is he doing? <laughs> yeah, but he's up to something. It's like a graveyard of trees down here. Yeah. All right. Okay. Daffodils are coming out. Springtime. A few more dandelions. We should have just come down here first. There's another one there for yourself. It would be nice to get them something else. You know. Yeah. You do. You never really want to. It's like when you have a big bowl of rice or something. You you want a bit of rice, but you also want some vegetables. Yeah. And you want a bit of a, a variety. A bit of pudding after. But they've not had... The dandelions are only just coming out, so it's like... It's like the first day of dandelions. I bet they can eat some of this stuff. But I don't know what it is. Well, isn't that... Maybe you shouldn't do that, then. Yeah. Don't want... We don't, I'm just looking at a pile of leaves. Kill no, we're not going to kill them. Uh, yeah. 
Okay, so if you are a tortoise owner, you have to be careful about what you feed them. My dad's been feeding them apples, which I'm not, not very sure about. Ah, what's this, this, this rhododendron? A rhododendron. I murdered this rhododendron one year. I went, I went at it with a chainsaw because they go crazy and it's coming back with a vengeance. Do you reckon they can eat rhododendron flowers? Mm. It doesn't seem likely, but I'll take one anyway, just in case. We'll look it up. Look, so, there's that one as well. I chopped that one back. Yeah. You know, few, you put all this hard work in. rhododendron bushes here with some lovely big pink flowers. Yeah. But they, we've taken, taken one of them, but maybe poison. <laughs> so that's one of the options for the tortoises. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to check that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of. It's a huge area. I mean, I cannot. I cannot express to you how how much bigger this is than the garden that my mum and dad have. <laughs> yeah, but your dad's got an allotment. So. Yeah, that's true. It's like a. This is an allotment and a garden. Yeah. It's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's got a, uh, what do you call a dove, dove thing? It's got, <laughs> yeah, we've got a dove coit. So basically, what we think is that the people who lived here, we bought it off a, like, the lady died, and that's the person we bought it off. But the people who had it before her were like, I think basically everyone who's lived in this house has been like a crazy gardener. Because there's all kinds of, like, the tennis court is probably, you know, 80 years old or something. It's probably mm. from the 1920s, 1930s or something. And like, it's insane. We're, like this garden's on a slope. They've dug out a huge. They've made a big flat area, and it's like it's crazy. Who would? Do oh, you that? mean that's a pretty big? Yeah, it's a huge project. And like there was there was three ponds. Like we filled them in because it. But there was like a top pond, like a mini pond in the middle of the wall, oh, yeah, and then yeah, a lower yeah. pond, yeah. and they were all connected by like pipes underground, and you know we we filled them in because the pipes just corroded and collapsed and stuff. Yeah. It's like intricately designed together. So people who have lived here, and like obviously we've done a lot of stuff here, like a lot of crazy gardens. Yeah, so it's stuff. a lot. It's a lot different to what it was when yeah. you first had it. But it does still have this. It has a dove coit. Dove coit. Yeah, which is like a tall stone structure made out of stone and concrete with like uh, square holes in the top. Uh, it's quite an interesting thing, actually. I don't really look at it very often. Well, I guess it's not used by the local doves. Well, so apparently, my dad looked into it, uh, whether we could get some doves or some pigeons to go and live in it again. Because it's, it's an interesting thing, it'd be nice to have some doves. But if you have sparrowhawks in the area, they'll just get eaten straight away. Oh. And we have, like, you see the sparrowhawks all yeah, the time. Sure. And, like, somebody lovingly built this once. Like, when it's all, like it's an amazing object. Do you like, think it's never been used then? Because there's always been a local... Every time you will have filled it, a sparrowhawk will have eaten everything inside it. There's no, there's no way a, a dove could survive so here. So it's really just a, a monument to the futility of life. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a dove sad, folly. Dove folly. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah we've seen the sparrowhawks quite often, actually. It's the circle of life. Yeah. Futility yeah. slash circle of life. I'm a little bit worried we're peeking too soon. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to burn out. Burn bright. Okay. I don't think so. Here's the new, latest log bench. Uh, so we had a huge tree. Actually, it fell... No, that was a different tree. But we cut down a huge tree. <laughs> I would like to know what kind of tree it was. It was a big tree. That'd right. be a nice bit of colour detail, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh, no, we don't There know. was here. Cut it down. And then my dad spent 
most of last summer, no, two summers ago, chopping up this tree uh, for firewood, and we still have loads of it left. But when he got the um, tree surgeons to cut it down, he had one of the logs, one of the big logs, um, like cut off the top, so it's flat on top. And then, uh, yeah, now it's a nice bench at the bottom of the garden. That's all right. You know Dave? Are we going to sit on it? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll sit down. Do I know Dave? Norton. Dave Norton, yes, I do. So me and Dave came over last summer. Yeah. And this log was in the middle of the lawn. And as soon as we showed up, I was like, I was like, oh, mum, dad, like, I'm going to come over and Dave's going to drive me from Manchester because I went visiting him. As soon as we showed up, my dad was like, you're strong lads, aren't you? <laughs> we were like, yeah. yeah. And he was yeah. like, got a log needs shifting. <laughs> sure. So the three of us... That sounds like your dad. ...shifted this log. I remember coming to do some work for your yeah, dad. Yeah, you did some digging. For a day. Like, the reason that patio is... We had to dig out that patio. But... Yeah, I could tell you where the asbestos is buried. Don't mention that. Shh. Leave Don't that mention that. <laughs> well, they're never going to know where. Yeah, there's... It's too big a space. Good luck. One acre. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck at environmental health. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sorry about that. I shouldn't mention that. Should I? Um, Probably not. Shall we go? Sorry, right. we can bleep it. Can we? Ble- are we having a bleeping policy? There's no way I am bleep. So I'm going to edit this yeah. apparently, or try to. You did say you would. I am not bleeping anything. Well, I might do. In extreme, I'm not bleeping that. Extreme circumstances. Okay. So this is going to be adult language and adult themes. Oh yeah. I mean that. That's a given. But maybe if we. If we accidentally slip up, you know, what? details we don't want to... We should have probably talked about what we... We what? should have, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should have had a... Co- <laughs> I can't say This enough. is something JD and Connor have said on their show, that they have they have a conversation before <laughs> they start recording of everything... They can't talk they about. They can't talk about, because otherwise they'll be, like, tempted to talk about it in the show. Yeah. We should have done that, shouldn't we? We were stuck. We're kind of now stuck in a, in a, a universe of well, our own creating for the next 12 hours. I think, sort of broadly, we shouldn't talk about stuff that isn't our business. Do you know what I mean? I was trying to think yeah. of, like, a broad way of thinking about this. Like, you shouldn't talk about other people's problems. Do you know what I mean? No. Oh, God, yeah, no. That's kind of the... I don't do that in real life. Yeah, I, I know. But I think as long as you have... Like, I don't have any secret projects on the go. Do you have any secret projects? I don't have any secret projects. I have some projects. Yeah, well, if they're not secret, we can talk about them. Okay. <laughs> Is that a prompt for me to talk? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no I'm just saying. I'm okay. just saying, like, generally. Yeah, like, what? What are we not going to talk about? Like, Secret stuff. You, stuff we probably shouldn't talk about in public anyway. Yeah. And that's about it. So you mean just common decency? Let's just stick yeah. to the rules of yeah, common yeah, decency. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Anything particularly. Okay, we're rounding back round to the house again. Back to where we started. Uh, we have a statue of a stone monkey. Of course you do. That's always been here. And a large piece of fungus that fell off a tree. Yeah, so and a nice. bird bath. Is this boring? I don't know. <laughs> Let's go on the roof. Step ladder? Okay, right. I think just standing next to a thing and going, Oh, this look at thing's that. here. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then there's another thing, and there's another thing next to it. Maybe that is boring. Yeah. But it is what's happening right now, so I don't know what else we can do. So we're coming right back round to the drive. Uh, there's, so part of the house has a flat roof, a large flat roof, and there's some stairs that go up to the roof. Yeah. So let's go up the stairs. Okay. Up to the roof. 
<coughs> there isn't any banister or support. Yeah, I know, I know. And I think this always freaks Chris out when he comes up here. Yep. Because it's, you know, I'm we're not about... great with heights or... Uh, you know, we're on being, a third story Being roof. casual about health and safety is not something <laughs> I'm a fan of. Yeah. So here we are. On wow. The wow. You get a really nice view from up here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's less than some wine tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, so near Homefirth, where the last of the summer wine uh, was filmed for years. Oh, is it still filmed? I can't no. Still yeah, snap a picture of it. There it is. And that's the big tourist thing around yeah, yeah. these era parts. He lives down in the valley, just down the road from us. Um, and the guy, old guy, he's got like a, a red and like a burgundy and cream old tour bus. And he takes people on tours all the time. So Price the last of the summer house. wine is a, is a pretty bad BBC sitcom, uh, which Very has been running, running. Or diff- he ran for like 30, 35 yeah. years yeah. longer. Yeah. And it was just about three old guys in a in like a West Yorkshire village. Yeah. Doing what? I don't know. It's just like a sitcom. Farcical. Yeah, it's like a farcical sitcom. Nonsense. And every week, someone fell down the hill in a tin bath. I mean, that's not, <laughs> that's well, not true. That's but. not true, but uh, that is the, that is, that's the joke yeah. made of Last of the Summer Wine. Yeah. Because it wasn't that good. It was very popular, though. Very, very popular. And like... It was shot round here, like the the one of the guys. I don't, I, I don't, I don't. I have very vague memories of it, so I don't remember any of this. Oh, but like people, time. like Saturday, like early early Saturday afternoon. Yeah, but I don't like people say, oh, the allotments over there, like the pubs just down there. Pe- people always point recognize out the sets, the stuff sets from it, to yeah. me. No, I wouldn't recognise it. Though. Like what's the face's house is down Nora Batty's house Nora down Batty, there, yeah. and like yeah. So it was shot all round here. It's like a comedy pedigree of uh, this area. Sure. You know, it was meant to be set in Barnsley originally. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's not very well, picturesque. Along the, the brick terrace streets of Barnsley. Well, no, obviously. That's probably what kept it going for so long. Was yeah. It was in, like, you could just pretend that they weren't... You could not listen to the dialogue and just watch the nice countryside yeah. that they were in. Nice. Well, I don't think anyone would actually ever do that. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll pop Last of the Summer Wine on just to watch the hills. I reckon people probably did. Nah. People from your I, I maybe bet, yeah. If I bet some like Yorkshire expats. Yeah. Like if you grew up here e. and then you moved down to London, you're like, oh, Ugh. oh, yeah, Miss Yorkshire. E. Such a bad representation of Yorkshire. Though. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Should we get off down from this roof? Chris is looking uncomfortable on the roof. I'm all right on the roof itself, but we're now coming over to like the lip of where the. The stairs are. The unfenced stairs are. I don't, don't like it. <laughs> Just gonna. Oh, okay. No, I'm actually okay. <laughs> <sighs> you know what I think? Whoa. That's not that secure. Yeah, there's a that fence. <laughs> I thought I was safe then because I was next to a fence, but then I. That's alright, that's twice. I've already lent on something in this. Yeah, I've <laughs> <It's> nearly <laughs> fallen. Ugh. Okay. Alright. Uh, should we head inside? Yeah, we'll, we'll walk back around, get out of the wind. Yeah. What are these? Crocuses? What are they? Pansies, maybe? I don't know. Nice flowers coming out, start of April. So, a nice time of year. Okay. 
No, I feel like what they do on uh, 12 hour day. I don't, I don't know how much you want us to. I think to we, sh- we should we should have a conversation about 12 hour day like now probably. Okay. Um, let's just just going back in the house. Like back in the house. We haven't been in the house yet in this recording. Oh. So we're in nice. the house. We're in my kitchen. Yeah. Go and see my tortoises who have shat on the floor. Mm. So pretty typical Ooh. tortoise thing to do. Hey guys. It's quite warm in this room. Um, That's how they like it. Smell of warm shit, I think, as well. Is that right? <laughs> Is that the smell I can smell? No, it's just the sort of general tortoise smell. Oh, okay. They only have a very... They just sort of smell of soil. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's some dandelions for you there. Oh. Oh, yeah, we've got to keep like, talking all the time. <laughs> yeah, we can't just sit here and we watch We can't just sit and watch the tortoises eat. Dandelions, as relaxing and beautiful as it is. Yeah, just stare at them all the time. Do you think we can get, if I get close to yeah, you, try and get, get some sound? Try and get some munching sounds. Yeah, it was a little bit there. Yeah. So that's the tortoise crunching through a dandelion stem. Wow, yeah. they're getting really big now. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, they were born in 2011, so almost five. Was I mean, this is the thing you always say about them. They're going to outlive you. Yeah. Which is a scary they thing. They should live about 70 years. And since we got them when I was like 20... Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. 23 or something. I don't know. You could go to 100, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Keep kind of healthy. Yeah. But they um, are likely to them. outlive us. And they'll also grow probably twice this size that they are now. About this big. Saw so one the other day that was this big. They're Sorry. just sort of under a hand size. They're about the size of your hand, yeah. Yeah. Each. Uh, one of them, Kiwi, is a bit bigger. But yeah, they're about the size of your hand now. They started off the size of, like, my little finger when we got... <laughs> wow, he's really going to town on that dandelion. Yeah. And they'll grow to the size of a dinner plate. So mm. quite big. Uh, both female... Um, what are they? Iberian Spurthide tortoises, if you'd like to look at them. Yeah, show notes. On the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> They're very cute. I like them a lot. They are. Yeah, you can do, just... We just leave, do we just leave them here with this yeah, stuff yeah. then now? We should probably clear up the shit, because my mum's not going to be happy about that. I don't want to get told off from my mum. So I'm just here with the... The tortoises still. You could be talking about anything. That's interesting. Maybe they really are. Uh, we'll talk separately. Loving these dandelions. They're like pecking away at every single stem of it. Uh, what do you call them? Petals. What? What do you call the different yellow strands on a dandelion? Yeah, petal. Petals. That's a They're just not very petal shaped. No, they're just small. They're just little thin. Oh my god. Oh. Sam, Sam sweeping up the shit. Oh, they're surprisingly messy creatures. <laughs> it's dried on a little bit, isn't it, the yeah. shit? Oh, boy. Oh, it does smell as well. They're a weird little pet. You kind of stroke them, but it's not like relaxing like a cat.
like, you need to get some liquid on that, Sam. It's never going to come up. <sighs> you got any let on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's the reality, so, you know. Yeah. It fucking stinks. Sorry, guys. I don't know who was apologizing, apologizing to then. Either the tortoises or the to the listeners. What are you saying? I just said, oh, it fucking stinks. And then I went, oh, sorry, guys. And I didn't know whether I was apologizing to the tortoises <laughs> for calling them out on their shitty... It doesn't smell like Shitty that. shit. Or to the, to the listeners who it had to It doesn't smell... Really spread it around. There. The problem is that they like they do a shit right. Yeah. And it comes out their bums. Sure. But then it kind of they don't like cut it off properly. Do you know what I mean? So then they walk around and like drag it around all over. They, they get like skid marks all over the floor. Muscle control. Yeah. Well, they do, but like it's just it just sort of stays. Anyway. Oh, bloody hell, it's hot in here. It is really warm in here. Are we, so we're, go, we're a no on the rhododendron Oh, I'll check. I'll check. Flower. So we've given all the tortoises their dandelions, but we've still got yeah. a lovely, pretty pink rhododendron flower, which we could give to the tortoises. If it's not completely poisonous. So the website you want to look at for checking if your top flowers are okay to feed is thetortoisetable.org.uk Rhododendron do not feed. Alright then. So, almost all rhododendrons produce harmful grayanotoxins. Which block muscle function can cause heart failure and damage nerve function. Oh no, we're not giving it then. Yeah, let's probably I'm don't. Sh- I'm just, probably I'm actually... don't you eat it either. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, little tip. Uh, rhododendrons probably poisonous. Yeah, don't do that. I'm just going to chuck it outside now. <laughs> Alright. That's that going then. Oh, I'm, I'm roasting. Should we have a cup of tea? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> we're recording a podcast, Mum. Yeah, we're yeah. recording. Good. It's all working. Yeah, yeah it seems to. Do be. you want to be on it? Well, you're on it already because that's the way it is. Yeah, it's just rolling. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's cool. Um, that was me, Mum. <laughs> probably have more of a conversation with her in a bit. It is a bit rude, baby, to just walk up to someone. <laughs> You're on the podcast, like. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. So, anyway, I guess. Well, we'll that's. Deal with that. I don't know. It's an ethical uh, problem. But do you go up to them and go? Because what you can't go. You're on it. Do you want to be on it? Because you're not going to stop rolling. Yeah. You're just going to not talk to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to walk away now. No, you, we're still going to roll, so yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to be on it. All right, fine, bye. <laughs> but their approach on the, on the podcast is to tell people fairly soon in 
yeah, yeah. they're recording. I suppose I suppose that's the thing you gotta because you're already recording, so it's gonna be like you gotta set it up like first yeah. thing. I think I got a bit of dirt off the. So I've got a message from Tom Bullock uh, that he's current that Alex and him are currently in Sheffield, and he said he's gonna hunt us down. He's gonna hunt us down. Yeah. Good luck, Tom. Is he hoping that we're going to do lots of... Well, I mean, we will be in Sheffield later. Yeah, but I think he was imagining we were there. To our specific location. Yeah, maybe. All right. Maybe we should call it, make it a treasure hunt. <laughs> we could make it interesting. <laughs> Leave clues around. Leave clues. I mean, I already told him that we're not in Sheffield, so... But... Not currently. What shall I tell him? Shall we make it like a hunt, an actual man hunt? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll post. Keep a track of our Twitter at communal bath, and we'll we'll post updates of, uh, or not updates, clues as to where we are. Okay, I said we'll we can make this an actual man hunt. We will send you clues throughout the day. He says he has to go to uni. Mm, a lot of people didn't say that. It's bullshit, man. Uni, work. Just us recording on a Monday. Yeah. Because we just... That's the only time we could. Yeah. Um, um, so, let's have a cup of tea. And talk about we were going to talk about 12-hour day, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, let's make a cup of tea, eat a flapjack. Yeah, sure. Probably open the door, because it's absolutely boiling. Tortoise warm in here. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. A bit of nature. Is nearly boiled. I mean, you wait. You are waiting for that time when you forget the microphones are. Kind I'm still, of. I'm still. I'm still on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of don't want to forget. Yeah. But. Okay. Is that Tom Bullock? Have you got a mug, Sam, or do you? Uh, no. Any of these? Yeah, just use whatever. Oh, it was a nice Lowry mug. He said he wanted to suggest that he was already hunting us down, but he, he, he had the city ones. <laughs> it, wasn't really, it wasn't a particularly good start. Now I'm suggestion. doing that thing where I'm trying to make a cup of tea in a kitchen where I don't know where anything is. Uh, where are they? Oh, okay. Oh, I should have seen that. So this is Yorkshire, home of Yorkshire tea. Um, I imagine if you weren't English, I mean, it's I a, am. No, but if if you I were, am, if someone was, someone who wasn't us was. Yeah, listening. If you were a non-English person listening. All right. Yeah. And then what we've done is gone for a little walk, come back, and then made a cup of tea. <laughs> You mean gone, gone for a walk in our countryside idyll on yeah. our own land, <laughs> admired the stream, the duck pond, the dove coit, yeah. and the various and allotments the and tennis lawns, <laughs> seen that all was in order, and come home for a rather refreshing cup of tea. Yes, no, I would say, I would say that's um, a bit, that's on, the no- a bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
I wonder if people, I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to hear from someone who has listened to this, at, le- at least this far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've listened this far. Uh, yeah, send us a tweet. If you listen this far and you're from America, because I imagine that's the possible... Oh, if you're from anywhere other than... Oh, England. anywhere, yeah, sorry. Sorry, America, you're not that special. <laughs> um, send us a tweet. Just send say... us a tweet and just say... Oh, send um, it to at communal bar. Yeah. Oh, how English? Something oh, like that. how English? Rather. Rather. Something like that. Yeah. There you go. Oh, there's a bit in your tea here. It's like a sesame seed in your tea. Is it not just like a bit of tea? No, it's a definite seed. Sesame seed in the tea. So, talk us through making tea, Chris. How did you make it? How did I make it? For the listeners. Uh, so you pop the bag in the mug. Yeah. As basic as that, are we going at that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Pop a bag in a mug. I mean, everyone has a different technique, so... You boil up the, the water. It's very, very important to be putting the water uh, into the mug when it is as close to boiling point as possible. So as soon as that's clicked, you get it right in there. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise you're not, you're not brewing your tea properly. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I tend to do... I tend to do a quick stir, maybe a, a, a nice little pickup just to strain it a little bit okay. first, yeah. and then allow it to steep. Some people allow it to steep without any movement, yeah, yeah. and I think you're not going to get the leaves moving around that way. So, and then allow it to steep a little bit more, a couple more stirs, uh, pick up and drop strain system, <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, that's a pretty good colour, I think. Do you not think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Very pretty good. close. How much milk do you have? Uh, a dash, I call it a dash. Do you call a it a dash? That's, that's a dribble. That's a dribble? Yeah. Not a glug, then. <laughs> Between a dribble and a glug. I think it goes, dri- goes drop. I think a glug's the, the largest. drop, dribble, dash, dash glug. glug. I think that's quite a big jump from dash to glug, though. There's got to be something in between. What? Between dash and glug? Yeah. Just a dash. Just because people say just a dash. I'd say, I'd say a small. glug is like two dashes. Do you know what I mean? Wait, we need to write this down. Like a dribble is two drops. Just a dribble. A dash is two dribbles. Does anyone ever say that? <laughs> so what do you start with? And a glug is two dashes. Take it through me again. <laughs> Take me through it with you again. Take. Okay. Let me know. Let me know what what you're thinking. A dribble. A what? A dribble. A dribble. Yeah. Is two drops. Oh, a drop. Yeah. A dash is two dribbles, and a glug is two dashes. Now, are you just? Is that? true or are you just saying that because it sounds good i'm just saying it because it sounds good and i think i've really hit upon something here right now i think we should we should crunch the numbers on that and see how it works um it's all about feeling though it's not you, you can't you can't measure that kind of thing in uh, milliliters or whatever no it's all that's that's a kind of a good that's imperial true. measurement it's done in feeling could you imagine like an, an actual like recipe for tea that says <laughs> Now add five milliliters of... Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be horrifying. Yeah, it would the ruin the whole experience. Brewed for precisely three minutes now. Tea chat. Now, I, what I've done, I've trained myself over the years in making tea. Um, I've trained my fingers to, to be able to stand the hot water. So normally I'd put the bag in, pour the hot water in, and then I'd let him walk away, do something else for a little bit. Yeah. And then I'd put my fingers in, grab the corner of the tea bag, and then, like, I normally put some milk in as well because I'm lazy. So you, put the, you put the milk in with the tea bag. Oh, well, you know is... how controversial that is. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's what. That's the most controversial thing that I do. I think. I used to do that. Yeah. The the whole the whole of your system suggests um, not using a teaspoon. Not well, doing everything is time efficient. Yeah. Uh, everything is wash efficient, so you don't want to yeah. wash at the teaspoon. No. You don't want to have to come back and put the milk in. You want yeah. it pre-stirred. Yeah. So then I put dunk my fingers in, grab the tea bag. I'm not sure that makes the best cup of tea though, Sam. And then you can stir it with the tea bag. Look. And like dunk it. No, I appreciate it. And I then used squeeze to... it with my other hand. Yeah. And then in the bin. Mm. I know. I know. You know it's not right, don't you? I know it's not. In your heart of hearts. Know, yeah. <laughs> That's the way I do it. <sighs> lovely. Really lovely colour to that. Almost orangey. I'm, I'm, I might be a so bit too strong. About tea, I've got a lot of opinions on tea. Yeah, I know. But over the years, I've noticed this about my dad. Over the years, he's gone for weaker and weaker tea. Mm. Like my grandma would have like, they would just like have a hint of tea. There's like pour water in, and they just take the tea bag straight out. Like just, and my dad will make it. He'll make tea for me and him with one tea bag. And I'm like, yeah. I've always thought of it. It'd be quite funny. Put the tea bag in, take the tea bag out, then just pour the water in. So it's just still, it has like a vague essence of tea. But it's, it's homeopathic not... tea. <laughs> yeah. Throw it in, chuck the bag out before it, whilst it's still dry, before you put any water in, pour the water in. Mmm, lovely. Little, little weak for me, that. And then lots of milk in it. It's just like water and milk. Mm. It's Crazy. Not, it's not really tea, is it? No. So. <sighs> Well, this is nice. I'm enjoying this so far. Yeah, me too. Um, you can take, yeah. Chris is finally taking his headphones out. I just wanted to keep a check on the, on the levels and stuff. It does make you feel like you're actually engaging in a, a genuine conversation now I've taken the... Yeah. Before, I, was, I felt like I was monitoring. Yeah. But that's the thing that you feel on, you know, when we record the podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, if we're just talking... You're in one mode, but once you start hearing your voice through a, a nice microphone, oh yeah, you, you it changes can, how you talk. You can feel yourself yeah. slipping into a, a different kind of livelier kind of mode. Yeah, I mean that's the problem. We might get a bit too like in real life. Yeah, <laughs> in real life, you get a bit too in real yeah. life. I think we all do. No, but over the course of the day. Yeah, that's something I'm. Um, I'm concerned it's going to happen, definitely. Right. Let's talk about 12-hour day. 12-hour day. Um, so, Connor Ratcliffe and J.D. Amaro. So basically, we're, we're completely stealing their idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's, no, there's no pretense that this... There should be no pretense that we, this is an original idea of us. Yeah, no, let's get that clear. This is a homage slash steal. Homage. Well, it's also just an experiment. I mean, they did it as an experiment that's very um, interesting, mm. I thought. And they've been doing it for two years and ten episodes now. Which means I, I've listened to all but three hours of the latest episode. Mm-hmm. So I've listened to almost 100, 120 hours of their lives. Mm-hmm. Just going about their business. But yeah, they're... Um, and I was like, I really want to do that. I just want to see what it what it will be like. It's like an interesting thing because we we always have conversations of what we should do with the podcast, and then yeah. a, an ongoing question with the podcast is: it's too long. Is it too long? Is it too short? Like, how long should it be? 
And I was like, well, let's just do a 12-hour one and see what happens. Let's just steal 12-hour days. Um, but you can't really steal it. Like, that's the only thing you can steal, is that we're going to record for 12 hours. And we're going to go about our lives. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're pretending to be J.D. Amato and Conor Adler. No, no. So this is, like, very I, much done. And I, like, love that. I got the T-shirt. I got um, Mark Ledgerwood. I emailed him. and oh, got right. him, He sent me a 12-hour day T-shirt. I That's wear cool. it all the time. It's great. And, like, so I'm a huge fan of theirs. Yeah. I mean, I am, too. I, I love that show. And uh, I know they've definitely said themselves in the past... I think it might be in the first episode. They said, this is something people should do anyway. This is something you should do as a document of yeah. a friendship or of a time. It's like a little timestamp. Time capsule. A time capsule. I mean, this is the thing. I've been in the middle of like writing a, a sort of like piece, like an article, about 12 Hour Day. Because it is so interesting in the way it makes you think about time and the way you consume it yeah. Messes with time. Yeah. So they fit into like they're existing in a. When you listen, <laughs> getting in deep now. Getting in deep now. When you listen, you're like existing in a false presence, present with them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I will listen to their podcast whilst I'm travelling to and from work. Say, so in Sheffield. Like a forty-five minute bites at a time, and I'd be with my eyes consuming one present, yeah, my actual present, and then living out like a false present in my ear. Yeah, and it's such a weird, it's weird. It's like the thing in front of you that your eyes can see becomes the projection for what they're saying. Do you know what I mean? It's like a weird blurring of yeah, yeah. You get, it's like you get, you get so wrapped up in what you can hear from them mm. that it kind of. Consumes your entire Well, like, I'm in Sheffield, but I'm sort of transported to... New York. New York. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is that they... So they record them every, like, seem to record them every, what, like, two months or so. Mm. And between them recording and being released, there's normally about three weeks or something in which they have to edit it, obviously. Like, I get... Like, that makes sense. Like, the the last one was done in December. Yeah. Before, just after Christmas, something like that. And then Just before, I think. it was released in February. Yeah. So that's like two months apart. But then I listen, I started listening to it probably in March and I haven't finished listening to it yet. So that's so another way that it messes with time. It's like I've listened to it over the course of a month in like probably two, two three hours, probably two hour sections, yeah. like three or four sort of sessions of listening. Um, while I was in France, mostly cleaning bathrooms, stuff like that. So... And Chris will tell me about, I find this with podcasts anyway, is that you'll, say you're telling someone about it, or mm. someone's telling you about it, because you're listening, and you're doing something else, you remember the thing you were doing when mm. you were listening. Mm. So for example, like, we will be seeing the strike people later, I suppose. And I, I've never met them before. Mm. Um, but they did an episode with you on it, the bargain booze box yeah. thing. Now, I listened to that whilst cleaning bathrooms, like, doing changeover in the chalet. And, like, it's... My memory of that is, like, completely linked yes, to that. So, exactly. like, if you told me something... Like, your memory of it is living there, like, doing the actual thing. Mm-hmm. But you... Because I, I listened to it, it's like two hours or something. I listened to the whole thing. 
and like it ended while I was cleaning a shower. And I, I, I have such vivid memories of everything that you had in, like I was there. It's almost like I was there yeah. in those conversations as like someone, as like a, but not participating. Yeah. But the sort of visual that I have with it is so completely that, different. So that thing of like saying you're there um, kind of hits with a point that I had about 12 hour day, which is there was a bit where, um, I can't remember it specifically. Oh no, uh, JD was talking about uh, him and Connor's conversations throughout the podcast. So they often talk about the same kind of things every now and again. So he said, oh, I feel like we just talk about the same things every time. But each episode we come back with maybe slightly different opinions which reflect how much we've changed. And I, and I, like, there was a little gap in their conversation, and I went, yeah, but that's life, JD. Like, I responded to him in, I was like, Out yeah, loud. people change. People have the same conversations, but they change. That's life, JD. I was like, oh, I just spoke, like, I felt like I was. And you I spoke think, to the podcast. Yeah, and I think that's sort of such a weird yeah, thing so about their weird. one, because it exists in such a reality, because it's completely live, and you've got the... You've got like a sound map behind it of New York and their yeah. lives, and that you you can you almost feel like you can step into it. Yeah. If we can do that, <laughs> that'd be great, Sam. Yeah, that'd be great. Good tea. Good slurp of tea, that yeah. Good on mic slurp. Do you think they would listen to it? I mean, we should mention it. They'll be asleep at the moment. Well, maybe not. It's Ten to one. So what's that in the US? It's still six in the morning. We should tweet at them. Mm. It'd be funny if they did listen. Because it's the same concept, but just in a different location with different people. They're very busy though, aren't they? <laughs> and we're not. <laughs> That's the other weird thing about it. It's these two guys, because I've had, you've heard such long form conversations mm-hmm. of them just being themselves with, yeah. around each other. And they talk to their families and stuff. So it's like, I really... Know who they are. Know who they are, but mm. in like a kind of quite an intimate way. Mm. But I've never met them. Obviously, well, not obviously, but like, I don't know who, I don't know them at all. And like, if I met one of them, it would be so weird because it's like, oh, I know everything about their families. I know yeah. what's going on in their lives. Well, but with a four month delay or whatever, but like. And, and to a certain extent as well. Like, they, yeah, 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 they yeah, curate obviously. their. I mean, you don't. But like, much more than you would. But they don't know anything about me. I mean, that's the that's the that's the weird thing, isn't it? You don't know difference. they could have listened to the podcast. Yeah, but even on the podcast, like, well, I suppose I suppose I do mention quite a lot about my life, but not like. Well, that's a, that's um, that's one of the key like two camps of thought I think in the in the podcasting world, and certainly I fall on the side of I'd rather it not be about my life. I'd rather it be about the things I make. Yeah. Or the or ideas or. Humour, rather than... Too much about you. Rather than, what did you do today? How yeah. are you? Yeah, because whenever I, I mention that, whenever I'm like, oh, how, how are you feeling, Chris? You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter, we've got shit to do. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I've got dispatches to get to. Yeah, I'm always very dismissive of... stuff. Real emotions. <laughs> how are you? Fuck off. <laughs> Oh boy. Do we have to 
go into Sheffield. It's really, really nice here. So it's no, turning out to be quite a sunny day. Yeah. I mean, the trains are every hour anyway, so mm -hmm. we're probably going to... It's going to be a while before we have to go. So... Which one should we go? Uh, I think they're, every, they're 25 minutes past. So maybe 2.25? 325? 325. 325. I mean, well, I we're not know... We're going to get 125. No. Um, but we need to... Uh, we need to... Um, sorry, I've just got distracted by a Facebook message there. But we need to work out which one we're going getting on, don't we? Yeah. And we don't want to go too late. I know, obviously, we've got a lot of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, there's lots of people... Um, People eager to speak to us, including one, uh, Paul Beauchamp, uh, who has messaged me. So Sam talked to Tom, and Tom and Paul live together at the moment. Uh, and Paul has said he was, oh, just going to HSBC in Chapeltown. Oh. Excited to see this Hamlet. I've heard so much about Hamlet. It's not a Hamlet. It's not a Hamlet. It's, um, it's, it's um, a village, traditionally, but it's... Yeah. Uh, as of the 1974 Metropolitan County Act, because <laughs> it's uh, now part of... Was it 72? I don't know, Chris. Not sure. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, Chapel Town, Council Trivia. Council Trivia. And then Tom has said something to me as well. Sorry for the radio silence. I will be in university doing work for the majority of the day, but I could perhaps We've meet up with you for. guys after five for a while. He has juggling this evening and a meeting before that. Whew. Busy man. We thought JD and Connor were busy. Tom Bullock is... Uh... Oh, and Paul's been to the Coach and Horses in Chapeltown. Today? He says the Coach and Horses is nice. Wagon and Horses? No. He said the coach and... there is a Coach and Horses. Okay. The Wagon... Where is it? Yeah, no, there's a Coach and Horses. Um... So that's weird. I just left. I just left Chapel Town two days ago. Three days ago? Oh, yeah, you don't live there anymore. I don't live there anymore. Not to talk about your life at all, Chris, but. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're doing it, aren't we? How was the move? Fine. I got um, a man at a van. Oh, really? You hired a man at a van? A man called Dave. Of course. Was um, his van white? <clears throat> of course, his van was white. <laughs> I'm sat on the squeakiest chair. Um, it's making me really self-conscious. He was very nice. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you can find him on Facebook. Dave's Man and Van, if you're in the Sheffield area. Very competitive rates. Lovely fella. Uh, he's in a local post-rock group called Gilmore Trail. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave him our card. And he listened to the, um, he listened to the show for Hangovers. No, that's cool. And he enjoyed it, he said. Well, hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Uh, and then, like, weirdly, we just had one of those... So Sheffield is always known as one of the... is, is known as a big village uh, by the people who live there because all the people know each other. It's not true, necessarily. It's more that middle-class people of a certain type know each other. Pub-going... Pub going, church going, uh, you sort of your climbers, your teachers. No, oh, climbers. Climbers you know, and runners. Yeah. Yeah. All that that's, that's what all my parents' friends were. Exactly. Yeah. So it's always said, 
you know. Oh, everyone knows everyone in Sheffield. It's so strange, isn't it? For a city as big as it is, everyone knows everyone. It's not true. <laughs> but people who move to Sheffield do say it. Okay, yeah. Because they end up just in this weird kind of post-uni yeah. crowd of people. Yeah, most people went to the university. Uh, so anyway, I was talking to Dave about... Um, he said, oh, how do you know... How do you know this... Um, how do you know about me and uh, my services? And I said, oh, my friend Jade Harvey sent me a link saying that other people had recommended it to her. Okay. And he said, oh, do you know who those people are? I was like, oh, Tom Garside. And Tom Garside works at the Brown Bear pub oh, yeah. that we frequent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dare say we'll go in some point we'll during this podcast. In. I don't see why we wouldn't. Um, they don't have music, so... No, they don't, so... Pretty perfect. But they might be a little bit touchy about his recording. Yeah, they won't notice. That's fine. Anyway, so uh, he knew Tom Garside for whatever reason. And then he goes, oh, do you know Sean Morley then? Like, <laughs> yeah, of course I do. Everyone knows him. And then, you know, it's just one of those. Yeah. Oh, everyone knows everyone. Yeah, kind of. If, if you're like middle class into comedy, live in the Crooks slash Broomhill area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, um, there are instances of it that, that have made it true. Now, Sam, you're on your phone an awful lot. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm Are just you... trying to post this photo to Instagram to right, like, okay. get it started. <clears throat> uh, what, shall I, what, shall we, what shall we call it? I want, I want to call it like 12 hour bath, but 12 hour 12 soak. 12 hour soak, yeah. In, in a, uh, can I tell you something in, the, uh, in my sort in of. In private. Off podcast, like, no. <laughs> no, no. In, in like the half sleep of waking up this morning, I thought I wanted it to call it. Um, Twenty-one, twelve. Why? Because it's. I've, no. No, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying do it, because it was. It's our twenty-first episode. Technically. Yeah, but okay. And it's twelve hours long, and that is also a name of a Rush song. <laughs> it's like one more. Yeah, okay. And, uh, but no, it was just one of those yeah, dream, yeah, yeah, dreamlike yeah, things yeah, that yeah. linked everything up together. I was like, oh, that's it, that's the one. Brilliant. And then I woke up and was going, what? I don't know any sense. And I thought that would be the hashtag, but like, that would just be binary. Yeah. 2112. It would be a, a palindromic number though. Which is yeah. probably why Rush used it as a song title. So 12 hour bath has no um, hashtags already, nor does 12 hour soap. 12, 12 hour bath sounds better. The amount we discuss titles, hashtags, mm. names of things, like no, the unimportant stuff. I spent. We must have. I must have spent hours, literally hours, trying to think of the title for the last episode. What was the title? Oh, the, yes, the yes. days and nights of Molly's dog. Yeah, which is uh, to us a very small uh, twelve-hour day reference. Because I don't. I, just, I, I don't know I, what the days and nights and Molly. No, we is. don't know. We don't know what that is, other than Connor goes on about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. In that twelve-hour day. I mean, to get the to get the concepts of this episode that we're recording right now, I feel like we have we require everyone to do hundred twenty hours <laughs> worth of research, back, back listening of another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the twelve-hour podcast. Let's go.
Hashtag 12 hour bath. 12 hour bath is good. I need to connect it to my Twitter. Hmm. Oh, we're getting a lot of people from uh, Strike sending us messages. Alex, not suitable for work, Keen. Um, who I bumped into this morning on his way to an, a job interview. I hope he didn't tell them that he was called not suitable for work. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be suitable for work for them. Oh. Sorry. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I should be more supportive. And he's saying, hey. <laughs> it wasn't funny, Sam, so don't, don't, give it, don't give it what it's not due. All right. He's just asking where we are. Uh, I'm going to tell him still in West Yorkshire currently. And we'll be travelling in. Going into Sheffield. Shortly. Ish. Shortly ish. It's quite difficult to maintain. Uh, talking while Facebook. Yeah, Facebook messaging and talking at the same time. Are you still uh, recording, Sam? Sam's just checking his dictaphone. I had, a, I had a little panic there because I thought my my microphone wasn't connected properly. Or was it not? No. This entire time? I don't know how long that's been like that. Oh, no. I'll have been coming through on your microphone anyway. Uh, well, fixed it there. Oh, dear. <laughs> what? It might have just been recording in my pocket. Oh, well. Oh, well. I probably should have checked that. Sorry about that. It's why you've got to have your headphones just on, yeah. on, on by. Just I'm to sure that's going to be the first of many technical difficulties. Check your levels. Check I, I'm levels. just checking my levels now, and I sound beautiful. I sound fine, yeah. Oh, God. That's all right. It was just in my pocket, so... I mean, I was close to you on quite a number of occasions where... It'll be fine. So, uh, sorry about that, if that sounded shit. So, apologies for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We have no idea. Uh, it's a good question of whether these, whether any of this will technically work, but hopefully it will. I mean, just for the sake of the event of doing it, it's quite, you know, yeah. just do it. I feel like I should stop the recording and start again, sort of every hour or so. Yeah, no, we have discussed this. How are we, what are we going to do? I think I might do mine now. Do you mean like transfer over? No, no, no. You just... don't mean any data transfer, just to, just to make sure that that's... Yeah, save in, it as a file. In okay. The, in the can. Well, here we go. I'm going to stop my recorder. So I guess I should keep on talking to keep the recording going on. Yeah, I mean, someone might be actually listening to this. All right, I'm going to stop. Okay. So Sam's currently stopped his and started again. Okay, hel- hello. Um, hopefully everything's okay. This is the second file. Yeah. Do you think I should do the same right now? Uh, Just yeah. so it's close together. Yeah. yeah. So this is going to be a fun feature of the next twelve hours, guys. <laughs> Just us stopping and starting. What did you have then? One hour fifteen, more or less. Something like that, yeah. Okay. So, do you want to do you want to carry us through? To oh the, yeah, to I should probably not just stand here and drink tea <laughs> <laughs> whilst watching you. Let's see how the tortoise did. Uh, okay. So the tortoises are. Oh. Doing just fine, I think. Just generally being tortoises. Oh, they have demolished all those dandelions. We had like a whole massive handful of dandelions and they have eaten the whole thing. The whole thing. Okay, I'm recording again. Wow, yeah. That is just... 
There's just some very vague yellow dandelion stains on the floor. Yeah. But they have destroyed it. I think they need a bath. I'm going to give them a bath. Oh, yeah. Maybe That's should... what we need. More risk around some open water. <laughs> or maybe we should take them outside. How, how alert do you feel, Chris? How alert do I feel? Yeah, because you've got to keep an eye on them if we take them outside. Oh, I don't think I've stopped my recording. Oh, because I forgot to take it off hold. <laughs> Exciting stuff. All right, I'm going to give them a bath. Now, you should be, bathe your tortoises once a day, uh, ideally, if you can, once every other day. And Right, I've started my recording. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Sink. <laughs> that's for me. That's for me. That's, that clock was for me in the future. Audio. Future Sam's going to be happy about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, baby tortoises, lukewarm water, uh, just up to their chins. Gives them a t- chance to have a little drink. And, um, yeah, I just need to find something to put them in. Do you need me to partake in this as well? No, not really. Because I might just have a cup of tea. Yeah. But while I... Yeah. While I uh, commentate on my bathing of a tortoise. Do you want another one? Another cup of tea? Oh, I'm alright for now. I didn't mean to sound so shocked. Well, yeah, what was the shock about? No. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think I'm going to be Well, it's because I'm only halfway through this one because I've been talking so much. No, no, I need to stay buzzed. But, alright, let me just find something to put put a tortoise in. Probably use like a lunchbox or something like that. Uh, but where do my parents keep lunchboxes? I mean, you say Chris saying that he has a hard time finding stuff. I have a hard time finding stuff. Somewhere. I mean, you don't actually live here, do you? No. No. You never have properly. Just put your recorder back on hold. Oh, was yours not on hold? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I'm going to use a, a glass casserole dish. Okay. We're going to use some nice lukewarm water from the tap. That's the sound of the tap running. Do you want to have lunch here as well? Yeah, we can do. Just waiting for the hot water to come through. Yeah, it does take a while. I mean, the boiler is very far from here. Is this interesting? I don't think I should really worry about that. I don't think you should worry about that. No. What would you like for lunch? I don't know what we've got. My mum said something about cheese toasty. Cheese toasty? Whoa! Oof. I just opened the fridge and it smells. Smells. Smells bad, man. Like cheese. Right. Sorry about that tap noise. Um, yeah, so filling up the dish here with tortoises. See, as they get bigger, we need bigger and bigger dishes. Uh, that's a full, filling up quite full, actually. Oh, no. Do you need me to do something? No. I'm just trying not to spill this everywhere. Why is the water so cloudy? Uh, it's just like air from the top, I think. Okay. Okay. Precariously. Bringing this in here. 
So now you've got to find the tortoises. Who I found one. Somewhere around this room. <laughs> it's alright, we have to do it one at a time anyway. Do you? Whew. Do you want yeah, me to look for the it. other one, Was? Well, we should probably find the other one. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it might have, might have escaped. Oh. Uh, we don't want And also to sort of avoid... Standing on it. Standing on it. <laughs> well, that, that, I've done that before. We've had them. We had them over in our chat. Did you kick it once before? And I knew they stood on them once. Um. Oh dear. We have actually. Oh, she's here. <laughs> how did we lose? How did we were just in here? Yeah. She's so she's somehow in the kitchen, snuck around us. Yeah. Oh, the tortoise has walked right into the middle of the kitchen, which is we, a good, a good ten meters. Whilst we were in there? No. They must have been hidden somewhere, like under there. Supercharged. People say tortoise is very slow. No, it's just not true. Not true? Not true. It depends how warm they are. If they're cold, they're very slow. But okay. as soon as they get warmed up, they're like racing. Look, yeah, he's going pretty fast now. She? She? They're yeah, both she's on. They're lady, lady tortoises. So you can tell the sex of a tortoise by the shape of their plastron, which is the bot underside of, the, of their shell. Hmm. So the females have flat ones, like Akimiko here. And then the males have one that curves in. Now, the reason they have one that curves in is so they can fit neatly yeah. on top of the uh, females when they are mating. So we now know that these are females because they're big enough and their plastrons are flat. That's a good fact. Yeah. So that's how you sex a tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> and with that was a, a small photograph that I just took. Um, I might just put that on the Twitter. I, did we decide what the hashtag's going to be? 12 hour bath. And that's how you sex a tortoise. <laughs> quite, quite an ambiguous phrase. But you know. We had a very long and hilarious discussion with Hamish about how you sex a bird. Ah, uh, yeah. Was I in that conversation? Oh, maybe. I think I remember that. Like, Hamish, but how... Hamish, of course, being who I lived with, who was an animal trainer and hawk owner. Yeah. Uh, who worked on the set of Star Wars. That was exciting. Yeah. And we had a question. Do birds have balls? And then Do went, they? Uh, yeah, but they're like inside. And you have to stick your fingers in and he's like, oh, that's how you sex a bird. So, you know, when you say you bath the Tortoises, yeah. you just put them in at some warm water and they do it themselves. Yeah, I mean, they just hang out. She has peed in the bath already. How can you tell? Well, I just looked. They, they have like a white, like a white sort of chalky stuff that comes out. Urates that come out. Um, so that's what they do when they bath. They normally pee and then they drink some water. Little white thingy there. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Nature's horrible. <laughs> now I have to change the water because someone peed in the bath. Oh my god. Nightmare. Normally do this outside. But you run risk of losing them in the in the grass. <laughs> yep. Go fuck. Oh. You have a wet mess. I've made a wet mess. Right. <sighs> Is this podcast going to be mostly cleaning? <laughs> mostly, we, mostly me cleaning. 
I hope not. Why? Mostly okay. me cleaning. Hopefully, me cleaning up messes that have been made. Oh, yeah, this is a mess. Do you mean cleaning in, team, in terms of physically cleaning? Yeah, physically cleaning. And also, but maybe editing cleaning as well. I'm not editing it. Oh, God, there's water like, everywhere. Is that a bath? Short bath. Should probably normally put them in for long time. an exciting element of peril, though. A water's village. Exciting stuff. You know what we should do as a general rule? What's that? Or shouldn't do? Talk to ourselves in different rooms. Yeah, at the same I, was, time. yeah I was doing that earlier. Um, because Chris and I have our own recorders on us that are recording separately. So we both know we're recording ourselves, but we're not like. One of us can't hear both recordings. No, no. So, so we can only ever check our own levels at any time. But if we walk away from each other, we don't know what the other's doing. I've been making this cup of tea now. <laughs> Ten minutes. I'm just really worried that this is really boring. Is it? I, don't, I just don't know. I mean, I think what JD and Connor do, which is something I don't think we can do, is they get really, really, really into one element of some kind of pop culture. Yeah. I have been keeping notes of things to talk about. Oh, have you? But, well, it's a very short list of things that I could talk at length about. I mean, we've done we've done a few of your specialists. Yeah. Tortoise. Tortoises. Well, I suppose I've been... Yeah, tea. Podcasts. I mean, we're crossing... We're knocking them down a bit too fast for my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, let's not... Let's not... Let's not go sure. to that list yeah. yet. No. Uh... I'll save it for later. I'd actually like to talk to the Strike because they did a podcast about board games recently. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. So I haven't listened to it. No, me neither. I have very strong opinions about board games. We could listen to it in the show if we want to kill it. No, I'm not li- <laughs> <laughs> listening. We you could can... have the podcast it's inside like a, a podcast. It's like a YouTube React channel. <laughs> listen to us listening to a podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be unlistenable. <laughs> or we would just sit there in silence and they would just play. One of those React channels are very popular. Watch yeah, me there's... react to... Yeah, but you can't have audio, audio reactions. It's just going to be another podcast. Well, I mean, that's what, that's, the, that's the whole controversy in the YouTube world at the moment. What's that? That you, these React channels don't actually do anything. They just basically steal other people's videos. So, like, do you know about this? Yeah, do you mean uh, when they do, like, um, they do, like, a voiceover to something that isn't theirs? So, basically... I mean, that's another strand, isn't it? So, what they are, as as far as... I'm not, like... I don't watch these because it seems really boring to me, but... Mm. um, They're, like, a a YouTube video that's, like... And in the, sort of, corner of the YouTube video will be another, another YouTube video. Another video. Right. And then the rest of the frame will be just a shot of somebody watching that video. Like a shot of their face. So like imagine the camera is on the TV yeah. and it's pointing at you and you're watching a video. And then the video that they're watching is in the frame as well. Mm. Do you see what I mean? So you yeah. can see them react to something on the screen. 
But that's been around for a while, hasn't it? Hasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's been around for a while, but it's <clears throat> become quite controversial because basically people are like stealing other people's videos. Because like, if it was your video, if it was my video, and they're reacting to it, like they put the whole video unedited in the corner of their their video, and somebody is actually just watching a video that you made, but on their channel, and they get money for it. Yeah. So if you have a reaction, I have I make a video and you have a reaction channel. So I've made a video and you think, oh, that's an interesting video. Like I could do like, a, or it's like becoming like a viral video or whatever. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I should I'll put that on my reaction channel, and then you film yourself watching that video, and then when you upload it, you upload it with the shot of you reacting, mm-hmm. and then my video is like picture in picture in the bottom corner. Yeah, I get it. And, but people watch the video on your channel, you get paid, like, you get the view, and that equates to money, eventually. And, and I don't get anything, even though I made the main part of the content. But won't people, but I assume, perhaps wrongly, that people would go into watching reaction videos knowing the basis of the reaction. So knowing the original video and going... Oh, it's them watching that. Well, that's what... It started but that's Yeah, not really. Like, most people would follow the reactor. Rather most people would follow your channel, yeah. and then you would be just picking stuff from other people's channels. Oh, I see. And reacting to it. Okay. So they would be watching it to watch you. So they actually, end up, as a react, you can be a professional reactor yeah, to things. People make money doing this. So it's not then they don't end up being like one-off viral videos. These are things no, no. people do. Yeah, because so the other thing is that these people. So the way YouTube is set up, like you get more money by more the more time people watch spend watching your videos, uh-huh. and the more videos you have, the basically just views. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a way to get a lot of views is to put out a lot of videos because people might watch every video you put out, but they'll only watch it once. So if you put out one video a month, you get like one view from a person. But if yeah. you put out four videos a day, you get, I don't know, whatever, four times 30. Like someone will watch all of your videos. What better way of creating lots of videos in one go by not, not doing anything? Yeah, just sitting there watching <laughs> other people's videos, yeah, filming okay. yourself, but putting I mean, together, uploading. I mean, people get, I mean, this is trying, trying, to, trying to work around the argument in a different way. People get paid to review things. It's essentially a live, instantaneous review. So this is this is the thing. So this is where like copyright weirdness comes in. Is that you should be so a review? Say, say I take, uh, say I take Star Wars or something, mm-hmm. and I make a review video using clips from it, and I do it like a narration over it, and like um, talk about what I think about it, what the themes of the of the movie are, and whatever or like how I feel about the special effects or anything, yeah. just do anything, then that's kind of fair use because I'm like, I'm criticizing it, I'm reviewing it and I'm yeah. adding to the video. So it's not just, I'm not just uploading Star Wars, I'm uploading me reviewing Star Wars. Yeah. And obviously I have to use clips from Star Wars, otherwise it's too hard to like, it wouldn't, it doesn't really make any sense for the viewer. Like it makes more sense if I use images from it. So you can do critique of things and you don't have to like pay, I don't have to pay like Disney or whatever. To use Star Wars. That works with music as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the argument is that these reaction people are doing nothing. They're doing literally nothing. And there's, like, videos of them just sat, literally sat there watching a video. Like, they don't say anything about it. 
They don't like give their opinions on it. They don't. They just sort of. A lot of the time, they just sit. There. Like if you're watching YouTube videos, maybe sometimes you'll get a strong. You'll give like yeah, a strong reaction. Yeah, yeah. But not every time. If you're doing this like four times a day or something, you're bound to just sit there sometimes and just, just watch it. That's very strange. I would have thought if that was, if that was what you did, that was your channel. And you've got a lot of subscribers. I would have thought it's because of your personality as someone who has maybe big reactions or unique reactions to something. Yeah. Or you're funny or you're an idiot and you know it and yeah. you play up to that or something. <clears throat> but people just what actually just watch them like normal I, human I beings. Don't, like loafing on the sofa. The, the thing is people watch these videos. Like I don't I would I would see this video and go like that is just so boring. And just like complete uncreative bullshit. But like, accidentally some But they get tens of thousands of views on every single video. Like hundreds of thousands of subscribers and things like this. So it's not accidentally some kind of fetish. No, it's like a it's like a trend. It's like a it's like a trend of people doing this. It's like a genre it's a whole genre in of itself of video on YouTube. So no, they as singular pieces, they have no inherent value. I would say they are valu- more or less valueless. <laughs> but because they've become, it's like meme culture for yeah, yeah, exactly. for videos. So, so maybe maybe they had one video that like where they give this like really funny reaction to something or say something that's like really good, or they're interesting people in some ways. Yeah. But that had I I I don't get it, but. Maybe someone else, maybe other people do like those channels. I like boring stuff. Like, I like a 12 hour podcast. podcast. But this. Maybe we should watch one. Alright, okay. Because I still currently don't get it. I mean, I don't get it either. Um... Can we can react to a reaction video in audio. <laughs> get that going. That trail of mixed media. Um, Tease that was good this time, guys. I mean, okay. There's a lot of. uh, I suppose I should just choose something that's like um, very popular. This is the guacamole song. Wait, reaction on reaction time. I mean, I just type reaction into YouTube. So let's see what this is. This is a nice, good-looking blonde man. Possibly blonde. <laughs> okay, we're going to watch this. Guacamole song. Reaction. Nice. You're watching reaction time. Yeah, he's a Here watch the guacamole song. Guacamole. Depends how much we're going to cringe. I might, I might not watch the whole thing, but... Without further ado, At least he's edited it. Let's make it do what it do and eat some guacamole. Hey. So the guy's watching the video now. Yeah. And that's in the small screen in the corner. So are you actually watching that guy? Or are you watching the video? I mean... Um... Whose video is this? That's the question. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure I want to watch the rest of this. Four minutes. I mean, at least he... This has 165,000 views. 
Alright, we're gonna have to skip ahead because yeah, this is ridiculous. I mean I, I would hope that something it's else an, is it's about a not to very funny man watching a terrible video. Is she saying fuck the bunny? Okay, alright. Alright. He's not that good at reacting. Like he was do- he was doing a bit of acting. Yeah. Not very wasn't very good though. Wasn't very good. That's a constructive criticism. Wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's one of those things where I wonder, like, am I just an old man now? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm lost in so many, so many things now. Technologically, politically. No, but is that okay? Do you know what I mean? I'm behind the times. You're politically behind the times. I just think of my knowledge of... Um, I don't know. What, like... What? How are you... I don't understand. I don't understand that. I just don't think I'm... I'm uh, My knowledge of... Uh, of politics. Politics and... Well, just... Okay, so there's, there's, there's a lot of, like, gender politics stuff that's very... I don't want to say in vogue because that sounds like oh, it's, it is though. It's a fact. It's, it, it is it at the is. minute. It's a fashion, and I feel like I'm behind on it. Like I feel like I could accidentally say something quite bad out you... of ignorance. All right. yeah. I'm prone to that though, aren't I? No, no, no. <laughs> is that what you meant to say? <laughs> no, I'm about to say that you probably read too much of the comment section of the Guardian. Online. Yes, I do, and I read too much of the Guardian. Yeah, which. Which is not a reflection of my life, but it kind of presents opinions that you think, oh, should I have that opinion? Do you know what I mean? I really hate reading newspapers. What? Wait. Oh, you can also explain, sorry. Should I... You re- so, like, you, re- you read the opinion section in the mm-hmm. paper, and you're like... No, I read the articles. Yeah, but you're like, and so they're, they're so they're a, they're a left leaning liberal paper that's um, that I feel like I should have the opinions they have. Okay, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like I'm behind on a lot of the things that are going on in like uh, like sexual and gender politics. Uh, just to, like honestly. Terms that I don't understand. Yeah. And, um... Why are we talking about this? <laughs> well, you said you were politically behind the times, but I don't... Yeah, well, I think, you know, I don't understand why they have reaction videos like that. I don't think I... I don't know, I live this little, uh, this secluded, uh, privileged life. Yeah, but I don't... white middle-class man who's not really engaged with the internet... That well, yeah. Uh, so, I feel like the opinions I have now, I'm probably just gonna stay with them. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. Like you can, you can change, but can I be bothered? <laughs> yeah. I just can I put that effort change. in, or do I want to just go? I've done my best. Maybe I'm not going to be that great a person, but this is what I'm going to go with now. Yeah, but it's not like you're a massive sexist. Is it? Are you I a sexist? Is this like a, a reveal? <laughs> um, Are you worried that you'll be portrayed as a sexist? Yeah, I'm because... always... Uh, 
Um, I don't know. Because I don't think I have a life that's very... I don't, ha- I don't have a life that's filled with... Like a cosmopolitan... I don't, I don't feel like I know that. I don't know any trans people. Do yeah, you? But, yeah, but why should you? So that I can hold opinions properly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I feel like it's it's all very well go having an opinion based on what you think you should think. So you've you, got to live a life to. It's kind of like the paper is telling you what to think about an issue, but actually you don't. You you almost don't because they live in that fancy pants. Yeah, but you almost don't need that issue. Like if you're not coming. See, and that's how people develop conservative issues because they've they've, they've had uh, conservative opinions on something by just not having ever to confront it, don't but, they? Yeah, but you if become you... entrenched in something. You become entrenched in a in a time capsule of life. Yeah, from a time. But say you became friends with someone who was, or you say even colleagues, like work colleagues, mm-hmm. with someone who was transgender. Yeah. Like, how would you feel about that? Fine. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't see... My problem is I... I'm very curious and inquisitive. And I always want to learn about... So I have colleagues who are, like, Muslim and stuff. And I'm always fascinated by other people's... I'm fascinated by how other people live their lives. Yeah. So I'm always asking, like, oh, you know... How many times have you gone to mosque today or whatever? What's the answer to that? Uh, I suppose it, dep- it depends who it is, obviously. Well, but... they're at work all day, so not... not <laughs> Zero. Yet. They don't go to mosque before work. I mean, I think I've known them go to mosque during work sometimes. But are they... they... I mean, if it's... In, yeah. They pray, like, five times a day, don't they? They do it at work? Yeah, one of my colleagues has a mat. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think I knew one person who prayed... Why don't I think you even... Day. I don't think you have to... Well, it's all a personal spirituality, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't think you have to get a mat and lie down and face yeah. to yeah. Mecca. Um, so, yeah, that would that is my problem. I don't want to offend someone by being interested. Yeah. <laughs> because I know that a barrage of questions is probably as uncomfortable as saying nothing and... It depends who it is. So I, I've always had this about like people who are gay. I have yeah. so many questions I would like to ask someone who is gay, but I've never been quite close enough friends with someone who is gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just about to tell me someone who's come out as being gay? No, who I have close friends with. I just Alex Keane might be on the show later. Oh, okay. Well, um, I've never met Alex Keane. He's a he's a gay man. Okay. Um. So you could save them up. Oh, well, you could save, save, you up, could save yeah. them now. No, no, I, I can't really remember. I remember th- thinking it. <laughs> I did think when we, were, when we were talking about making this podcast, if we'd get to a bit where we have a horrible hand-wringing <laughs> uh, liberal guilty man thing where we go, oh, I don't think I'm a good enough person. Because that's all right. So the whole, yeah, it's always been like, like I know people who are gay, but they're not, they're not, like, close friends. Like, mm. if you were gay, I, I would ask you, like, whatever. Sure. But I would need, some, I need, I would need to know someone as close as we are mm. 
in order for me to for me to feel comfortable asking certain questions. Yeah. What's going on out there? I think it's the washing machine. Oh, the washing machine. And I, it would be the same with someone who is transgender. I mean, because they're very personal issues. Like, these, these kinds of things mm. that you have to be quite sensitive about. It's very personal issues. But, like, it's, it's, I mean, this isn't the same. But, like, when we tell people we live on a boat, you basically get, you get the standard questions. And almost Sally and I don't bring it up that often because you, you're, you're looking at a half-hour conversation all of a sudden. And something you've had a conversation yeah, we're having the same conversation over times. everybody's got the same questions but that's fine people have questions but obviously us, us living on a boat isn't very isn't like a personal thing no no so I can imagine like if you were say you were transgender it's, it is interesting like you can't you can't say it's not interesting like that is an interesting thing or I think it's a very interesting thing to us yeah. and so I would have a hundred questions about that, but they're all very personal. Yeah. Like me living on a boat, it's not like, it's like, well, where, where do you get your water? And it's like, well, it's not a very personal question. Yeah. But it's like, how, how does your body work? It's like, a very... Oh, no, 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 no. No. You no, know, no, no. Don't want to be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Boy. <laughs> So we got into it there a bit. Didn't yeah, because I'm just coming. I am. Um... <laughs> you can speak. I'm just going to make some lunch. Is that okay? Yeah. What it's you your house. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need permission. You know? No, no, no. I feel I'm date crashing. No, no. no, come in, have a chat. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Very kind. It's all right. <laughs> <clears throat> what are you making? No, we're going to have something soon, right? Probably. It's not a salad, but, but you can have a taste of sandwich, there's crisps and sandwiches. Yeah, we'll just make something. Do you want me to do a bigger salad so you can have some salad as well? Yeah. Vegetables would be nice. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You think we should venture to other parts of your house? Yeah, right. I mean, this is an issue of, like, when we walked around the garden, we were just going, there's this thing here, there's this thing there. Maybe the last little bit has been the most interesting part because we've, had, we've talked about abstract things in very abstract ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, about things we uh, don't know about. Some milk. Yeah. Yeah, we can do. Yeah. Okay. Fancy a walk to the shop? Yeah. Five minute walk. Is that the co-op around the corner? Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Can we go now? Yeah. What do we need? Milk. Okay. Uh, I really need to blow my nose. That's me. Very gross. Sam is... Known as a serial <laughs> I'm surprised actually we've gone this long and you've not flown your nose already. I think I've been sniffling. Have you? Oh no. Yeah. It's the only tree Yeah, I'm getting over a cold as well. Right. Do we need anything? Or... No, I've got some money. Okay. Let's take the bank when we get back. 
Hmm? Talk to dad about something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going out this way. Do you want anything else? Okay. okay, see you shortly. What noise are we? We'll go down the bottom and up the path. That's good scent. Getting sent on an errand. <laughs> get us out. Oh god. They don't get sent for pints of milk from their mum <laughs> in 12 hour day, do they? No. So they do talk to their mums quite a lot though. Yeah. Which I always think is quite a nice, um, nice touch. I did tweet at Connor uh, last Christmas. There was a really lovely episode that they recorded, not this Christmas, the Christmas before, and it featured a hell of a lot of uh, his talk mom. with his mom. Yeah. Who sounds like this lovely old Irish woman? We go. Oh, we're going this way. And. Um, she was just telling him like stories from when she grew up. Yeah. And uh, it was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful little exchange. Yeah, the pheasant. How's so I'm just rustling around a bit. Well, we, where are we going here? We've come down through the garden. Are we going to skip over a wall? Uh, yeah, we're just going to get. There's like a. Well, we're going to have to climb over. There is wow. a gate, but it's broken, I think. It's proper country life. So, just going to climb over the wall at the bottom of the garden. Look at this Japanese knotweed. Ah, classic garden. We tried to kill it. Oh, that is the famous one, isn't it? Yeah, it takes over. Is it the roots? <sighs> huh? Is it the roots that? Are yeah, the they they go underground and then pop up. That's why we've got we've got like a load of matting down yeah. to stop it happening. So okay. it was this whole area, but now it's just one plant. <laughs> Right, I'm just fighting through some bushes and stuff. Oh my god. Celandines? What's that? Celandines? That's what our boat's named after. Alright. Ah, here we go. Just jump over the wall. Oh, what? I have to jump off this. (laughs) We're just in a field now. Yeah, it is a footpath. Up next to the wall. Yeah, we're just in a field now. They have, they have bulls in here sometimes, young, young bulls. Not here today, thank not, God. Not today. <laughs> There's sheep in the field up there. Do you remember the last time we were muddy. in a, a field full of cows, Sam? <laughs> yeah. We were on the Christopher Hobson stag do in uh, Kendall. Near Kendall. Near Kendall, yeah. In the, in um, the Lake District. Just outside of Kendall. Outside of Kendall enough that the taxi driver got completely lost. Yeah. Um, and we'd, uh, we'd been out drinking in Kendall, didn't we? And uh, came back, maybe indulged in other substances. Not much. Not, no, much, not I don't much. think. Not much. I think we're mostly pissed. Mostly, mostly just very drunk. And decided... At some juncture. Well, we went, wanted to, Paul and I wanted to go for a walk. Which you is wanted to go for a Paul walk and you saw something that was an achievable goal, which was the... Walking up the hill. Walking up the hill, the very peak of the hill. 
and uh, it was pitch black at three, four in the morning. <laughs> we walked up. We got there. We did go through a whole. Uh, oh, very windy. We did go through a whole uh, field full of cows on the way there. Yeah. Didn't really see them. Didn't really hear them. Well, you could see them in the distance, but yeah. they were just at one end of the field. We were at the sort of walking through the middle. You know, cows at night just sort of hanging out. Not nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about at all. Only when we came back down, there was the terrifying rustle and then rumble of a stampeding <laughs> herd, herd of, of cows, cows, which felt like meters in front of us. Yeah. Well, they were so they were running across the. We were had walked straight up the hill and then we were coming straight back down, and sort of went through the middle of the field. The cows are at one end of the field when we went up, and then while we we're at the top, they got spooked probably by us. Yeah. And started running across the field, and then running back across the field. So I don't. I only vaguely remember this. Oh, I remember it. <laughs> I, I remember, just, I remember this being frozen with fear. But I don't remember. Like, did we wait till they went past and then run? No, they. Did we, we didn't run. run. We didn't run. God no. What? They, they, they. So they stampeded in front of us, literally, right in front of our nose, as it felt. <laughs> Probably about twenty meters. Yeah. But <laughs> once they'd gone to the far end of the field again, we kind of like, we did like a sort of ginger quick walk. <laughs> Quickly, quickly, come on, it, come on, come on. Yeah. It was Try really not to dark, them again. Though. That was the other thing. Yeah. So it's like you couldn't actually see them. You could be, like, blindly hit by yeah, it was stampeding uh, cows. A bit scary. <laughs> we brought that on ourselves. We did go over quite a lot of Yeah, we climbed wire. over, like, three or four fences. And lots of dry stone walling, which was clearly there to keep, <laughs> well, to keep the cows in, primarily. <laughs> but I imagine a secondary function of keeping drunk revellers out. Yeah. Um, but it did not work. And we nearly paid the ultimate I mean, cost. The... <laughs> the ultimate cost being, of course, a humiliating death. <laughs> not just death, a humiliating Stampede. death. <laughs> Stampeded <laughs> by cows. That would have been something else, wouldn't it? <laughs> and we'd have been put in a mass grave. These twats <laughs> died. Died as they lived. Twats. <laughs> Drunken twats. Yeah, well. Huh. What's a stag do without a, a near scrape with death? That's true. The only stag I've ever been on, still. Uh, yeah. Still waiting for my bendy cream bite. I will find out. I'm sure. I'm sure that will happen soon. I think I'm definitely on B or C list of that one. No, maybe C or D list. I, I think I've got a pretty good chance, you know. Sai and I have been discussing the Langley wedding as well. Heather's wedding. I think we're pretty, pretty low down on the list on that one. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm on it. I think I'm... Have you got an invite? I've got, I've got to save the date. Ah, okay. See, I don't think we got one, so... Oh. So sorry. That's no, fine. There's always you've got to you've got to draw a line somewhere. That's fair enough. Like the Sam Bradley. Yeah. Line. I mean, I've met Glenn like three times or something. I'll probably have one conversation with him. Uh, so we're on the way to what is it? A spa? A co-op? No, Walldale Co-op. Walldale Co-op. Oh shit! I should have brought that letter. 
Oh, is it an actual co-op, yeah, not yeah. the co-op? No, no. It's a Wooldale cooperative since 1886. It's kind of a big deal. Right, this is our first interaction with people on mic. So, <coughs> oh, I don't remember the number. Right. Green milk? Yeah, we'll just get two points. Green milk, blue milk, red milk, purple milk there is now. What's purple milk? 1%. Weird. I know. That does resolve it, Sam. I'm not walking backwards. Huh? You're not walking backwards? In the middle of the street? In the village? Getting some pristine audio now. They've got a duck house. On the village green. They're reading the sign on the wall there, aren't they? Well, you'd think they'd go for a sheep. Rather than a wolf. Rather than a wolf. Yeah. And some corn I and mean, a tree. I mean, I get sweet corn as well. I would have gone for apples, apples. tree, and a flat cap. sheep. No. Flat cap, yeah. <laughs> Probably a flat cap. A tin bath. <laughs> Lump of coal and a tin bath. Apologies to uh, Yorkshire people out there everywhere, <laughs> including. Ourselves <laughs> for giving a reductive version of life in Yorkshire. I mean, I always think of West Yorkshire. I don't think any Yorkshire person is going to be offended by something. <laughs> no, they love that, don't they? Exactly. Don't we? <laughs> don't we? They. I mean, um, I've always thought of uh, West Yorkshire as being. The ultimate Yorkshire. The most Yorkshire of the, the most Yorkshire of, of all the Yorkshires. Yeah. Because it's got all the sheep and the... Flat cabs. The looms, the mills. It's the, you know, cradle of the Industrial Revolution here. Is it? And sort of. Sort of. I thought it was Manchester. Yeah, but... But the beginnings of it. This is, this is, this is an integral part of that. Yeah. 
the mills here. Proper Yorkshire. I mean, the village down there is called New Mill. <laughs> the New Mill was probably like 200 years ago or something. That's classic Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> Call something new that's only 200. Years. I mean, this village is called Wolvedale. Like, it's where the sheep are. The dale, with, <laughs> you know, the sheep where we get the wool. The Wooldale. The Wooldale. You know, Wooldale. Yeah. This is, a, this is a nice run to the co-op, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Compared to what you get most places. Yeah. These are normally, well, up there they have blackberry and raspberry brushes. So if you come in the September, October time, you just fill your boots with blackberries. I feel like we've had quite a lot of um, sort of agricultural imagery. Yeah. I mean, in this yeah. in this opening. We were, we were once again in, in the field that sometimes houses bulls. <laughs> houses? How can you house something in a field? Ridiculous. The, um, <clears throat> it's funny, though, because I always think of myself... Like, Sally kind of grew up in a much more rural area. Oh. Oh. Um, alarm. That's your alarm? Yeah. That's, <laughs> no, that's alarm. your alarm. That's me. But of you doing it. Weird. Still Sorry. Weird. So Sally grew up in quite a rural area, and her dad has a proper rural job. Yeah. Um, as a groundskeeper. But, but, and I always think of myself as a city person, like I grew city up. City boy. City. I've always lived in cities. And yet, sure. like, here we are, and like, my parents kind of live in this really rural place now. But I don't really associate with that. No. Um, but that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. You know, are we gonna? What, are we gonna? Um, we're gonna see a, a big change when we go into the heaving metropolis <laughs> of Sheffield. Of Sheffield. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have to swing by, swing by, the house that I grew up in. Yeah, we can in do the that. words of the killers. <laughs> oh boy! Too much mud and wind. Yeah. In the countryside. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have wind in the city as well. That doesn't change. At least it's not raining. Hey? At least it's not raining. Hey. That, I mean, <laughs> along with the, the extended part about tea making, I think the repeated <laughs> refrain of, hey, at least it's not raining, is making, is making it increasingly more English. All right, now we have so to, we need to get back, back over, over this wall again. Which is much harder. It's Go much over. harder. Is there any footholds? If we, yeah, the gate is permanently oh, shut. I've not got a head for heights. <laughs> a meter and a half. Uh, how do you how do you normally get over it? Just put your foot on a rock. Where? I don't know, like anywhere. Anywhere. It's a dry stone wall, but not exactly yeah, difficult not. to climb over. I don't wanna, I don't want to sustain an injury. See? Oh, I'm over the wall. Yeah, I know. I know that's all right. You're saying it for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were purposefully doing it to. Oh, there we go. Alright. Right. right, I'm over the wall. It's the lid to a perfume there. There really is like an, down here. an Enid Blyton audiobook, isn't it? <laughs> Lots of adventure. Adventure. Milk. Wool day or co op. Rural talk.
in the garden. I always feel much more like secure in the garden. I don't know, it's like even though it's almost as wild as the the bull field. It's not the same. But uh, because I can do what I want. This will be yours one day. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. Well, not really. No. (laughs) Why not? Because that would have that would mean my parents have died. Yeah, one day. Yeah, I guess one day. One day. Half. Share it with your brother. Yeah. 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 <coughs> Sorry for bringing that. I'd <laughs> rather. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I was a little bit concerned when we were talking about recording this podcast. <laughs> there might be a bit of walking going on. There might be a bit, a bit too much... Yeah, sort of heavy breathing, uh, walking and talking. This low altitude walking. Come on, Chris. Hey, I've, I wasn't <laughs> up there for that long. I was only there a week. Right. Well, another. That's another part completed. Milk. Yeah. Now I've got lunch. Boy, oh boy. God. It gets exciting, excitinger, and excitinger. Makes no sense. <clears throat> what I quite like about it is you can't go, should we just stop for dinner whilst we're... Should we just stop recording yeah. whilst... Um, but it's just not an option. Oh. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh, back home. Oh, it's for Sally, probably. Probably for Sally. Huh? What? 24 hours done. No, it's only 12. Only 12. Half a day, really. We're only about two hours in. I don't know where Sam's gone. Uh, there's a package. Is that a package? Oh, you got a package. There is a package. Where's this package from? It was on the table. It was a t- oh, it's on the table. Yeah. Oh, yay. Oh, it doesn't have a name on it. No, this is for Sally. There is an EU referendum passport. Sally's ordered a rain jacket. That looks pretty good. That's um, nice, isn't it? There's an EU referendum thing. It says it's issued Should we by just stand outside? HM government. Why are we standing outside? Just because of the radioism. We can turn down the radio. Oh, okay. Well, that's that'd be nice to outside. What, you doing? Gonna, what are you doing, Sam? I'm going to try on Sally's rain jacket. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Milk run, rain jackets. And this EU referendum. Oh, there's an EU referendum thing. Yeah, current events. So, yeah, this is a timestamp for everybody. There's an EU referendum on Thursday the 23rd of June. And we've had a pamphlet here issued by the government. The actual Her, HM Maj- government, Her Majesty's, Her Majesty's government. government. Yeah. And it says, why the government believes that voting to remain in the European Union is the best decision for the UK. It's very, like, I didn't know that nice they design. Had, I quite like this. I didn't know they had decided that they were in favour. 
they're very divided, aren't they? Um, but it's the government. Well, the government. I mean, is the, the Tory. Tories. The Tory party is divided, but the government is, I guess, in favour. Since they issued this, they're in favour, but they're this the ones who decided. It's a very like decided... neutral thing, isn't it? It's a big leaflet. It's a right. big leaflet. It's multiple pages. I mean, I agree. I mean, I strongly agree as well. The, the basic premise. <laughs> I don't need to read it. No. Do you know what I mean? It's an interesting object, though. If the UK voted to leave the EU, the resulting economic shock would risk higher prices of some household goods. Three million UK jobs are linked to exports in the UK. My job in was linked EU. in the EU. My job was linked to European funding, so... There you go. Yep. Um, you know the pizza that we went to last year? You know Rosalie? Yeah. Uh, Rosalie Schweiker? don't know how you say her second name. She's produced like a whole bunch of leaflets and posters. Oh, uh, there was those? the... Yeah, keep, keep the British pensioners in Spain. Yeah, keep yeah, British amazing. pensioners in Spain. I didn't realise that was her. Britain is not an island. Yeah. Lots of like slogans and stuff. We'll put it on the show notes, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll be able to find them. They're really... Uh, when is, when's the referendum? Oh, it's, oh, it's in, the 23rd it's of June. when Glastonbury's on. Oh, do you think that will affect the turnout? Well, we, we have to reg- <laughs> we'll have to register for a postal vote. Um, well, we are registering for a postal vote. That's what the letter is that I have to put. I have to post the letter la- oh, later to just... register to vote. Okay. Because I live on a boat, which means that I have to register, re-register every year, which is a bit of a pain. How do I look? Um, so, all right, fine. The latest it fits you, which is, is that weird? No, no you, I don't you're know the same, You're it. exactly the same size as your girlfriend? We're pretty much, pre- she wears all my jackets. So. Does she? Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice sexy pose. This, it's not in the bathroom, but it is sexy. <laughs> so. Yeah, we've got plenty of photos there, we don't. I need to take one to send to Zoe. Oh, do you want me to take it? No, I'll just selfie. Selfie? Selfie on WhatsApp uh, today. So a selfie is... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I take that many selfies. Well, me neither. Do you take any? Very occasionally. For the purposes of... Maybe you will have to take it. Yeah, come on. Oh, it's, just... oh, it's got a lovely interface. Work it. Hang on. got the whole jacket in. Oh, yeah. Posing for a photo. Who can be most upset about this? Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Little cheeky hand in pocket pose that you did there. It was really good. Yeah, well, I hope that all the bathers out there have got to... What hour do you think we're on now? Well, this is, why, <laughs> this is why I wanted to start it. It's close to 12 o'clock because you just read the time and that's basically... We started about 12 o'clock. Yeah, we? it was like 10 to 12, yeah. Um, I hope all of them, all of you have got to this far. Uh, we'll be voting to remain in the EU. I think that's the official stance of our, our podcast. That is the official stance I mean, of our we podcast. do have a very... Ins- I mean, I did the whole thing on the cheers bit and that was, you know, a lot of people... A very um, a lot of, cosmopolitan, multicultural. Yeah, very... A lot of people from the EU took part in that thing, so... I don't I think, think it's, it's any to, secret. I think that it's we're, fair to say like, that a lot of people we know, people who actually listen to the podcast, yeah, like close friends of ours as well, live in other countries as a result of policies that yeah. are part of us being 
in the EU. Yeah, of course. Brad Francisco. I mean, yeah, exactly. Point. Like, he wouldn't be able to do what he's doing. Well, yeah. maybe, but it would be a it massive be much pain in the ass. Uh, I mean, the amount of bureaucracy he had to go through anyway to exist in Sweden. Yeah. And then to add citizenship on top of that. Mm. It's just a nightmare. I know Ben Eve of uh, Easy English. He lives in Poland currently. I mean, those are people. Like, Rosalie lives in London, and she's from Germany, I think. Right? Also been at Kane. Kane's Swedish. Well, he's a Swedish citizen. So we personally know people who benefit from this. Yeah. Who else has been on? So, don't fuck them about. <laughs> Please don't deport our friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically our entire argument. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we covered that. <laughs> Yeah. We've taken an official stance to stay in the EU. Yeah. Unofficial, not official. No, uh, an official, official, official stance. Say. Official bathroom policy. Yeah. <laughs> the argument being entirely, please don't deport our friends. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Which is a pretty reasonable argument. I think, I think. it's pretty spot on. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's make some food. Oh, my. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. mm-hmm. some bacon. 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 Don't feel like hummus. Oh, don't feel yeah. like hummus. I love hummus. Yay! <laughs> I love hummus too. We have two slices of bacon. Oh, it's like all that's left. What's that? There's some salmon. I don't know. I'll just fry this bacon. Okay, it's fine. There's salsa cheeses. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Christmas salad. Oh, great. Thanks. So, I've got yourself. I don't think either is doing any talking in a minute. No, that's fine. Mum's talking. <laughs> this I is think, m- mum's starring um, role. I mean, getting us food. I don't know how you feel about your mum, uh, <laughs> Sam. I'm sure you love her. But I always find mums can be relied upon for really filling in space. <laughs> With, I don't want to say wittering, uh, but definitely. Words. Witty comments. Witty, witter, witty comments. Witty, not yeah. wittering. Not wittering, no. I mean, I've only got my mum to base this theory on. You're economical with words, are you, Chris? Me? <laughs> no. I don't think of wittering as being uneconomical with words. Yeah, no, that's true. So you, you can't which, which I mean, category do you I'm yourself? definitely a witterer, if that's, <laughs> if that's what you're asking. <laughs> if that's the I've been found out, yeah. <laughs> A, wit- a witty or a witterer? Maybe. <coughs> How's your day going, Mum? Day's going fine. I've got all your worldly goods in one room. Okay. For sorting. Oh, okay. Oh, classic coming home, isn't it? <laughs> what are you going to yeah. do about this? What are you going to do about that? It's a that? classic mother comment, yeah. is it not? Yeah. So you're going to have a pile for charity. Okay. A pile for eBay. eBay? Okay, yeah. If you want so, to sell well, it. Well, so I can deal with that, yeah. 
a pile for throwing away. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 hang on. A pile for recycling. Okay. And then a teeny tiny pile that's chuckable. Okay. That doesn't fit into any of those three categories. Okay. It'll probably just be sheets that go in there. Well, you can recycle sheets, can't you? Yeah, you can recycle. You can recycle. You can't get them to charity. No, but. You can go in the textile bank for recycling. Yeah, I think Sally wants to get new sheets. We want to get new throws as well, so they'll have to Because what you don't want to do is transport stuff down yeah. that you have to sell. I don't want to take, I want to take hardly anything down, to be honest. Well, when you see the pile, that will be a challenge. It's not really... I mean, most of it is sheets and duvets and stuff. Okay. Like, that's most of the, like, volume. Yeah, yeah. And then basically all the clothes that I'm definitely keeping are already... I mean, we, brought, we dropped them off. Left them at the boat, so. Okay. But it's, a, you know, it's an ideal opportunity. Yeah, definitely. It's an ideal opportunity to have a big store. We have too much stuff, a doesn't we? clean. Yeah. Everybody has too much stuff. Yeah. You're not on your own, right? We had too much stuff in the chalet, so. so. I've wanted to get rid of some stuff for a while, actually. Yeah, it's a good opportunity. It's the ideal time to do it. They didn't ask for the dividend number. They always ask for Oh, that. if it's under a pound. Oh, okay. And look back, because, yeah. I, I didn't know that until one day I said, Do you want my dividend number? She said, Oh, no, not if it's under a pound. Okay. <laughs> it's not worth it. But that doesn't happen. Do you get, do you get, do you oh, get dividends? I've not actually seen any, anything, you know, we give our number, but I've never actually seen anything productive happen as a result. You don't get, like, some money back or yeah, money off. Do you not accrue like points? Yeah, I think, I think so, but we've never actually, we've never said, well done, you've, <laughs> you've achieved a. Do you have a card or is you, you just yeah. give them a it's number? A number. It's a number. Maybe it's some kind of like gift aid thing or something, like there's some kind of tax thing yeah, that helps them all. Well, you have a, you have an estate in it, right? Yeah, yeah. it is a cooperative. It's not yeah, it's like, a genuine cooperative. It is like the co op, but. It's only, your number only applies there and you down the hill. Okay. And there are three. Yeah. So I don't quite know how that reconciles with the co-op generally. But, um... Don't all the people who work at the co-op as in the big brand, they all have a, a stake yeah, in it? Do. Like Waitrose. Yeah, Waitrose they do. Yeah. All the John people Paul who work John there. Lewis. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be a good place to work for. So I don't know that much about it, but yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? What's that? Sorry, just playing with it. I don't know what number of your nose blowing. Two. Oh, two. Well, two or, I think two, two big ones. <laughs> oh no, I just tweeted something and forgot the hashtag. Oh no. Uh, uh, yeah, one of Sally's friends. Uh, I dare say she's one of my friends too. But uh, Beth, she used to design homeware for. She's just changed jobs the other day. All right. And she was designing homeware for Marks and Spencers. 
like literally designing the products that go on the shelves. Yeah. Um, and she was getting paid so little. It's crazy. But she's just uh, moved to John Lewis now. She got a job with John Lewis. But <laughs> apparently... Why she paid so little? Right. Because she'd been there a while and they just never... They basically said they couldn't pay her more, I think. Not to get into other people's business too much, but... Um, and then what happened, she, um, she was printing a portfolio to give to John Lewis, like, um, for the interview or something. And was printing it at work at her office at Marks and & Spencer's. And, like, it said, like, uh, for John Lewis something, something, something. And the printer jammed. And so she just, she, like, cancelled the print, left it, and, like, had to get it printed somewhere else. But then when they unjammed the printer, it printed anyway. <gasps> so, like, her portfolio for her applying, that she'd not told anyone about, applying for the new job, like, printed off. And they were like, uh, what's this? And so she had to have this, like, really awkward conversation. But then, then they basically said, she's like, well, it's too, like, I'm leaving because I don't like it here. And then they were like, oh, well, we'll double your pay. And she was like... She was just basically like, no, like, if you could double my pay, you should have done it, like, ages ago. Like, that's why I'm leaving. Both because they, she, she, was clear, she was clearly being taken advantage of by yeah, them. and she's obviously good as well. Yeah, I mean, so she I must be. Yeah, yeah. So now she's going to John Lewis, and, like, I think she's much more happy about that. Because you get, like, profit share, you get some shares well, or something. It's a much... opportunity. Yeah, yeah. John Lewis was well, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what the technicalities of that is, but it's more for her like working environment. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. But it's so, it's it, it's one of those things that I find so outrageous that like people just will pay crea- creative and talented people just like nothing until like, yeah, because you'll you'll just lose them like. Yeah, you get away with it so long. Yeah. I think so, but it's I such mean, a like it's such a terrible way to like yeah, accidentally announce it to that people. That is one of my that's like a complete primal fear that something I'm printing off at work that is not yeah. work yeah. related will get picked up by someone else. Yeah. Did I tell you once like um, so? Occasionally, I do make notes about things for the podcast at work. Like if okay, I have yeah, ideas yeah. in the middle of yeah. the day, and I write them down on a notepad, and we ha- and I did that. Uh, I came up with that stand-up comedy thing about the idiom comic, oh, Gary right. Arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> and um, someone was working in my office, and, and I must have just written it on a notepad that I didn't use anymore, but I'd just left around the office. And she, just, she, just, no, she just picked it up and went, what's this say? Gary Arsehole. And I was like, <laughs> completely flushed red. I went, oh, and it's just a stupid thing I wrote down. It's stupid to look. Just stupid thing, just stupid thing. It's not related to anything. It's just one of my alter egos, don't worry. Luckily, it didn't detail much more than that. It was just a... I hate that, though. Yeah, people finding your personal things. Yeah. Not for you. That's mine. Prince is jamming as well. That's a constant problem in the NHS. So it's a it's a real thing that could happen. Uh, so what are we doing right now? I'm frying some bacon. I don't I even know. Ready. I don't even know what for. I don't know. We've got like well, we've got like some salad, some hummus, some bread. There's like three rations of bacon, so I thought well, we'll have those. We could cut them up, put them in the salad. 
Mmm, sure. And then we can just have like salad. We can cut up some cheese, put that in the salad. I just mix it all eat enough. Mix it all in the salad, maybe. Yeah, okay. It's not really it's only enough for one sandwich really. Yeah, it's a really awkward amount of rashes that. Yeah, three rashes. Do we ever do any they don't do any cooking in in the real twelve hours? No, because they live in New York. Nobody yeah, I know. In New York. <laughs> it's a ridiculous idea. That's the only thing a lot of noise from the back. And also it's a bit, it makes a bit of a racket, I guess. What's that? I'm always amazed. I don't know if this is like just a way um a general American thing or it's, if it's just like things that a thing that I notice, but like they never cook. They hardly ever cook in America. They're always eating out. Mm, in big cities. Well, like in, yeah, like in Seinfeld. I mean, obviously Seinfeld's a bad example, but that, you know, all of the meals are well, eaten out. We obviously have mediated versions of New York. I know, but is that, is that the reality? Live. Does nobody just like... Just... But certainly in, in what you'd assume is a fairly real reality of JD and Connor's life. They seem to always eat out. Yeah. And I mean, in London, I never eat out. That maybe get a sandwich though. for lunch. Yeah, maybe that is just me. But also, New York is good for food. Yeah. And it's, you can get Maybe it's good, cheap, cheap as well. Like, you, can't get, you can't get good, cheap food in no. London. No. It, so, just, it has to be a treat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, certainly, I think you're right there. Are we popping it in here, then? Mm-hmm. May as well take that couscous in the middle. I'm just going to tip everything in the salad, that's sort of... What, even the hummus? No, not the hummus. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Some cheese. Is that enough food? I am quite hungry. Me too. And when are we going to eat again? Uh, where are we going to eat? I mean, yeah. That's the other thing. Having discussed about eating out, we could eat out somewhere. Yeah, like a restaurant. Yeah, Mamas and Leonis. We could go to a classic haunt. Mm. Not happy? Not good? I mean, we could do. Maybe I'll film more into it later. What's, what's your reservations? They just think it might be really loud. Yeah, it might be. Mamas and Leonis is a local... Italian restaurant. Next door to the Brown Bear. Next door to the Brown Bear. It's in, it's in a... It's very close to the Winter Gardens and Tudor Square and the Crucible, if you know... If you know Sheffield as a tourist, perhaps. I'm not sure how many people would. <laughs> does, does anybody know Sheffield as a tourist? Well, the snooker tourists, maybe. Snooker tourists. Yeah, maybe people who come across this via Empty Pockets. They're like, that Chris guy, I wonder what else he's doing. No, that's not really going to happen. Do you think? If you have come you across think... this podcast and listened to it this far... And you found out about this from my work with the Empty Pocket Snooker Collective, which is a snooker series that me, Daniel Gunson, Jenny Gaskell and Ismar Badzik are creating around the World Snooker Championships in Sheffield, then uh, tweet at us, hashtag... Something like, my pockets are full. Or <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, my, my pockets are full. Hashtag 12 hours. 12 bath. hour bath. Yeah. 
God, we really need to get our sweets on brand. I keep tossing the salad for no reason. Um, it's a bit of a random meal, this. I'm, it's so hard to, like, do this many things at once. I mean, what? much as we're not really doing one, one of the things we're just sort of talking, but... What a bread. I got that Nick Drake song in my head now, but I don't know what it is. I've just got one portion of the melody caught in my head. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Boy. Still going? Mike in? I think so. Oh, come on. Why is this on my neck? Alright. Hello. Yeah. Still good. Still good. Alright. This looks this looks healthy. It's alright, yeah. Just don't know if it's enough. It might not be enough. Let's see if there's more some more leaves. There's some monge too. Yeah, sure. Classic sun cooking. Just chuck it in. Chuck it, cook in. in. Just chuck it in. Just chop it like once. It's fine. Considering I was a professional cook for the, the whole winter. That was the funny thing as soon as we finished. As soon as we finished, like, Hamish, Olivia and Sally, they kept, they were still cooking things. Like, Sally made this, like, Nutella cheesecake and Olivia made this big pie and Hamish was making, like, really nice food and I cooked nothing. I cooked like eggs and bacon, and that's it. Yeah. Just because I was so bored. Of, just so bored of cooking. Yeah, so bored of cooking. So the whole winter cooking. I think maybe we're both people who. But I like I like would eating. Benefit from living in a place like New York. I don't I don't get anything out of cooking. But I like eating fresh food, like homemade food. Do mm. you know what I mean? I do. Like I would rather eat. I will cook stuff, but it's like. I want to make it nice and fast. Mm. But I would rather have something, rather than, like, obviously you can microwave a meal and that would be fast. But I would rather make it myself. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like, I make mashed potatoes in like 10 minutes or something. But I'll make it myself. But Hamish would spend three hours making yeah. dinner. We had a meal that Hamish made while we were on holiday, which was. Thai. It was Thai, thai uh, Scotch eggs. Thai Scotch eggs, yeah. Which is a very technically difficult thing to do. Very impressive and really good. But it took them pretty much all day. It was they were there all day. Yeah. But they enjoyed that, so yeah, sure. not complaining about it. Doesn't do it for me. I get locked into like one meal. So like I might have um like uh like Tesco tortellini with a basic tomato sauce every day oh no it's bad isn't it is that bad I like regularity I don't know if it's bad it's boring I mean I wouldn't do that I feel like it might be a fundamental personality difference kind yeah. of thing 
Like I would start to not feel weird, but I don't know. I'd feel uncomfortable eating the same thing like every day, even two days in a row. Mm-hmm. Man cannot live off tortellini alone. People are different, though. So, it's, the great Paul Sobek once taught me. People are different. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. You know what that's referencing? <clears throat> when we went um, swimming, skinny dipping, um, Hampstead. in Hampstead, uh-huh. after the pizza mm-hmm. with Mario, and um, you got really, really cold because we were swimming at, at night time. In the nude. In the nude. He <laughs> yeah. started going purple and shaking. Yep. That happened. And I, in my sometimes belligerent mode, went, why is he, why is he, to Paul, why is he, it's not even that cold. I don't even know why he's, I don't even know why he's doing it. And he was shaking and purple. I don't even know why he's doing it. And Paul was like, Chris, people are different. You don't feel it. He does feel it. People are different. Fundamental life uh, lesson taught to me by Paul. The problem is, it's not like I'm wimping out. Like, in that situation, I really wanted to stay in the water. But your body physically shuts down, doesn't it? My body was like, nope, it's cold, it's cold. And then my hands go numb and start shaking. It's like, my my brain's just like, this is fun swimming with my friends in the water. This is great. And then my body's like, we're dying. We're dying, Sam. <laughs> Sam, we're dying. You have to get out. We're really going to have and to. And I'm put... like, I don't want to play with my friends. And it's like, no. <laughs> no, we're going to have to put stop to this. Sorry. Calling time on the whole thing. Get out. Come on. <laughs> it was so annoying. Cold, wa- cold water always does that to me. Like, mm. swimming in the sea and stuff. I'll get out and I'll just, like, shake for, mm. like... A good 10-15 minutes and it's just like I'm like I'm fine like I feel fine this is just what it I always do just what happens to you yeah like I wish I could just stay in the water be like it would be like a nice fairy seal like Chris <laughs> mm. well you know we've discussed it before <laughs> I'm fat and I'm hairy I absorb an awful lot an awful lot. Very absorbent. Mm, very absorbent. Come out. Come out like two stone heavier. Just from the water weight. <laughs> oh, carried a lot of water weight. <clears throat> no, that's the beer belly. Mm. This is quite good actually. For what is basically just a my dad used to call it a bitza. Bitza? Yeah, I think it was like B-I-T-S-A. Oh, bits of this, bits of that. Bits of this, right, bits of okay. that, yeah. No, not really sticking to any kind of recipe or goal. Broadly speaking, a salad. But I always think it's good to just use stuff that's like, almost, you know, packets that are open that are like most of the way there. Yeah. 
Very good approach to life, Tom. Like three rushes of bacon. Awkward amount of bacon. So if you make something like this, you just tip it all in. Like the couscous, there's like... Yeah, there's a bit of couscous in here. There's bacon, there's cheese. Munch 2 got thrown in. I'm not sure about that addition. I think it just needed a bit more. More green. Oh. You don't like Munch 2? Very loud I'd... on the mic. Are they? <laughs> Probably. Let's have a go. I can roll Munch 2. I felt horrible doing that. <laughs> <laughs> people get really funny about people eating on mic. Sounds of like people eating. Well, sorry, we're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the life we're living right yeah. now. Yeah, it'd be awful. This much too is loud. Really <laughs> loud. Okay, that might have been a mistake, but... <laughs> I like that idea, though. That, I mean, it's um, delicious, but it is loud. That your food choices would be... <laughs> the quietest food possible. Yeah, yeah. Completely determined by the amount... How... How easily you can get them in your mouth without too much faff and noise. <laughs> can you imagine? Like something one? very soft, but also kind of thin, so it doesn't. So you're not doing a lot of. Maybe just whole pieces of pasta, you just swallow it whole. No chewing. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine someone who's got one of like people crunching, her mum up going, like, I want this some crisps. Would you like some crisps? And they're like, no. No, 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 no. no and then no, I was like, crisps. oh, I'll just get some lunch too. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's also celery, celery in there as well. <laughs> nice bit of loud celery. Mmm. <laughs> I should really like just be eating so. like doughy, doughy breads, potatoes. Dough. Cake. Cake will be fine. I think we can deal with that, yeah. Mmm. <laughs> lovely. How's lunch? Good, that's good. Maybe we should take in turns who eats. Who eats. <laughs> We're still hungry though. Yeah, I know. It's quite difficult to... Talk and eat when you're hungry. Yeah, maintain. Like a, an overriding actual need to not yeah. be hungry anymore. <laughs> Which is far more important. Oh, that's not good. on bowl sound. I don't think, as a general rule, we should be exploring the very worst sounds that we could make. <laughs> oh no! I'll do that again. That was horrible. <laughs> mm. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Alright, let's finish this. I think it's been plenty. I mean, I've you've not had any bread. I'll have some bread in a minute. You've left your celery. I don't like celery. You don't like celery? No. No. Why'd you put it in the salad? Sorry? Because my mum put it in the salad. Oh, it's fine. You can, you That's can have, You can have it, Chris. I mean, I don't, just want, I don't want just your celery. Why not? I like it with other stuff. There's a robin. 
celery for me is something that needs to be with, with stuff. Do you know what I mean? Sorry? Celery for me is something that needs to be with other stuff. Yeah. Like tomatoes, actually. Mm, yeah. I'm not a big fan of tomatoes. I don't like eating tomatoes on their own. No. Ludicrous. <laughs> Ludicrous. <laughs> People are different, sorry. <laughs> Okay, so we've missed the 25 plus 2. We could get the 25 plus 3. What time is it? 20, well, it's 25 plus 2. It's about... How long does it take to walk, Mum? Well, I can give you a lift. You get to Okay. Yeah, we'd like a lift. That'd be good. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. What time do we have to leave? Three. Um, by 10 past the latest. Okay. 10 past 3. Yeah? Yeah, on. That sounds good. What time are we on? 25 past 2. Oh, we got loads of time. Should probably see if... Try and keep a track, though. <coughs> hmm? Try and keep a track, though. It's hard to keep a track of the time. Yeah. Um, oh, it's still going to take us an hour. It's the train, isn't it? Yeah. I'll keep making that noise. Lots of opportunities. Well, whilst we're on the train... We can just talk, because we won't be doing anything. Our train is so loud, though. It is very loud. This is one of the things I'm most worried about. So I think that is the loudest train. They have got some newer trains, <laughs> which are a lot less noisy. Which one I was on the train on the way here, and um, there are like different parts and bits that are actually more that are louder than others as well. Down by where the bike rack is. Okay. Lots of squeaking. Exactly. I just noticed that I have, like, if I'm listening to something, I have my head th- headphones up turned up really loud on that train. Mm. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it's only two trains then. Like, I'm pretty sure it's just two trains that go back, back and forth oh, on that yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some new trains. Well, the last time I was on it, it was like a brand new train. You know, new upholstered seating and... Was it quiet? <laughs> That's the bit I don't... Because mm-hmm. you don't really notice. Because that would bring in an element of chance and risk and peril. <laughs> to what kind of train are we going to get? Was it a bit rickety, the train you were on? Mm. Yes, the, oh, right. cla- well, the classic Northern. But it could be the look of the draw, because they maybe swap things around yeah. all the time. You know, it's not just that line, is there? Yeah. You could just put the uh, tech talk here. You could just put the levels down on the mic yeah. and keep them really close to our mouths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, see if that works. Quiet. Well, a carriage where there aren't many people. What? You've got some couscous in your head. All right. <laughs> Whereabouts? Yeah. Mm, that was really tasty. Oh, yeah, really good. Good. Do you have any fruit juice? Uh, I don't know. Mum? Do we have any, like, fruit juice? Um, not fruit. 
It might be like squash in the pantry. Don't you just love an exploding handkerchief in the washing? Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Sorted. Oh, thank you very much. I can have it in a wine glass. <laughs> very fancy. There you go. Thank you very much. You just have to replenish it a bit. I think this is a childhood regression, isn't it? It's not having your mum get your Ribena. Yeah. My, your friend's mum get your Ribena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that probably goes back a bit. <laughs> I must have done that before. Can I have you some Ribena, please? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? What are we doing next? I don't know. I'm, uh, uh, should probably go and talk to Dad, maybe. Check on, we'll check on the tortoises in the meantime. Yeah. I don't know if they've eaten enough, to be honest. Tortoises are having a sleep. Oh no. Hello. Hey, Torty. Hmm. I could do with a sleep. I've just not been talking. <laughs> I think someone left a, a tissue in their pocket in the yeah in the wash that the mums have done. It's um nightmare. Yeah, it's the one of the worst things that could happen. <laughs> I'm really putting off peeing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> today. It was very warm in there. Yeah. Right. I'll put the level down. The level down? I'm just going to go to the toilet. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nobody wants to hear us. Pop outside again. See what I can see. Sam's gone to the loo. It is lovely out here. There's robins bobbing about. Bird feeder needs filling up a bit. Like it is a really big, big garden. I cannot tell you enough. And there's all sorts of abandoned like millstones and just odd statues. 
and things that look like they used to hold fountains. Scared some pigeons there. Mm. So I think we're going to set off soon back to Sheffield. We should probably start making tracks. Start making um, contact with people. So this is also, this is just me talking now. I don't think Sam will be talking, because he's just gone to the loo. It's always going to happen at some point. It's a big issue in the 12-hour day podcast style, is um, working around all your, your, your basic functions. Eating. And being the okay. most... Test, 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 Noisy. <coughs> and disgusting of them. Oh, oh yeah. Can't have taken yeah. that long. Okay. Always back. Alright. Alright. <laughs> we what you did? I was just filling some time walking <laughs> outside. Should we go and find you that? Yeah. Do you want to see his studio? Hmm? I should probably take shoes off, actually. Oh, it's a shoe roll. Yeah, once you get on the carpet. That's how you keep your. So we have we have wood floors downstairs and carpets upstairs. So. Are we going upstairs? Yeah, I mean, I imagine he's up there. He's okay. set up a studio. When you say studio, and it's like a, a studio in the office. To do what? Because he does all those online training things. Oh, oh, oh! Wow. We've come to visit well, you're in your studio. It's a bit of a tip at the moment. You have a green screen? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I've got a green screen, but I've also got stuff I've put up just in case. That's what I think. Depending on what it's called paint. It's, not very it's green, green paint. It's less of a green screen, more of a green, green painted wall. Green wall. I've only got a little bit here. Yeah, what's this bit for? Movable green screen. No, that's for pre-run markers. That sounds too technical. Yeah, production talk. So what are you making? No, that's for running. Sorry? What am I making currently? Yeah. Currently I've done a week's worth of tweets for four companies. Uh, what else for them? For four companies. What about? Whatever the tweet plan tells me about. Oh, okay. What about? Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> so, uh, well, one of them's a transformational uh, consultancy. One's a marketing company, one's my company, and one's uh, 
Why are you running the social media accounts for these things? Because I have a system. Dominic doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fair enough. It's a pain. It, no, it's all it is, is you spend two days at the beginning of the month writing all the tweets. Yeah. And then set them up. Putting for... all the links in and finding all the pictures and then it, wherever you find time you post them. But what are they about? All sorts of stuff. Oh, okay. They're basically about, read this blog. Oh, they're like promotional? Yeah. Recommended reading is... Uh, yeah. Is a quote, is a question, all sorts of stuff. Do people respond to it? Uh, not that I know. <laughs> I post them, mate. I don't bother... Following up? No. It's not of any interest to me. Okay. So, yeah. so you're only employed to post them, not interact? Like, well, if they do get something back, do, what's that? Uh, it'd come back into Hootsuite. Do you use Hootsuite? No. I have used it. We used it for Lazy TV executives. I thought that was TweetDeck. Oh, right. Well, yeah. You can uh, use the same thing. Similar, similar, similar things, yeah. Hootsuite is where you can post into... TweetDeck, you can only post into tweets. Twitter. Whereas mm. Hootsuite, you can do into LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever you want. Ah. Don't people say that you should do, like... Slightly different posts on each different media. Yeah, I mean, like a tweet doesn't work on Facebook or whatever. But yeah, depends what you're doing. Yeah, well, it's you see, it just says you know, post into different accounts. So mm. you have to do tweet lengths. I mean, you could just do, you could post. I could post into Facebook, but at tweet length, or I could write a special Facebook. <coughs> Post. But what are you what are you doing for these people? I'm like, just, I mean, bottom line is with marketing with tweets, it's just you gotta just have a presence, you know, to do it, you know, oh, okay. about. Yeah. You know, it's just keeping it up to date. It's just throwing. It's just saying. Throwing something out into that yeah, world of you're just shouting, there, you know. So it's always has a picture with it. Yeah, that's what I was talking to someone about Twitter. Because we've got this tweet, this Twitter account for the empty pockets thing, and it's really wildly inconsistent in tone, <laughs> <clears throat> badly managed, and not frequent enough, yeah, and regular, regular enough. I just don't, I don't like how Twitter works at all. I think you have to be on it all the time. Well, it's because it the I always think the worth of stuff that's created is on, only exists in that singular moment when they're created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless so no, it's no a particularly humorous tweet or like you know, like a really good yeah, one-liner, yeah. then it exists for ages because people keep retweeting it. But unless, it's like reacting to the moment; it's an experience. It's interactive. Yeah, I hate that. That's bullshit. <laughs> people should create create things that sh- could last last longer than ten minutes. Yeah. In terms of its um, importance. Yeah, but it's keeping it's, yeah. it's just. Being a presence, though, yeah. reminding people that you exist. Well, that's is that not weird? Yeah, that is weird because it is. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I exist. I exist. Yeah, validate me. <laughs> that's all it is. It's just shouting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. It's uh, necessarily a necessary evil. <laughs> blogs are better. So basically, you tweet to attract people's attention to your blogs. To read blogs. Mm. So this morning I've written 
finished off two blogs, written one from scratch. That's all right, that. Very nice. Yeah. So why, why, what's the green screen for? The green screen is so that I can, when I do the webinars, I record them set, I can record them off the, as I'm doing it. Yeah. But what I also do is I record them afterwards and then I put me in front of the video me and I do it in front of the green screen and then I can put a picture behind me. Yeah. So I could be on the beach, I could be, I could be anywhere. <laughs> so now I look really cheesy. I don't put myself on the beach. Okay. I could, <laughs> could do, if I wanted to. Yeah, it would look really so cheesy. So when uh, Dominic's coming over on Wednesday, so we're going to record some stuff where the girls will basically be in front of the green screen video in it. Yeah. And we'll do bits and then chop them into sort of minute half. Okay, yeah. Length pieces. Yeah. And they're just basically for SEO purposes. Yeah. Stick it on the website. I mean, we are recording you, Dad, so you can promote oh, your, no. whole, your whole <laughs> thing. When did you do that? How can you possibly do, be doing that? Oh, we just did the thing that we... Um... I thought you knew we were recording. Yeah, but it'll not pick it up, will it? Yeah, it will. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, we'll just edit out the bits. To I'm not editing it. Derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing it. I'm sure Dominic will never listen to it. Yeah. I mean, we are three, two and a, two and a bit hours in now, so... Oh, yeah, no, nobody's going to last. No one's going to last. <laughs> exactly. But, you, could but you know, you could do a little promotion now. <laughs> yeah, could do. I'll have a funeral to go to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this will be out. I'm not gonna. It's not going out now. It's going out like in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to be prepared for what I'm going to say, so it has meaning, uh, okay. purpose. You know what Chris has just said. You know, it's not just for a Sh- few seconds. Should we? Should we leave you for five minutes to mull it over? Mull yeah, over yeah, your speech. We do, we'll uh, come back. Do something meaningful. <laughs> we can do that. In this throwaway society. <clears throat> oh. How long have we got? Mum said we've got to go in 25 minutes. You've got to go. Mm. Yeah, we're going to go we're get the, the train. train. What happens to the walking down to the uh, station? Well, we walked to the co-op. Yeah, it was a nice walk. And we walked around the garden. Yeah, it's... It's spawn. To the best of my knowledge, I have noticed many trains... Drawing next to the co-op. Yeah, but we'll get tired. <laughs> yeah, we've got a long way to go. Yeah. We're going to expend our energy through our legs. Mm. Is the pond holding up or is it requiring some essential maintenance in the next mm. few weeks? Yeah, it'll probably last a few weeks. It's a bit, like, rough around the edges. Do you haul up sleep now? No. So I mean, I didn't it floating. No, it wasn't floating. I mean, it's like I thought it was purposefully against the bank. It's supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. But it's been floating about. Oh well, it was next to the bank when we were. Did it look like the ducks were using my? Duck yeah, they were sat. They were sat on it. Sat on it. Yeah, on a little sleep. What chances there are ducklings? Do you reckon? They need like reeds, though, don't they? Something to lay eggs in. Um, I don't know. We'll have to get some artificial reeds. There is a proper duck house. Yeah, I know. The horse is not big enough. <laughs> 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 Ducks.
They like a challenge as well, right? We're on a special. <laughs> the, you can see how big the ducks are, and then you can see how big the hole is. The hole is smaller than the duck. You actually now have two domesticated ducks. You could get one and just <laughs> and go. Try and put just it. Just to slot it through like a letterbox. I bet if I stuck the duck inside, it'd come out. Yeah, but it wouldn't be very happy. It wouldn't go in again. Not, not if, not so, if you like, forced it in. <laughs> if you've gone <laughs> chucked it in. There Tortured by squeezing through that hole. You know, for duck houses and the hole for the duck to go in. That is done and you've like, stuck to it to spare. Yeah, that is done to the international standard for duck but holes. They, <laughs> <laughs> but the ducks never went in the duck, duck house, though, did they? <laughs> it was new last year. They were just unfamiliar with it. Oh, right. Currently, it's Would not... you think there's a, there could be other elements that are off-putting to them? So it might not be the hole, it might be other Well, things. you know, they've got the platform and the house, right? Yeah. So now they've just, you get them used to the platform, yeah. and then you can introduce the house That's once they're comfortable with the platform. Maybe you could build it around them one day, <laughs> whilst they're asleep. Yeah. Just build it around them. The ducks are awakened in a, their own little house. Encased. Oh, all right. Well, think, no, this hole is obviously measured to the international standard of duck holes. <laughs> International standard for duck holes. I mean, have I think. Have you not looked this up? No, no. Young men have never looked up the international standard <laughs> for duck holes. It's I've never really built I a find duck this house. amazing, really. I would, I would what make. Am to education. Surely you would just look Didn't at the size of the duck. PhD in quantum <laughs> physics and never did duck houses. Uh-huh. Jeez. I mean, you know, once the duck's inside the house, I'm is like it really? The Chancellor of the UCL. I feel your education system Have you seen is inadequate. They sent me the certificate. You've got a certificate. Doctorate certificate is well boring. If you could lend me, I'll just photocopy. <laughs> Tipex out. Tipex Samuel. your bit out. Yeah. Put... Write your name in. Yeah. And put PhD in international sizes of <laughs> duck duck holes. Duck holes. Yeah. Quantum ducking, it's called. Quantum ducking. It's. Ducking at the far smallest particles of duck keeping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you had a quantum duck, it wouldn't really need a hole of any size. Oh, no, because it could appear it, instantly in di- two different places at one time. Well, it would. If you, if you moved. Actually, right? Genuine <laughs> physics, nice bit of relativity. <laughs> if you moved the duck close to the speed of light, it would physically sort of elongate. So, uh, well, would it squash? Something has to be moving close to the speed of light. And then the duck would physically shrink in size. And so then it would probably fit in your duck hole. So all you have to do is accelerate the duck to near the speed of light. And I think you'd be able to do it. This is accounts for it. I've just thought, <laughs> your tortoises sit under a light quite a lot. Yeah. So this means that they're able to appear in two places at one time. In fact, there is only one tortoise, because it is a quantum tortoise. Quantum tortoise. Underneath a light. Mm, it's not... Does it, yeah. Does it not work like that? Yeah, that's, that's exactly how physics works, Dad. I don't feel like I've got much to offer. Alright, we're going to go and do a tour quantum, of the house. Like quantum <laughs> uh, animals. I think we'll do a tour of the house and then we'll come back for like another five minutes. You can prepare yourself. Your speech... I may do it in my pants. Okay, whatever you want. Doesn't really matter, it's audio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were in your pants this entire time, so it's wow. not really a change. 
Yeah? Your mom's calling me. Oh, look, here we go. Is this the piles? Oh my god, there's loads of stuff. <laughs> right, what's in your head? Does it equal what you can see now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does? Yeah, yeah. You're very calm. Yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't it be? Well, I don't. There. I mean, this isn't ours. Is it? Yes. This box? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> All right. It's all right, we'll get... I mean, half of it's Sally's, so... Oh, obviously, yeah. It's quite a lot. There's a lot of stuff. There's a whole room full what of stuff here. What you get is some of the... You know, these bags you can get at the market. Great. Sort of a bigger version of one of those. Yeah. Lots of those. And then, you know, you can fill those and carry them and zip them up. Yeah. And they're squashy, so they're ideal for storing them, don't they? Well, we don't really want to store anything. This kind of defeats the point. What? It's a classic Sam Badley jumper here. <laughs> frog jumper. The frog jumper. It keeps getting shrunk. It gets smaller oh, and smaller no. and smaller. Yeah, it looks really small. Yeah, maybe it's gotten even smaller. <laughs> just you just got to smell all the time. I think that's the only uh, uh, option. Will be a challenge to wear now, Sam. Yeah. I'm sure you can rise to it now. <laughs> <laughs> also My wolf frog jumper. There's a record player. There's a tripod. The record player's not coming back. There's loads of stuff here. Record player's not yours? No, it's not. We're not taking it back. Because... Oh, yeah. Here's some nice photos of me and my brother graduating. And me and my brother as children. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, now I'm... Now I'm weighed with the feeling of things that I have to do later in the week. <laughs> oh. Tiring. Well, that's good podcasting. Yeah. Um, Maybe if you say the... them out loud, you'll remember them better. Do you want to see my degree? Oh, yeah. It it's just a piece of paper. Well boring. It is just a piece of paper. Yeah. Samuel Rowan Bradley. Having second satisfactorily... Completed the approved course of study and the prescribed assessment has this day been awarded the degree of Doctor in Engineering in Molecular Modelling and Material Science. It's signed by Professor Michael Arthur. President and Provost of the University College. Uh, that's just the head dude at UCL. I'm sure that's not what it says in the... The official head dude. Yeah, head dude. So boring though. It's like a this off green kind of colour. It's only a little bit shiny, but it's mostly plain. It's not very thick either. No. Oh, that uh, that embossed side thing's quite nice. But the Manchester one. So I have my master of chemistry degree from Manchester, which is much better. Manchester has this nice purple yellow like Ooh, yeah thing going for it. So it looks like it's been created on a spirograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is kind of nice. Well, that one much better. Oh, well, I don't have one. <laughs> so I can't show you. I've actually got three. I've got another UCL oh, one. Oh, um, whatever. It's just in a folder because it's even more boring. Are these your books? No, nah, they're my mum's books. What room are we in here? Just... Oh, this is the room that me or my brother tend to stay in if we are here. Uh, this is like the second room. So we didn't grow up in this house, so neither of us have a, a bedroom. So this is just the room that we use 
normally. And so it's just got it's just got kind of random stuff in it. We've got my Lego Technics submarine, which is pretty cool. I mean, that is an interesting thing, I guess. That it's pneumatic, but this isn't your. I don't have a childhood bedroom left over. No, because we I was never a child here. I'm only here on holidays, on holidays basically. Yeah, because I'm like coming to visit. So, 1920? Yeah, 19. 20? 20? 2007? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 19, when we moved here. But it's odd, because it's, fill, it's filled with stuff from that house. Yeah, it's filled with all my childhood, childhood things, but they're mostly in boxes, it's and, like, transferred. it's not all of it. Like, I had loads of Lego and stuff, but, you know, there's just one, one thing. Mm. And, like, this one helicopter made of Meccano. Yeah. So it's not like, like if it was my actual childhood bedroom, it would be, have a lot more of my old stuff in it, but in moving as well, you get rid of so much stuff. That's true. You'd probably have like, um, there'd probably be like skateboard logos. Yeah. Uh, like. Stickers on stuff. Stuck on the walls. Yeah. There'd be a nice bass guitar in the corner. I mean, the bass guitar is in the corner. Oh, is it? It's just in a case. Oh, is it now? Could we do a jam? Uh, my, my old snowboard's under there. Can we plug this in somewhere? Uh, do you have a spe- amp? The amp is buried under a bunch of other stuff. Oh. Sadly. But you can have an acoustic jam. With a bass guitar? Yeah. Might pick up. What the hell's in there? Oh. Then I don't know what else is in there. <laughs> so heavy. It's not a heavy base. I really, really like this base. Oh my god, I forgot you had a, you got like another one. Yeah, I splashed out on it once. Oh my god. It's really cool. Isn't I don't it? this is not the one I remember because no, no, you've got like another one. one. I've got this one. It's a Yamaha RBX something something. Ooh. It's very low action. That's yeah. exciting, isn't it? Huh? It might have it might have moved, to be fair. I haven't played it in a long time. What famous bass lines could we play? <laughs> I don't know. Is that one? Yeah, that is one. Um... It does sound a bit weird, though. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of a weird bass, like, yeah, really. It's a nice looking... It feels dead light. Yeah, it's really light. Nice. That's what I liked about it. Because a lot of basses are massive. They're just, like, yeah. huge things. And I don't like that. Like, the one that you have that used to be mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't have that. Francis has it. Brad Francisco. Brad Francisco. Francis has it. Sorry, I just stuttered there. Brad Francisco has it. Brad Francisco. Uh, but that's, yeah, the similar size to that. And I like it being small. It's, like, comfortable to wear it high and stuff, so... I haven't played it for ages. I suppose if we didn't live on the boat, I would take it. I'm just playing nonsense. <laughs> What's in the front? I think it's some sort of pedal, maybe. Like a... Nope, just a load of wires. Lots of wires. Lots of wires. <laughs> Too many wires. I think they're all broken. Yeah. I feel like your mum probably went, 
I'll keep them just in case. <laughs> yeah, the ants in... I can't yeah. believe you got... I've, I, have, I have no memory of this base. I got it when I was in Manchester, so... Um, like, I should have a memory of... I mean, uh, your guitars are important artefacts in your life, though, aren't they? Yeah, but I don't know why when you would have really know. seen that base. Uh, no, maybe. maybe, maybe you would have maybe seen it in Manchester. Maybe a little bit. Anyway. So we got. CDs. Mostly CDs. Let's choose one at random. What's this? This is... Girls Aloud. Well, that was not mine. <laughs> it's not mine. It's not mine. I mean, it is the greatest hit, so you know there's going to be a lot of good tunes on there. Right. What else have we got? Another random selection. Glenn Miller. Again, not mine. <laughs> not that I've got anything against Glenn Miller. I know this Franz Ferdinand CD is mine. Sound of the underground. The heat of the... What is it? What? The heat of the drum goes, goes round. round and around. Is it the heat of the drum? The, surely it's the beat of the It must drum. be the beat of the drum, yeah. That makes no sense. <laughs> there is an old CD player in here. But, so Let's see if this Girls Aloud CD... It'll work, yeah, sure. Works? Um, what do you want to put on? Number one, Sound of the Underground. Number two, Love Machine. Oh, Sound of the Underground it is. <laughs> Copyright, copyright, copyright. No, it's alright. <laughs> is this fair use? Can it's we so it? we, We'll just do a review of it at the end. Okay, well, we should talk over it because then it's like. So, this is Girls Aloud. Where's we, this from? This is like 2002, 2003. Oh, it'll say in the inlay, won't it? Do you, remember, do you remember it coming out? I remember this song coming out, yeah. yeah was, I like this song. It was a number one single, was it not? Yeah. Christmas something? Christmas 2002. <laughs> <laughs> It's a mixed up sign. <laughs> oh, reflection. This is so funny. This it's is a like a great tune. <laughs> I think it's a good tune. It's got a really good bassline. Catches like a fire. It's a sound. It's a sound. And that's not even the chorus. And now it's the chorus. Yeah. What a tune. <laughs> Got a really nice guitar sound as well. Really good harmony on that bit. <laughs> sound of the under, sound of the underground. This is a really nicely produced song. Yeah, yeah. Have you stopped? I don't know. Making a, it's making a knocking noise. No, it's fine. What else have they got? They got Love Machine. <laughs> it's a, so this is what is the sound of the composed by Miranda Cooper, Yaroscarat, Brian Higgs, Xenomania. Yeah, they were really famous. They made like loads of really big hits. I think they did. Um, so I guess they produced this, right? Probably. Because that beat, that beat's really cool for, as well. Like, what was that really big Kylie Minogue? Can't get you out of my head. Yeah, I yeah. I think they were produced. Oh, that, that makes sense. Like, yeah. sort of the drum sound and the, like, synth in it as well. The drum machine. It's the sound, eh? It's the sound, it's the sound of the underground. What's the other one? I don't know why I love machine as much. 
They not have um biology. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do. What's the other one that I'm thinking of? No, maybe I'm thinking of biology. That's very of the time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That kind of drum machine breakdown. <laughs> and then the bass synth. See, so, yeah, I, you know, as a nice bridge, as a composer of uh, electronic <laughs> dance music now. <laughs> EDM writer. <laughs> I feel like they must have put this out before they'd done a lot. Yeah, this was their like, first song, because they were kind of a manufactured band. No, no, I mean, band, this, I mean, sorry, I mean this Greatest Hits collection. Oh, right, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some other things. There's on, more, on, there's got to be. I like how they've got highest chart position written oh. next to every... Like, you know when that used to matter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I thinking of... This was a number you know, one. I don't speak French, but I let the funky music do the talking, talking now. I don't speak French. That's goes loud, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless it's one day Has it got us, Could it possibly have a name that isn't I don't speak French? Alright, we're not listening to Love Machine. We're not? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, you're damn right. <laughs> I don't remember this one. You don't remember this one? I probably do when it kicks. Oh, I do. The yeah. way that I walk. The way that I talk. We are just listening to Girls Aloud now. <laughs> I don't like this one. Oh, shit. We should be going soon. Alright. Um. What's no good advice then? Just I don't know. Put that on. Wait, you gotta get to the hook. I don't. What, we're not there yet? <laughs> no, because you'll get it, you'll get it. Can we, can we search? <laughs> God, it goes on a bit, doesn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, where are we going? What number? Just sec next one. Oh, four. It was just four, yeah. I just don't know what it is. We do. Oh, yeah. Definitely have to go. Alright, it's not that important. I don't know <laughs> Quite a lot of blues inspired numbers. <laughs> really understood the the blues life. Well, there you go, that was fun. It was fun. Uh, shall we see if my dad's got something to say? <laughs> yeah. Let's go back into the studio. Have you prepared yourself? Have you got a statement? We have to go, actually. So. Yeah. Right, well... Um, Did you have a prepared speech? No. <laughs> oh. Are you going now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going in seven minutes. Well, we're going in seven, seven minutes. minutes. <laughs> seven minutes. Well, enjoy that, boys. Uh, yeah, when can I look forward to... 25. Oh, uh, whenever Sam can get round to editing it. Oh, is he editing it? Well, I have to put it together. Right. Just need computer. stitching together, really. Christmas? Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> Yeah, it'll take a while. Might be a nice treat. 2017.
Uh, no, this year. All right. Okay. Which year is it? 2016, yeah. Are we not 100% sure on the train? Sometimes? I'm just double checking. Oh, okay. Do you guys like a cup of tea before you go? Uh, I'm alright, thank you. Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Do you mind if I have one before I go? <laughs> nope. Not at all. What approach did you use for going to yeah, the loo? 325. Uh, I turned the mic level all the way down. All the way down. I mean, you can have some hints of... No, I don't want... <laughs> it's funny though, isn't it? For the bathroom podcast, that's the bit we turned <laughs> down. We're not recording. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Get my shoes on. What time? Just don't yeah, work yeah, yeah. with me. What time? Well, that's why I check. There's one at 20 to 12, Dave, and one at 20 to 1. Well, you need the 20 to 12 one. Okay. Because otherwise, okay. everything is just a bit rushed. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's literally like a five, seven minute yeah, train yeah, yeah. journey to the yeah, local yeah. station, yeah. but they're just not frequent. It doesn't work. So what time does it go? 924. Okay. Okay. Yep. No. No, I was giving them a bath in the casserole dish. Giving them a bath in there? Oh. You look surprised. Have you enjoyed looking after them? Yes, that's right. And making a mess. Oh. There you are. I like it. You don't let them like crawl around on you. Where is it? Is it in that rug? It's a pretty good totally sleeping spot. Yeah, it's twenty five past. Now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You might as well put them away. Alright. Oh. See you tomorrow. Be back tomorrow, guys. Not quite as long as this time. Sally's going to be here too. Yeah. You're going to see both of them. <laughs> there you go. Right. Okay? Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go. Go to catch a train. I should write a train song. <laughs> that's how you start. So all, all, you, that's how you start any train song. Are you coming back here, No. No. Nice to see you there.
It's a very extensive studio you've got there. Proper lights, proper mics. Well, then it's all fully portable as well, isn't it? Yeah. Pack it up. And you do in like an internet series thing on there. You just do short videos. Oh, no, I don't. Do, I do webinars and training events. Hmm? I better get my bag as well, actually. Sorry. Right, we'll see you uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yep. My phone. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. See ya. He's gone upstairs. <laughs> Interfering. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, big time. I keep knocking my chin on the microphone. Yeah, I keep Might getting be. a little fuzz. Yeah, fuzzers. Sorry, guys. My brother, my brother borrowed this car for a week from my dad's car. My yeah. brother borrowed it for a week and crashed it into a bollard. But then, no, no, it's Sally's. So oh, it's Sally's. Yeah, she just got it sent here because. She's... Oh, is that was in the parcel? Yeah. It will crash the car into a bollard or something. Mm. It was a very low bollard that he couldn't. Oh uh, right, okay. It's one of those. So we forgave him for that. <laughs> I've been in a situation where I've been parked with the bollard in front of me and the woman's going, just come forward because she can't see the bollard. Yeah. And I'm going, I can't, it was by Kellam Island, I can't go. And she thought I was being awkward. Was the bollard? There was a great big stonking concrete bollard in front of the bumper. Well, uh, we're on our way now to the train station. Oh, yeah? Which probably... Keep reminding people where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, driving through Waldale. It's a bit weird, really. Recording everything. Why is that? Because it's, I don't know, you just reminded me that it's that it's on, so it makes it much less natural. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just keep talking properly. Yeah. But you would just want to sit here and not talk. Maybe. Have you listened to the podcast, Mum? I have. You have? Have you? Which one? What, the one, the one in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, they're all in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, I can't remember what the concept was now. Uh, must Do you remember good. any of the songs or anything? Not right now. <laughs> I remember your prevarication on getting your PhD then. That was a feature, that was a feature for a few episodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was it the one that Sally was on? No, she wasn't. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she was on the end of one, but she was on all of another one. No, she was, yeah. 
I think I sent you the one that Sally was in. And yeah, episode eight. Talking of witch rings, there were witch rings in the bathroom, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there always is. Extensive. I yeah. just can't remember what you're talking about. Then. <clears throat> okay, this was a while ago. No, I think I said. But, you know, there was an awful lot of it, so... <laughs> I, I mean, mean that is... Podcast. I do have other things to do. Uh, I mean, that is the basis of but the main I... criticism I've heard about it, is that each episode is too long. <laughs> I think a bit of editing would, would be good. I mean, we do edit them. We do edit Having said yeah. that, I could be doing, you know, I, I tended to sit and listen, which is not really the point, is it? No. no. You want to do well, something else. I, can, I, I listen to the radio while I'm doing something else. So. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, sit and listen to a podcast, well, other than on a train or on the bus or something. Yeah. But I don't think most people would, like, sit down with a glass of wine and, <laughs> and listen to it. You would always be, like, listening to something else. Well, I was just, as I was on, on the laptop, I thought, oh, I'll just listen to a bit of it. And then it didn't occur to me when I was doing stuff in the kitchen, you know, when I stick the radio on. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just got to... Uh, well, I mean, you don't have, like, a, you always just turn the... It's like a digital radio, well, though, exactly, isn't it? exactly, whereas so, like, I've got to set the laptop down, yeah. set it up. It's not... You're it's not, li- it's listening not a to big like, deal, but it's just not yeah. something you automatically do. It's not a flick of a switch. Do. It's yeah. not something that you automatically do. Because no. I would always listen to things on my phone. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, like, another thing on my phone to listen yeah. to. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, if you're on a train journey or something like that. Yeah. On a bus. Yeah. I mean, I mostly listen to it while it's cleaning (laughs) in the winter. I heard a brilliant story the other day of um, a woman who is a cleaner in the city. So she gets paid next to nothing. And she cleans all night. she does is she downloads all sorts of things on podcasts and uh, and so she says she's just entertained for the whole shift yeah because there's nobody around obviously yeah and so she has comedy on there she has plays she has concerts she has debates yeah and she said the sheer you know the sheer pleasure of it yeah. And the things that she's learned, the things that she's, you know, she says she finds herself laughing out loud in the middle of this office, in the middle of the night, you know, mm. just uh, something that's just so funny. And she said it's transformed her working life. Yeah. I think because well, you're not there anymore. You're wherever well, these places take said. you. She, she said she's just transported. Mm from the humdrum of the work she's doing every every overnight and it's lifted it onto a completely different level. I think my job would be completely different if I had the opportunity to just escape and and listen to... that's exactly what she's doing, Chris, isn't she? She's escaping from the humdrum of cleaning an office with no human contact. And so what, what could have been really dull and uh, tiresome becomes just an opportunity to be entertained. And I love that story. Because I find that with the radio. You know, I, 
I could do without TV. If you have to choose between radio and TV, yeah. it's radio every time. Yeah, definitely. Because it's so flexible. I find TV's too too absorbing. Like yeah, it, 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 it makes it, you stop doing it. Yeah, because yeah. you have to stare yeah. at it. Yeah. Whereas radio, you can do whatever you want, and you're still, you're still, you know, uh, getting the most out of it, basically. And also, it's just the sheer variety of what's, they're so lucky. Well, I mean, yeah, you can have so much, much more experimental radio. Like, yeah. we can make a 12-hour recording, and the outlay for us has been, like, probably £100 of equipment. Each. Yeah, yeah. Like... Do you think... Do you think sometimes you actually get more, in terms of the way that you absorb what's happening on the radio, do you think you get more if you are actually doing an activity at the same time? Yeah. Do you know that thing we were talking about before, about how it sort of projects? Yeah. Your physical plane (laughs) is like the projection for the radio. Mm. And you, like you're saying, listening to the bargain box thing was like, is reminding you of that bathroom that you cleaned. Yeah. I think there's something about it in your brain, Doing like linking up stuff yeah. in your brain like that. I think if you're just sat there, like you could, you could easily like stop listening. Yeah, much more easily. But if I you're engaging your body and your brain at the same time, yeah, then they both work just as well. More attentively. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably more efficient what you're doing. Probably. Because you just you don't have to put a lot of thinking into it very often, do you? It's something no. you're doing on a regular basis, I'm sure. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you later. See you later. Thank you very much. I'll let you know when I'm on the train. See ya. Do you have to go around the other side? No, no. There's only one platform. Yep. We're here, Brockhall Station. We're on the road. Yeah. Next stop. Where is the next stop? Sheffield. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Technically on the line. Yeah. But no, Sheffield. We should uh, start and stop, I think. Huh? Start and stop. The recorders. Yeah, sure. Oh, there is no one here. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, I'm going to stop. Okay, Sam is stopping his recording. Uh, we're here at Brockholes Station, and it's got some lovely vintage signs over the other side, uh, next to the old general waiting room. It's really like a beautiful old-fashioned railway. A, it's a real village station. Uh, stuff Hello, like I'm back. Ideal cigarettes, Coleman's mustard. Lion's coffee and chicory extract. You almost feel like you might see like a advertisement for tripe <laughs> or something really, really obviously old. Yeah. Right, I might stop my recording then. A bit of a panic then because it had switched itself to MP3, but <gasps> it didn't do anything. It said nine 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 minutes remaining. I was like, mm, something's <laughs> wrong here. Right, just stop this. quite like this station. It's not much of a station. <laughs> Back on. 
What do you mean, not much of a station? It's one platform and a it's, rail. <laughs> yeah, it's one platform. But I love, I love this. I came here on a summer's day once, and that would look beautiful. And I waited here for like an hour for you to put me up. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, yeah. What was that for? I think we mistimed something. I think you, yeah, because my parent, my parents weren't here. Like I was here. But I got to know this station very well. <laughs> Walked up and down it, all around it. Yeah, my mum and dad weren't here, so I had to walk down to get you, which is like a 35-minute walk. So it yeah. would have taken me. I think you got here, and I was like, shit. <laughs> like, and then, that, then I left. What was that for? That was when the Tour de France was on. That was that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Two, was that two summers ago? Yeah, it was two summers ago. Yeah, 2004. The Tour de France came through Yorkshire. Um, this is quite a nice sheltered space from wind. Okay. I just need to tie my shoes. <laughs> All right. The Tour de France came through Yorkshire two years ago and last year? No, no. No? No. Two yeah, years I ago. Thought they, I thought it became like a part of no, 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 no. just the course. No, they move the course around every year. Oh, okay. I think it was in Belgium last year, or, or the Netherlands. One of those. And it was, uh, it was quite a big deal, wasn't it? It was a really big deal. <laughs> yeah. No, they, did, they started the Tour of Yorkshire last year. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. So they started, an, it, because it was so successful, they started another cycle thing. race yeah. called Tour of Yorkshire. And, um, yeah, so I think they're going to do that every year now. You've got some cycling heritage in your family. Yeah, definitely. Who's the... Well, my granddad was... Um, he did, like, track cycling and uh, time trial cycling. Well, he did a lot of cycling, but this was in the 1940s, 1950s. Yeah. There's a photo of him cycling in the house. You might have seen I've seen it before, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the track. like, But they raced on grass tracks. Well, it was just some guy's field, basically. Mm. Put some flags out. Race around in a circle. <laughs> but yeah, so he was one of those kind of early... But it was still distinctly amateur. It wasn't... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was one of the kind of early guys with cycle... That kind of... Well, cycle racing like that is very British. Like, time trials and stuff. Mm. Because it's very difficult to run a, like, proper race because you need all sorts of permissions and things like this. Close the roads. Yeah. So a lot of people, to get around that, a lot of the cycle clubs do time trials because you just ride one at a time down any stretch of road and then whoever goes fastest wins. Hmm. Um, And, yeah, that's what he did mostly. And he timed them and, yeah, very much into it. And then my dad... My dad does triathlon. Uh but he's not much of a cyclist. Well, I mean, he is a good cyclist, but, like, he's a much better runner. Like, he's, he's always been a runner. And he's a, he's a good swimmer. Um, and he's a, his weakest discipline was always cycling. Yeah. In uh, the triathlon. So that's kind of why me and my brother started cycling, because my dad was, like, started doing triathlon. And uh, he's like, oh, I want to do a lot more cycling to get better at it. And, yeah... So we started riding with him as well. And then my brother started riding a lot. Well, then my brother's running a lot now. I noticed, yeah. He did a half marathon, well, Manchester half marathon yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Did a good time. 127. Was it, 120, it was either 127.24 or 124.27, something like that. It's good. Still though. pretty fast. 127's really good. Yeah. I did a half marathon. I got really, really into running about. You should get back five into years. it. years? Yeah. Your dad is one of those people who still asks me as well. He goes, "How's the running going?" Well, yeah, of course, I've not been of course doing that he does. for like five years. 
He goes, you'll still have your legs, though. You'll still have your legs. <laughs> like, no, I won't. I won't have my lungs, and that's the, the important Fogs of all those things you've been smoking. <laughs> you don't even smoke. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know. I don't have the basic fitness. It would take a long time for me to build back up. Anyway, I did it a half marathon. <laughs> 2010. And I did it in one hour 44. I was very proud of that. It's still good. Like, it's very a long good. way. Yeah. I've never well, I've finished it, yeah. I've run 10Ks, so, but not, not half marathons. You could do. You could probably do I'd them. I'd probably do it. I just get so bored running. Yeah, that's the only thing. I don't like it. It's not the most exciting. It is very... I but you got, like, really addicted to it. Yeah, you can get addicted to it. And it's kind of like the purest form of... Exercise. Exercise. Because you just go outside and... You're just doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like... MDMA. <laughs> to the ecstasy of... Other sports. Is that, <laughs> is that how MDMA... Is MDMA the, the thing in ecstasy that... Yeah, I mean, yeah, but... Pure, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure the analogy holds up. No work, work. okay. <laughs> I mean, the analogy would be if MDMA is to pills what running is to, like, something that would be like running but with some extra stuff. With extra, oh, with extra stuff rather like, than not as good as. Um, but also that's just like, yeah. Like cross-country artery? <laughs> cross-country artery. <laughs> On skis? So it's like hurdles, maybe? Hurdles. It's like unnecessary complications of running. <laughs> no, but like the whole point is it's long distance running, so you're getting all, yeah. you're getting the huge amounts of. I suppose like orienteering, running. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But I you mean, could have just fam- said it doesn't work and no. just left it at that. My family has a, a big heritage of orienteering. Yeah. So British. My dad was a British orienteering champion. My uncle was as well. What did you just drop? I've just dropped the drop? clip for that um, microphone thing. Oh, that was stupid. That was really stupid. My dad was also the highest place uh, British runner in an international... British orienteer in an international competition at one point. <laughs> I found the clip. In the 70s. What was that fact, sir? He was the highest place Brit in an international orienteering competition ever at some point I think he was only went to the Swedish Open or something and at 16 he went to like Czechoslovakia or something and they had to have like like communist Czechoslovakia to race and stuff and they had um, like minders that followed them around the Mm. whole time because it was still closed off and things like that so yeah It'd be quite like... funny if they'd got lost with the minders. <laughs> well, it's like, oh no, you come with me. And like, and the, as they're all interiors, they no, I think we went that. I think we went that way. <laughs> I really do think I've got a very good sense of direction. <laughs> like they're going to be handed over to the yeah. communist party. It's been very, very athletic. Um, what time is this train? Twenty-five past. So it's now. Oh. Been joined by people on the train. There it is. Oh, Carmen. There's a train, but we're not getting that one. It's going the wrong way.
were just before you arrived. They were running an air raid siren. Where? Here. Like when we were waiting in the car, you could hear it. Like that. It's weird. I just remembered. I was hoping they'd be doing it again when we came back. It's really, really weird. Okay, we have an old, loud train. <laughs> Feels like it's probably a noisy train. Yep. Should we sit in the middle? Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's definitely going to be loud. still hear us. Can you hear me like this? Yeah, you can. It's, it sounds okay. Yeah. Just talk really close. Hey? Gotta talk really close. I think I might just hold it like this. It is super loud on here. Uh, getting the train from here to uh, Sheffield. Calling at Stocksmoor. Uh, something else. We do, go to, we, do go to Denby, we do go to Denby Dale. At Denby some point. Dale, yeah. Uh, famous oh, no. fruit pies. Mm. Also, I'm going to close this window because it's so loud. Okay. That's creating a lot more noise. Coming above the noise quite well. I've turned the level right down. Yeah. How do you sound? Uh, the guys coming for the Problem tickets. Can I hear? You? <laughs> hey? I'm not sure I can hear you. I can't hear. I can hear me quite well like this. I can't hear you very well. Yeah, I know. We have. To, we still have to have a conversation. We have to have a conversation. Oh God. But we need it like, you know, on planes where you have the mic like right next to you. Yeah, right mic. close. It's not really working. Conductor's coming now. Oh shit, yeah. It's quite expensive, this train. I hope I didn't forget my uh, 
wallet in your house. Let's go West Yorkshire, Heniston. Yeah. Always makes Sally laugh. <laughs> right. Penis town. Penis town, of course. Oh dear. Might be other people's. Oh yeah, that's true. I've not noticed any of mine. Any. This is mobile phone yeah, interference with the mic. Yeah, maybe that's that mic. Did you send a picture out? I'm just trying to send a picture, but it's being so frustratingly loud <laughs> in the mobile phone interference. Yeah. Has anyone responded to anything? Uh, possibly. Checking social media. I just don't want to spend any time on this because it's just going to make loads of noise. Yeah. Um, oh, let's have a look. Someone has responded. Jade Harvey liked the <laughs> the photo of me pointing at frog spawn. Thanks, thanks Jade Harvey. Thanks, Jade. Um, that was a real highlight for me. That <laughs> pointing at some frog pointing spawn. at the frog spawn in the first uh, fifteen minutes. Nice. Hashtag twelve hour bath. Right, I'm going to put my phone onto airplane mode because this is silly, and I'm sure it's very annoying to listen to. It. Which might not make much difference. No. Might be annoying to listen to anyway. Yeah. one of those local stopping services where it's just one guy doing all the tickets yeah. and also opening the door. Yeah. So he has to stop. So the train's stopped now and he has to go and open the door. So every time he gets close to us <laughs> to do our tickets, he then gets pulled away again. 
It's hard to get a good uh, level. Sorry? It's hard to get a good level, isn't it, around here? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I've got in my head? What? Is your uh, Jabberwock whistle. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. Where one did you get two. that? One, two. I'm two, one, two. I don't know why. The vorpal blade. Went snicker snack. <laughs> he left it dead. And with its head. It went galumphing back. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. Hello. Thank you. Can I have a signal to Sheffield? A single Sheffield no, from? Brothels. Uh, Brothels, yeah. Oh, just State. How's the rest of the song? I can't remember the rest. Well, it's been on our podcast. If you're listening to this <laughs> right now, you could go and check the archives. Yeah, yeah. If you want a break from uh, the trainers. Yeah, this might be a uh, skip ahead an hour <laughs> situation. Well, no, we could get it. So we're just going to give some good conversation. I'm going to unclip my mic. Yeah. Not just be feeling. So, but <laughs> going through a tunnel. The tunnels are by far the loudest bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's fine. Dale home of world famous pie or something. They have a giant pie competition. They, yes, and they've got uh, like street furniture there, based around based pies. around the, sh- the shape of like pastry and <laughs> pies. It's a weird place. And they've got a bench in the middle that's just made out of a pie. I went on a date. You went on a date to Denby Dale. Dale yeah. <laughs> Why? Because uh, that's where the person lived. Oh, okay. And uh, she lived above a vet's. Okay, yeah, I know her. And, um, and a cat did a shit that really smelt. And we had a vegetable stir fry. And then um, I never heard from her again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I know about Denbydale. 
Yeah. And the pricing. Have you been on a lot of dates? Had we, or have, have I? You have been I? On a lot of dates? Have I in my life? Yeah. I don't want to talk about this, Sam. Oh, come on. Have I been you on a lot of dates? You just told everyone to skip ahead. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm, I can't say I'm a, I'm a, a dater. I mean, neither are you. No, I know. Throwing it back on you. I mean, my, uh, my answer to that question is no. Like, not really. No. Then my answer is also no. <laughs> I don't know what you get up to, basically. Good. <laughs> I don't get up to much. You might have been through a phase where you're like... <laughs> no. I've been through a running phase. Been through a tortellini phase. Phrase? Phase. Phase. Yeah. I went through my Chapel Town phase and that's over now. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the best. My Chap Grill phase. You know, I nearly went. Oh, I don't live at Chapel Town anymore, so I, ne- I nearly, you know, like, went and said goodbye to the guys <laughs> at Chap Grill. Well, guys. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Might not see you for a long time. And actually, in the, the like the couple of weeks preceding my leaving, yeah, I kept going. Well, that's the last chap grill I'll ever have. And then, then like I had back. another one like the next night. <laughs> well, well, that's the last. <laughs> that's the last double pepperoni versus garlic pizza I'll ever have. You'll be back. And then I went back again. Yeah, I mean, there's this opportunity to go and. Uh, on the way down. Well, we could pop out, couldn't we? No, we won't do that. That'd be awful. <laughs> we'll wait another hour for the bus. No, 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 no. Uh, it does stop on through Chapel Town, this train, on the way. Um, but, you know, I'll miss it. The wagon and horses. The commercial. With their award-winning uh, beef burger. I don't think they're award-winning, I just said that. <laughs> they do a really good beef burger. You'd give them an award. Uh, yeah, the Communal Bathroom Burger Award. Uh, one, one time only prize. Goes to the commercial. <laughs> I quite like how we're becoming... So we're a political entity. We've decided our stance on, e- on the EU. Yeah. Uh, we now give culinary awards. <laughs> <laughs> it can be whatever. It's like a brand. It can be whatever yeah, yeah, we yeah. want. We should get, like, stickers political party TV show nursing home <laughs> anything you want I think with this time we've got on the, in the train here we should attempt uh, a JD and Connor-esque talk about a TV show <laughs> so I've been um, not watching TV is kind of the problem right with this well like, let's not do it then no no because <laughs> <laughs> <It's not. 
because I was thinking about this sort of in preparation, like maybe we should uh, have some ideas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always useful. But I've realised, well, A, I don't watch TV. Most of the media that I watch is on YouTube. And, um, or, or, well, recently it's been games, but I might get into that later. I don't want to talk about that yet, but I can talk about YouTube channels at length. <laughs> can you? I yeah, don't really so, consume YouTube channels. Well, it, it's one of those things, it's like podcasts, right? It's one of those things that I've, I've been doing, like, following YouTube stuff for such a long time, like years now. Yeah. Like, staying subscribed to different people. But I've kind of, you know, you kind of end up curating the stuff that you like in your subscription feed. Yeah. And oftentimes it's, like, quite, it's quite weird stuff sometimes. And you also find pockets of people that are all connected as well, so people lead to other people. Yeah, that does sound like podcasting. And and so the stuff that I watch might be kind of strange, but the sort of the person who's doing the best stuff at the moment is uh, Wheezy Waiter. So who? Sorry, Wheezy Waiter. Never heard of him. So he's a guy. Yeah. Uh, and he's been a, he's been doing YouTube since like 2006. He's one of those really like old school yeah. YouTubers who who started doing all these short things. And he's just a guy called Craig Benzi. And he um, he had this whole thing. Because I've been following his videos. And his videos had a very specific format for like for years and years and years. It was basically the same same sort of video. And they had all these in-jokes. And like it's one of those things because he put up, I don't know, three or four a week. Or three a week or something. And they were all, he's like funny and like, they're well edited and all that kind of stuff. And so occasionally you would do very elaborate ones that are basically like short films. And, uh, but, but then before Christmas, he started having this like crisis, like in the videos, he was having this crisis that was like, it was like a sort of post creativity crisis. Cause obviously his, like, I think he's in his early thirties now. So his kind of between his late twenties and early thirties, he's been making these videos and they clearly got kind of a formula and a format to them. And then before Christmas, he, he, he was clearly bored of it. He was clearly bored. It was one of those things where he was clearly bored of making these videos the way he was doing it. But And he addressed his boredom in, well, in the making yeah, of them. but he clearly cl- wanted to keep making them. Oh. It was like, oh, I, I used to love making this thing. I used to love making it like this. And I still like the thing that I'm making. Are you saying that as subtext? Or are you saying that's exactly what no, he it, said? No, I mean, it, it was subtext for a bit. And then it became explicit. And then a lot of the videos were about being more creative. Like, uh, trying to trying to figure out so he had a very sort of formulaic not formulaic but like ways of laying out the videos like you just get into a pattern like what, a what, the, a gen- what the general content of his so they were not only three or, three or four minutes talking about one thing uh, but you know they were funny like he would walk it he would he would sort of, you know his he would sort of roll into frame and he would say hello beard lovers it's beard and then he would talk about something yeah uh, with like jump cuts and like there was also he had a whole. Th- he has a. He has a whole thing with clones. So okay. he has clones who do his chores, and he does it like with split screen. Clones. Like, clones. Yeah. Clones. And uh, innuendo fans, by the way, we are at uh, penis tone right now. Peniston. Peniston. Spelled P E N I S T O N E. Peniston. Dick shade. A penis tone. 
anyway, go on. But yeah, so he was having this crisis of like creativity. It's like how like videos were like how to be creative, how to be more creative, how to get more done, how to like things like that. And he was like, and then he, he seemed to like just sort of. I think it was kind of after Christmas. Throw the whole format out the window and just start doing something kind of different. And uh, I mean, he's he's cribbing a lot from another YouTuber that I follow called Casey Neistat, yeah. and like taking a lot of his similar ideas. But then it's doing this kind of it's more of like a daily vlog kind of thing now, okay. uh, of him and his wife going about their lives and stuff. But still, with that, I don't know. But that's a major. That's like some... a major YouTube uh, genre now. Like yeah, yeah. Our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like a really good-looking married couple. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. With adorable kids, and they just live yeah. their lives and do a couple of vines about it. If, if you, you know, weird aspirational living thing. But that, I think that's the thing that he's not weirdly aspirational. I mean, he's aspirational in that he's a creative person doing yeah. what they like doing. But he's not like ridiculously good looking and like. I mean, he's not bad looking, but like he's not ridiculously. Like, yeah. Some of these YouTube people are like. That's models, basically. That's and, 50% of their charm is this how good looking they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not like he lives in some. Fa- he lives in like a little popularity. apartment in Chicago. And he's got a cute dog and like a nice wife and everything, but like must be nice. It's not. It's not about that. It's no. like you. It's more interesting because he's a, he's clearly a creative person, just wants to keep doing creative things. But he's having a crisis of yeah, like faith about yeah, it. yeah. And that was so interesting. But it's, it's one of those things that you only notice by watching loads of it. Like he's got th- like over a thousand videos on YouTube. Yeah. And only the past hundred or something, you see, and like watching it, you could only probably notice it watching it in real time because, you know, I got really into his channel sort of just before Christmas. And I knew it, I was aware of it because it's like a famous guy. What's it called? Wheezy Waiter. Wheezy Waiter. waiter. Yeah, so his original videos, his like really early videos were about being a waiter and he has asthma. So like, and he would do like sketches about being a waiter and things like that. That makes sense. But, and then, yeah, and then it's just like, I don't know, there's just something really interesting about it. And I can just, they're only like five, six minutes of him living his life. And there's something about, it's the same with Casey Neistat as well, like, it's just him living his life. Obviously he has like a ridiculous kind of life, like, Weezy Waiter is much more, seems more, much more normal. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's just been interesting to watch so you don't watch telly that's what you say no, I don't watch eventually yeah, yeah. I can't remember because you can, I don't know you can watch these like five minute short films of someone every day and like but I think it's similar to that thing that your mum was saying about oh you got to get the laptop down find the website and then you play it exactly. rather than turning on the radio I, pref- I would prefer to turn on the TV than well than yeah go and find I mean it. the opposite is true of me like I always have my phone so I just flip open YouTube and I just go to the subscriptions tab and press it like and watch a video whereas it would be I would have to find a TV to watch TV I would have to jump find through find a TV yes yeah. I don't know what I I mean I asked this myself and I can't even I don't even know what I've been watching yeah what have I been watching I mean, we finished watching Game of Thrones. That was like the only thing we watched. 
I've never seen it. I've never seen any Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's really good. That's what I hear. It's definitely worth watching. Also, the crows in it were all... Uh, Who? The crows. The ravens were all trained by Hamish. So. Oh, really? Okay. Clang. Clang. Not really a clang. <laughs> Big clang. Ravens are like the main part of it, right? Yeah, they're quite, quite a big part, yeah. Very much uh, a big part of the mise-en-scene. <laughs> if you want. What's the headline page? 13 Isle Hour Ordeal on A&E. Uh, so this is a copy of the Metro, and it is talking well, he about... he could have listened to this podcast. Huh? <laughs> he could have used this podcast. Not funny. Uh, 13 Hour Ordeal on A&E Trolley. A great-grandmother, who was rushed to A&E with a head injury, had to wait for nearly 13 hours on a trolley outside the gents' toilets. That's a nice bit of specificity. Yeah. Uh, but also Vade, who yeah. was rushed to, to A&E with a head injury, had to wait for nearly 13 Like, from the photo that's attached, it looks like she's been seen. Yeah. And then just left. I mean, that's fine, right? The family of the... <laughs> And the family of the totally exhausted 88-year-old stayed with her, but had to keep moving for men who wanted the loo. You couldn't sit by mum because we were in the corridor, said her daughter. Shall we see if Hal's got a... Hey? See if Hal's got a... No, he's working for the son, isn't he? No, he works for the son, not the... Yeah. This is a producer Paul's housemate uh, writes entertainment uh, articles. Yeah, he has a, uh, stories of the Metro. But he writes from the Sunday. There's a very extensive uh, feature about Kate Middleton uh, playing cricket in India, and they've gone with they've gone with uh, Kate Middleton's visit to India. Uh, the headline they've gone with: Kate's all the Raj, all the Raj, as in all the all the rage. Uh, that's a bit interesting, is it? Isn't it? Still referencing the Raj, and they're actually royal. Like they, are, yeah. It's, it sounds like it's their empire, and they're coming back to get it. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> We're coming back for it. I mean, I get the pun. I see what they were going for, but it might be politically sensitive. I'm not, I'm not too uh, familiar with. But it's the Raj. I don't know. Might be actually just a geographical area in India, right. not Rajput. Just... Wait. Oh yeah. Is that an area? I don't know. It's a curry house in, in the common side. But surely it was the it was the basis of the British British Empire out there. Yeah. I don't know. Again, don't know what we're talking about. Don't know what opinions I have. Don't know what it means to have on, on, a, that, on a headline. On a headline, 
I'd ridicule my own body, confesses Ali. I don't know who that is. Fifth Harmony star in tears over her insecurities. Don't know who that is. Couples who pout together stay together, it seems, as Gigi Hadid praised boyfriend Zayn Malik's modelling potential. I know who Zayn Malik is. The 20-year-old appearing at the MTV Movie Awards in California on Saturday, alongside fellow catwalk stars Cara Delevingne, how do you say her? Delevingne. And Kendall Jenner, uh, also 20, gushed about Zayn's on-camera skills after they starred in a Vogue photo shoot. He's a very good model. He's so naturally good-looking, <laughs> she said. The problem is he can do anything. He can change his hair colour a million times and looks great. Don't worry, Gigi. The feeling is mutual. Earlier this year, Zayn, 23, harped on about her killer curves. He harped on about her killer curves. I don't know who she is. Is she that lady at the bottom left? I think she's that one. Oh, okay. And she's Zayn Malik's uh, girlfriend. They're wearing the same outfit. Yes. Um, Those really Awesome space news. Yeah, we're just reading the paper now. I remember that. Do you remember the uh, Iranian embassy siege of 1980? I mean, not personally. But, but you've yeah, heard I'm of aware, it. I'm aware of it from the movie Argo. Oh, is it in that? Is it the main uh, thing of that? I think so. Was this with Ayatollah? I don't know. There's just a story here about an SAS hero from that siege having his badges returned. Not to him, because he's dead, but to his family. I really like the um, the design of British insignia. Yeah, the SAS logo is a really nice bit of design, I think. Like a dagger with the wings to it. I just recognised that guy's face. I watched a documentary about this siege years ago. Yeah. And he was in it, and he was like... He was like your classic sort of this SAS is John, John McElsey? Uh, McAleese. McAleese. Um, 
and he was one of the SAS Parachute Regiment uh, guys. And he was just really, really, ma- like, he was exactly as you'd expect an SAS guy to be. <laughs> Completely matter-of-fact about yeah. going in and shoot, like... Shooting. So I just shot him. A few rounds, done. A few rounds, he was dead. Like, like he was just describing it like that. Yeah. But the whole lead-up lead was really, really tense. Yeah. And there was, like... There was a policeman who was part of the siege. It was called, like, Trevor or something. And he basically... Is praised as a hero for keeping everyone alive because he just completely he kept the terrorists like really calm and negotiated. Yeah. Not not actually negotiated with them, but for like just kept talking to them constantly. And uh, like one guy in the siege did get killed. Uh, like one of the hostages, I think. But um, they all, apart from that, they all came out alive. But it's really interesting, like, how long were they there for? Six days. That must be, that must be a hell of a lot of time if you're a hostage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any, like, any length of time, days. six days is insane. Like, after a few hours, you're like, I mean, six days, you're, like, settled in there. You have to go to the toilet, you have to, like, have meals. Like, you're really living your life in six days. Yeah, it's like a it's like a short uh, city break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a long city break. It's a long city break. Yeah, that's a bank holiday and some. Yeah, exactly. And you're constantly captain. And you're yeah, you're <laughs> threatened with your life. Like, boy, that's worse than a wet weekend in Brussels. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of something that came up recently in the news. You see the kid who the, the guy who did it quote-unquote selfie with a with a, uh-huh. a guy who took a plane hostage yeah it was in Greece yeah. and there was this bloke from this twat from Leeds right <laughs> god <laughs> this is you already know my opinion on this now but like so I think they were going from it was a really short flight it was like Greek to Cyprus Greece I don't know Athens to Cyprus or something yeah, like yeah. that and this guy got on board and um, basically he was just distressed at having lost his wife and he wanted to reroute the plane in a big gesture and like claim her back or something so he okay. got this flight it was a really really ridiculous thing but then uh, and he had like a really bad false bomb strapped across his chest and there was this this lad and lad being the appropriate term um, from Leeds who was on the plane at the time and he went up to him and got one of like the air hostesses to take a photo of him with this uh, this madman with a bomb strapped to him whilst they were whilst they were taken hostage and they were just I think they were just on like the runway they weren't in the air or anything and he wanted to get like a document of it and there was like loads of and they got freed and it was fine but then there was like, this massive sort of weird backlash against this kid it was like oh he's an idiot and then there was like another backlash against that going ah he makes you proud to be British and he was just and then there was like 
What was great was there was a whole discussion about whether it was a selfie or not because someone <laughs> else took it. Like he told, he said, "Oh, I got this selfie with this guy no. with a bomb," and then everyone was like, uh, "No, it was no, just a photo. It was just a photo, actually, because you didn't take it." No. But it had one of those typical like when I read the article about it. It was like, oh, this is typical Ben. He's he's mental. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, he always does this. Oh, only him. Only him. I was like, he's that's why. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's he's just. He's like. There's this Sean Lock bit that I always remember. I think he said it on eight, eight out of ten cats, where he was going. Um, you when you hear people talking about uh, Big Brother and things. Oh, you should, you know, you should go on Big Brother. You're a right character. You, you're, you're a what a character. When they say character, they just mean twat. <laughs> oh, what a character. Anyway, I hit, I, I read about that and I was just like, oh, I hate that guy. He annoys me so much. I got unnecessarily worked up about it. <laughs> You shouldn't read the news, Chris. I shouldn't. This is clearly what... I don't read the news. Look at me. Do you not read the news at all? Nah. Mostly, no. So stressful. I get really... Like, we, we were at Sally's sister's the other day, and they had question time on, and it was just... I can't, I can't handle it. Oh, well, question time is just a whole different other ball game. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that show. Now we've got, now we've got onto TV that we can talk about. <laughs> terrible people feeling like they can like get on their soapbox and have opinions about yeah, things yeah. why don't you just get your own podcast and do it on there <laughs> instead because no one will listen well I know what was, what was okay there's a lot of infuriating things because this is all like about the EU thing there's also infuriating they call Brexit which I hate I do hate the phrase Brexit it's just, it just doesn't work it would be Brexit Brexit well, yeah, where's the E yeah. coming from? Well, it's only... exit. Huh? Like, exit. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but it's not like... Oh, God, it's such a stupid term. I don't know how it's caught on, because it's so... Isn't it from the Greek one? Brexit. Brexit. Is that what it was? Brexit was the first one they talked about. Oh, I don't know. You know when the... When I don't know if it has a heritage. Use. But, you know, uh, when they... when I know Greece were, like, yeah. Like when they had their own financial crash. Yeah, I'm, I'm vaguely aware of things that are happening, either Well, they were talking about uh, Grexit. Oh, okay. And then I think, in terms of uh, term, yeah. it caught on something Grexit. Oh, yeah. Because it would... Uh... Well, let's think of, like, all the other countries. Like... <laughs> Frexit. Frexit. Like, so do you do it in there? Frenexit. No, it's just the first two letters. I mean, France is the same. Swexit. Deutschit. <laughs> That's Germany. Itexit. Huh? Itexit. That's rubbish. You see, <laughs> only, con- only countries for whom it works Spexit. are allowed to... What's that? Spain. Spexit. <laughs> like an online glasses store. <laughs> Spexit. <laughs> I think I, I think that's a good sign that Spain might leave them. Specs it works. Yeah. Uh, Swex it. Swex it. Bex it. What's that? Melex it. 
The Lexit. Mm. Look sexy. Look sexy. Oh, that's a good one. Look sexy. It's so hard to say. Look sexy. Uh, look sexy. Or. 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 Polexit? Press that. Full get area. Polexit? Alexit. Polexit's like it. But you would say per pearl instead of pole. Dyslexic. Dyslexic. I forget who's in and who's not. Anyway, on question time, oh, what yeah. was really annoying was there was this one guy with like I, I think as well like the people on camera they find the weirdos the passionate yeah, weirdos sure. and just point the camera at them and there was this one guy he must have been probably about our age mm. and he had like some floppy hat on he had, he had some sort of stupid he had some sort of stupid hat and this was in uh, Ilford you had his number straight away yeah Ilford just east of London and every time he was like super he was super like wanting to leave the EU and every time someone like said anything to that point he would clap really loudly and enthusiastically oh yeah oh, oh yeah that guy. yeah like just but he was clearly on his own he was clearly like outnumbered in the audience of how passionate he was and then at some point he got he got the mic and he was like oh, why are we having to pay for all this stuff we should be paying for and he was like flailing his arms around we're playing for doctors and nurses in our country and wow like got really up on his soapbox just this random man in the audience and I was just like oh, oh shut up like, it was so embarrassing like I was thinking if I knew him I would just be so embarrassed like he just come across as just such a prick like his poor mother yeah I do really hate that show and so much of it I, I, I just don't like that argument that argument never works it's like why oh he was getting irate because the government had spent all this money sending us that leaflet that we read well, we and didn't like, read it we, it was a waste of money well, for us like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, yeah he was just like why are we spending that 10 million pounds on these these leaflets when we should be spending that money on doctors and nurses and blah blah blah, blah, blah. and it's like whenever someone makes that argument you just want to grab them and say that's not how budgets work that's the point of a no. budget you don't understand how a budget works and that's not how money in government works do you not understand a bureaucracy like but also like a, a democracy because you want your, your your voters to be informed about something yeah, so I mean, yeah. a pamphlet like that as, as biased as it was towards something at least it's well I mean it has to be biased against something Oh yeah. well, I suppose it doesn't have to be, but yeah, it is giving people information. Yeah, I mean, ten million pounds isn't that much, really, if you ask me. <laughs> like, I mean, it is. It is a lot of money. Physically, it's a lot of money. But to to basically pull off an advertiser, a PR stunt like that, I would imagine it would cost that much. Yeah, I just take the like the grandstanding. Uh, yeah, that too. Everybody, it's like everybody's time to shine, make a name for themselves. So, even if there's something you agree with, you're yeah. kind of like, yeah, but don't, don't be so virtual. I agree, I agree. And the, the, you know, Stop using yeah. like annoying rhetoric. There's a Tory MP that's like, there was a Tory and a Labour MP, of course, and they were, basically it was like, 
they were talking about British Steel Kit, which is apparently a story that I'd not heard about. Tata Steel, yeah. And they were, and they were like, oh well, the pre, we've done much more than the previous government about blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then the other guy was like, well, you're actually you're fine. We did loads in our previous government, <laughs> and your government is doing nothing. <laughs> like that's just the whole argument is the previous, which was like eight years ago or yeah. something. What's going on right now? Yeah, yeah exactly. No, it's funny. And also, like, people, I don't know, when people are very much caught off guard, there was something that was, I mean, much as I didn't like the the lady who was the Tory minister, she was actually involved with British Steel in some way. She was on some sort of committee. Oh, okay. So one of the guys was having to go at her, like, oh, this is the way it is, like, telling her this is the way it is. And she was like, she was like, well, she had to talk over him. Which is never, never good form of question time. But she was like, "Excuse me, excuse me, I was on the committee for this," and I, blah, blah, and I kind of like very much empathised with her in that moment. Yeah. In that, it's especially like, I mean, that's basically what that's their job is to be on these committees and yeah. hear about these things. And then this guy's saying, "Oh, this is the way." It's like telling someone, someone telling you how your job is happening, and you're like. What are you talking about? Like, even if, even if, like, I might have disagreed with what she was saying, she would, she was probably the most person with the highest expertise on that question on the panel, yeah. and like, not giving her time to like answer that in a, in a, probably the most informed way. Who was that? Who was challenging? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Someone I else on the panel. Any of them? Huh? No. Someone else on the panel, or just? Yeah, yeah. It was the guy who was the Labour MP. He was he was just say, he was saying these I are the fa- he was say, he said sat all his points like these are the facts blah 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 and she was like no I was on the committee like that's not true. Well, you think he would have done his research then and would have known? Yeah, that? I mean maybe he did, but I was, I don't know. I mean she could she might have been talking shit. The, the she thing, might have been lying. The other thing is, you have no idea. Like, when it came to that, especially an issue where I literally knew nothing, and I, that was the first time I'd heard you of it. You just this take issue. everyone on their word, don't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's <laughs> obviously not a great thing to do with politicians. No, no. Oh. Well, that, there you go, there's another big thing. <laughs> what? I feel like I'm getting some political points and, like, getting some stuff off my chest. Well, it's kind of weird that we're talking about this because as people, I think we're fairly, not apolitical, but it's sort of like our our leanings are, are a given, but we're not particularly forceful or vocal about them. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel very strongly about certain things, but like, I wouldn't, say I wouldn't post something online. No, I wouldn't. The only thing I would post online about is the like electoral. Electoral reform is your big thing. Because <laughs> nobody's talking about it because it's really boring. Like most, I think it's really interesting, but most people think it's really. It is boring. pretty boring. And I think it's, I think it's not only is it interesting, but it's the most important thing. It's the most important issue that there is because all of the all of the other issues are related or can be related to the government being undemocratic. Like if you live yeah. in a democracy, you have to. I mean, if you say, okay, we live in a democracy. What does that mean? Like, and can you argue that our system is democratic? I mean, I would argue that no, you can't. It's not. It's not. It's, it, I mean, it is democratic in a way, but in a very sort. Of, does the government reflect the will of the people? And then, if you disagree with any government policy, like, I don't know. 
as democratic you... insofar as this is what we've collectively agreed upon as the system. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The system but has voting, I suppose. But it doesn't. I don't think the government, the opinion of the government, refl- reflects accurately, for better or worse. The opinion of the nation at large. That's my. Opinion. Do you think we'll have, we'll have a referendum on electoral reform? I think it's virtually impossible. We'll never have that. Not in our lifetime. I think it's <coughs> the only thing that might get fixed is the House of Lords. But I mean, you're asking the people in power to rearrange how they get in power. Yeah. To actively put their jobs at risk. Like it's such. The only way it would happen was would be with a huge grass, grassroots movement, like a, a, a true, true, huge grassroots movement. It's, it's almost but that's impossible. where politicians have to prove themselves then, don't they? They have to show that they're yeah, prepared to put themselves on... I know, and then you're left... And then hopefully, if they do put themselves on the line, you're left with a good stock of politicians yeah. who are prepared to do something. I mean... I just don't see I'm, why it uh, would. I'm not... This is probably quite bad, but I'm not. Um, I'm not really into the politics of idealism. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And like we've got Jeremy Corbyn now, who's doing, approaching it very differently. But he hasn't like set the world alight, has he? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he never was going to do. I don't know. He's a he's a he's a hardworking, good principled man by the yeah seems of things. But like in terms of charisma and leadership, yeah. And you need that for yeah. the, for everyone to get behind him. through some um, serious topics man but also the problem <laughs> the problem with electoral reform as well is that there's no perfect system no so like you would say oh let's get rid of this system and put in this other system and then I could easily make the argument that that system is crap as well yeah for a different reason yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh. look where we are Chapel Town we're in Chapel Town my old Stomping ground. Stomping ground, that's the phrase. I was going to say alma mater. Not alma mater. University of Chapel Town. <laughs> School of Hard Knocks or whatever. School of Life. Chapel Town School of Life. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. Chapel Town Studios just over the ridge there. Mm. I am by that old church. 
looks the same. Yeah, it is the same. <laughs> It'll probably be the same for the next 30 years. <laughs> Close now. Yeah, two more stops. Meadow Hall. Well, uh, Ranting has made that journey fly by. <laughs> ranting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started with. Have you watched any good telly recently? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with question time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you watch, the only TV I've watched is. Um, the only thing you can. Time. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. The only thing you can feel strongly about is something that's made you really angry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've watched Game of Thrones, but question time. <laughs> it's such an institution, though. It's awful. I mean, it is. I don't like it. I have friends who watch it religiously. Matt Gunther. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt Gunther is a man who watches. He like. There's a certain type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. really, really likes that. Yeah. And Matthew Gunther. <laughs> Calling him out. Is one of those people. <laughs> Four hours in. Four and a half hours in. <laughs> He knows who he is. We don't, he doesn't even need to hear this. He knows who he is. If he was here, he'd say, yeah. I fucking love question time. Hashtag. What do they do? What's their hashtag? Like, QT. BBC QT. <laughs> Sickening. Do you follow um, Robo Dimbleby? No. Uh, Dimblebot, that's it. Well, like... It's like a parody account that's like... Done as if it's David Dimbleby, but a robot bio David Dimbleby, and he refers to other David Dimbleby as Bio Dimbleby. <laughs> and what's what's the bit? <laughs> it's just like that's it. That's basically it. They was end the end the episode with every Dimble dad star, and then they just comment on things that happened, like oh Dimbleby like. Bio Dimble Trying to find it. Yeah, <laughs> Left a pound on your um, on your suit. my phone for ages and it was in my pocket. Just one? Yeah, 
Sinclair detected fire in Denver Lake. Something, there's something happening. <laughs> That's weird. It, it feels like something that maybe, like all kind of memey things, it's gone too far to be able to explain anymore. Yeah. Do I sometimes wish Mario was Scouse? <laughs> so it's like, oh, for his name? Hello, my name's Mario D'Agostino. Is that your Scouse? Yeah, pretty good, right? Party, party. <laughs> Mario D'Agostino. <laughs> I've written another song in the guise of John Byers. I based it on Silla Black. I think I'd like that. Old fashioned kind of Scouse. In the guise of John Byers. I went brummy then. So what are we going to do when we get to Sheffield? Uh, don't know. <laughs> I guess we have to get to your house at some point. We do. I'm getting loads of interference again. Are we going to go back and go out again? Or wander around? I do we stop? I guess it's quite late. Yeah, it's half four. It's not late in terms of the podcast, it still has ages to go. But I mean, uh, it's quite... Like it'll be tea time soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's the important thing. Yeah. We've got we've to find like our, our bedrock, <laughs> our route. Of dinner. For where that's going to happen. Dinner. Yeah. Which we could have at my parents' house, but I'd prefer to go somewhere. Okay. So we could go up there for a cup of tea, say hello, talk, yeah. uh, find out where Sean Morley is, and then maybe go for tea and then maybe see the strike guys after. And maybe Jade at some point as well. Okay. And Daniel. Oh, we've not thought about this at all. There's too many people. <laughs> but yeah, home crooks first, do you reckon? I suppose if we go to crooks, then we can... There will be free agents. Yeah. Well yeah, we can do that. Are we gonna get the bus? Or? Yeah, let's get the bus. Okay. How much do you think the bus is now? <laughs> crooks. When was the last time you one got a bus in Crooks? Eighty. Oh, no. you, you know? Yeah, one eighty. Is that right? Yeah. I got a bus that was 210 at some point. 210? <laughs> Where? I don't know. Well, 180 is right. a lot. It's okay. It used to be 
just like 120. It's 110. But well, it used to be 33p when we were kids. Yeah, sure. 33p. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> they went up to 35 for you, like. But I mean, even the student fee fare is uh, a pound. I don't see. It doesn't sound expensive to me. The student used to be 50p. Yeah. Do I remember? Yeah, I think so. 50p? That's so cheap. I think that's outrageously cheap. Maybe, perhaps, yeah, that's too far the other way. I had my Salford University card for definitely at least three, if not four years after I left, that I continued to use for 50p's, 50p uh, travel in Sheffield. Because it had no uh, expiry date on it, which was one yeah. of the like two universities in the country that didn't put an expiry date on it. So it never expires? Never expires. Infinite. You just... But I got older and basically unrecognisable because <laughs> of what I look like on the card. And also, it wasn't a Sheffield University, so like I was pushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people aren't happy about that. Oh, no, it's got to be a Sheffield University. I don't think it does. <laughs> You're just making up the rules. <laughs> just making it up. Sweet sentiment. Like, when, where does it say that? Did you have the leaflet in your hand, like, especially? No. I mean, obviously I never... I mean, I, obviously I'm one of those people who never challenges a bus driver. I knew... I knew Why would you challenge a bus driver? When? Why would you? Why? Because yeah. they can be dicks sometimes, can't they? I remember I got on the bus in Chapel Town once with a fiver. Oh, in yeah. the morning <laughs> and he wouldn't even go I'll give you a change in a few stops or at the end when you get off it's like can't do it I was like I've, I've just got here there's no there's no card machine for 15 minutes walk like, I have to go walk into Chapter to get there yeah. you know not just let me on with this and then we'll change it at the end I was like, it's the smallest note. I've given you the best opportunity I could possibly offer you. <laughs> and um, and then he went like the three stops into Chapel Town. I ran after him and then still got on the bus because they stop in Chapel Town for like a few minutes. Got yeah. on the same bus. And I was like, and then got back on the bus again and was like really like, here, have you got any change now? <laughs> like put the fire like thrust it back on I like he managed to get a little bit more change in the intervening time I was like I can't I can't be carrying change with me as well what the fuck's you're a bus you're a bus have a fucking float oh my god it's so riled up some places they don't give change I was like I just came on I can't be carrying money as well what do you mean you can't be carrying money that's what they that's what they do with some train uh, bus companies they take their float with them yeah, yeah. when they move from bus to bus. I think it's in Birmingham. You put like you just put the money in a in like a like a tray kind of thing. Yeah. So all the coins like stick, so they can see them, and then they they never give change. Like they just don't give change. You have to give you have to give exact Except. every single time.
we're nearly there now. Which is really awkward. You have to work it out amongst your friends, like... Just coming through uh, Attercliffe, going over the river down there, industrial area, under the river down. You may remember it from the movie Three Lions. What Sheffield or the River Don? Attercliffe. Is it in? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I know Tinsley features it. Uh, maybe it's Tinsley. Oh I mean, the, no! This the is Wicker. where Elliot went. Elliot. <laughs> you know when he Oh god yeah from tree potatoes. He's like, oh I went on a walk to Aftercliff. Why? Why did you go to Attercliff? Yeah, that was weird. Just to get to know the city. Oh I'll check out Attercliff. I mean the five weirs walk is very nice. Have you ever been on that? No. It's nice. Yeah. How many weirs? Hey? <laughs> is it one of those things where there's three weirs? And they just call it the five weirs walk? I think there's five. They wouldn't put. They wouldn't call it five if there wasn't five. Sam. I didn't sleep very well. Hey. I didn't sleep very well. No, me neither. I was just too excited. <laughs> No, I've not slept well all week because oh, we're going to pick time. I've not, I've not slept well all week. So I think what, what happened is because we were so exhausted all winter going to sleep. Now when I just go to bed, yeah, I'm not tired. No, so I'm not physically tired. You mean you've been like habitually conditioned to yeah. be more tired, yeah. to have expended more energy. So I just don't sleep very well. That happens. Which is crazy because I always sleep. Sleep great. Do it with a little sleep. Well, we could do that. We could go in shifts. <laughs> Monologue. Monologue. I'll just give the mics to someone. Yeah. Um, see what they can make of it. Like, have, just have a half hour giveaway in the middle. We could sell so it we off. We can have a break. We could sell it off. You, yes, you too. Yes, you too could have half an hour of communal bathroom podcasting time, where you could you could play to an audience of tens. <laughs> How, who do you think has got this far? I think I have listened to it. You'd listen to it. I think you have listened this far. I don't think I'm listening to this. <laughs> I think you will. I think one day you will. One day? Yeah. So Chris of the future. Chris of the future. Listen to this one. I think... Uh, who Who's insane enough in our listenership that might... You said that Tom Bullock's a bit like Tom Bullock might. Hi, Tom, if you're listening. Mario might. Mario might, I think. John. Jonathan John Hamner. No, John's a busy guy, like... He only listens to the podcast a few days later, and yeah, then he listens true. to it in a few parts. So. Oh, here. Um, I think he'll listen to the first hour. You think? Oh, we're in the train. The first station. hour was a great hour. <laughs> right. Okay. It is busy on the station. 
Just some of my uh, yeah. my setup here. You can hear some rustling. We're in the world of the time glitch. Oh, the time glitch, yeah. Maybe if we stay in here, we'll we'll just use up two hours dead quick and we'll get away early. Uh, let's go to this bench here. Are you going to do a stop and... Yeah. Okay. Then I will do the same. Have you done, one, done it already? Uh, okay. Okay. I'm going to stop as well then. Stop. Recording again. Test, 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 Sam. Hey. <laughs> you what? I'm back. Okay, level's back. I think I'm back. What I need constantly is a mirror to yeah. see where stuff is. I feel like I've lost an earphone. Can you see an earphone? Yes. Behind your coat. Okay. I don't need it, I just need to know where it is. Okay. Does this look stupid? Not, yeah, it looks stupid, but it looks like it probably works. Okay. Yeah, it looks stupid. Stupid. Okay. Well, how did I we are my, in um... Sheffield. Are you, did you stop and start recording again? Yeah. Okay. Where did I have my clip before? Uh, I think it's on here. Okay. I, mean, I can't hear myself very well, though. I think it should be angled like that. Right? Well, I mean, yeah. I think you want it kind of directly underneath. You need a tie, really. <laughs> you should have a fancier a tie, situation. why? I feel like I have to sort of like that into my chin. No, no. Okay, let's I feel just go. good about this. Hey? It's good. What are we? We're nearly five hours in, like. Yeah. Five hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it a little bit. Yeah. In terms of... Uh, it's just the practicalities of just talking constantly. Yeah. It just... just, just my voice gets tired. I'm going to start getting very exhausted soon. Soon? How soon? I might, just, I might just need a coffee on the way. Oh, okay. 
or I don't know. Where do we get the bus from? Uh, oh, there's some ducks like in the fountain. Square. Huh? Orchard Square. Okay. I feel like this is so weird because I I got the train to your place today uh, in rush hour. Yeah. Or just after. <laughs> You've been at work. I feel like I've both been at work and also I feel like I'm seeing the same characters coming back the other way. Oh, right. Yeah, maybe. Everyone's had a working day. It is weird, isn't it? It's, what is it, five? Yeah, well, it's like... So people are ending half now. Half four. Yeah, quarter five. Yeah, oh. five hours. Exactly. <clears throat> so it's been a long day already. We don't, it's so familiar. Oh, yeah. Look, how long ago was it since you lived here? Oh, ages. Uh, like, what are we on? Eight years, maybe? Wow. Nine years? But it's, I mean, it still looks the same. Well, it looks the same as when I left, but yeah. not, not when I was a kid, obviously. No, no. Like, they kind of remodeled this whole area near the station when I was, when we were in high school. Was yeah. that the same time when they did the Peace Gardens and stuff? Just uh, they did that first, but yeah, it was just after that. I remember it being, <laughs> like, horrible down there <laughs> when I was really young. I don't remember. I don't remember ever needing to go and get a train. Yeah, I suppose child. not, yeah. We occasionally, occasionally did. I guess we do take it for granted. There's a, there's a poem on the side of a wall. There's lots of that nowadays. In installed art, yeah. installed poetry. I don't like it. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> this got cut from the podcast once. What? I was talking about that poem. Did it? Yeah. I remember cutting it. Exclusive extras back in. <laughs> putting them back in. You said exactly the same thing. You were like, oh, this public art, and then there's that poem, and oh, it's just rubbish. And it went nowhere. It was like a really boring thing. And hey, I was like, that's what 12 hour days for. All the boring like, stuff. Uh, this is too boring. I'm going. <laughs> too boring and too negative. It made it through the first edit. Oh, did it? And then, because I, I normally do a first edit to kind of just get everything in order, and then a second edit that's like, is this boring? I just have a really pro- a really big problem with bland public art. <laughs> I hate it like when they make art that reflects like the culture of the place that they're there. So if you're in Cornwall, they have sculptures of fish. <laughs> you go, well, why, why don't you do something imaginative about something else? Why has it got to reflect so directly the culture around why, it? Why can't it be about love or death? Exactly. Big thing. I'm just coming past Howard University. Oh, I spotted this on the way through. They've got like a new varsity okay. uh, poster up, which is when they play against the other university in Sheffield, I think. Yeah. At various teams. And it, it's, uh, it's 
tagline is Hallam Till I Die. Which I think seems very over the top <laughs> for an academic institution that you go to for three, four years. Yeah. <coughs> They're so you, intrinsically that would, linked. That you would, like, get rid of your prior 18 years of whatever... <laughs> identity. Identity you had. And loyalty. You go, yep, I'm a Hallam man now. <laughs> it's a very sort of Oxford-Cambridge kind of thing. Yeah. It? Oh no, I'm a Hallam man. Don't associate with those uni all the time. Bloody oiks now. That's the Millennium Galleries. All of this is fairly new. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was sort of over the millennium. They kind of built all this. Oh, of course. It's <laughs> in the name. So do you want to go straight to Crooks or do you want to get a coffee? Uh, I don't know. You could have a coffee know. at my house? Yeah, there's that. It's also like if we're not going to go to the Brown Bear... Are we going to go later? Are we going to come into the town later? I would think so, We right? should probably tweet Tom Bullock. I'm going to send him a clue on Messenger. What are you going to send him a clue of? Uh, um, so we're just coming up to the graduate and the library. Maybe maybe of um, one of the Masonic Lodge. Oh, I, uh, I just sent him the floor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've done it already. Uh, you could do a series of... Yeah, I think I'm going to keep sending him pictorial clues of us. Go I should have sent one on the train. He'll probably get it. He'll download the photo and then, like, yeah, take yeah. out the geotag or whatever. So what do you think? Well, with that in mind, then, what if we're if we're messaging Tom Bullock, what are we doing? Oh, I just I just wanted to send him something. Oh, okay. To say that we're in Sheffield. Oh, I'll tell but you who's also in Sheffield now. Who's that? Uh, all the snookers. The snooker. All the snookers. All the snookers. <laughs> all the snookers. They've arrived. Well, there's a lot of trucks and. Uh, I might get a coffee. Okay. Oh, we... Starbucks right here. Well, I'm just gonna go to that cafe. Oh, you could go to Zuby's, yeah. I'll just get an espresso. No, I'll get a cappuccino. Ah, look. It's all set up for the snookers. Gardens now. So I'm getting a coffee. The Winter Gardens is a like a big greenhouse that they have here, um, full of tropical plants. <coughs> it was opened by Her Majesty the Queen. I can have a large cappuccino, please. And she was accompanied by. His Royal Highness, the Duke of Edinburgh, so that's 
Prince Philip, on the 22nd of May 2003. Oh, so I'm just going to take a quick photo of the snooker set. The World Snooker Championships are held every year at the Crucible in Sheffield. And it looks like it is nearly upon us. Because some of the set is already here in the winter gardens. So that's quite exciting. And it's sort of I've never been that into snooker. Um, Presenting a sneaker series on YouTube. You right? Tom said he's busy, but busy. I said I'll keep. I'm going to keep sending him clues. Oh, I mean, he could just follow that. I mean, no, I'm going to send him personally. Personally, I'm going to send him okay. clues. <laughs> Is the oh, okay. snooker table and the set is nearly ready. Oh, okay. So, it's nearly, nearly time for the snookers. Oh, Sam. Dropped all his coins. ever been into snooker in any way? Only as much as it being on TV. Did you used to do that thing where you watched it and you're like, it's down the road, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, the yeah. time. I, and then I'm, never went? Yeah, we've never been. Like, my mum's always wanted to go and never been. She always watched the final as well. Every year. Like, I do understand snooker, like, how it works. It's absolutely impossible, though. What? To play do. to play. Yeah, it's hard. It's not impossible. I got some. I got some really good uh, pointers off a guy. I'm saying you have four four points of contact on the queue. Your hand. Your two oh, hands. Your chest. Your hands, your chest, and your chin. Uh, okay. Yeah, they always have them doesn't chin necessarily hand. get used every time, but you've got to have at least three. Yeah. Huh. And. Uh, he made a really good point about the. Um, yes. He made a really good point about the ang potting angle that you always aim for the point for. So. Shit, I should <laughs> The cue ball. Thanks. You aim to hit the object ball with the cue ball at the point furthest away from the pot. The pocket you want to get it into. Okay. So the angle goes in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you have to hit the ball. Yeah, I see what you mean. 
So if you draw a line from the pocket to the ball, the object ball, yeah. it's like on the opposite end of that line. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that... Huh, the thing that I never... Well, that I've only found out about, about recently is that you've got to think about how the cue ball is also round. Do you know what I mean? Like it would normally end, send it full ball... Yeah. into the spot on the other ball yeah. but the cue ball is also round so you have to take that into account it's also round yeah I don't know so well it's also going to act like a ball no but like say if you hit the cue ball straight at um, yeah, you the point the, on the other on ball you the cue ball at different points so that the cue ball does so if you hit it lower it stuns it or knocks it back after it's hit the cue but yeah but it's ball. more the side to side oh yeah no I don't know how they do that yeah Passing the brown ball. Yeah. Oh, you've not seen this. Well, I mean, yeah. You're not that impressed, though. Not bothered. I mean, we could have a go, Chris. No, we're not going on that. <laughs> an insane funfair ride. Which takes you up. It's in pairs. 50 metres up? Yeah, probably. What do you call that? A just a swing. It's just like a big spinning swing thing. Big spinning swing. Right at the top of Fargate. It looks awful. Looks like a really horrible experience. It's a bit boring. Huh? A bit boring, really. A bit boring? Sort of spin round and go up and down. Did we? Ali Carter. Ali Carter? Yeah. You recognise him now? I recognise him, yeah. I didn't say anything. You are Ali Carter. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to say? And he's like, oh, hey, good luck. Good Chris Dormier. He goes like, empty pockets. No, 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 no. That would never happen. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe how, how do these people look who've just come down from this ride? Fine. They look okay, don't they? Like they had a, a fine time. Oh, there's a few people coughing and a spluttering like they might be sick. And that's enough for me to say that I'm, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Speaking of bus driver and change, now, now I'm nervous. Have you got a quid? Oh? Have you got a quid? A quid? What do you need a quid for? For getting on the bus. What about the full 180? Well, I've got 80p. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's not this one. All right, this one. I did need a coffee. I feel much better. Do you remember where the condom shop used to be here? Yeah. That was a weird thing. What, it was just a, just It was condoms? Called, I don't know. That's what it was called. I reckon it was misdirection. I always remember seeing it as a kid and thinking, why do they need a whole shop for that? Like, I don't understand. They must not have. They must have just been a ruse. It was in this shop, I think. Does it? It's crossed. 
Like, I, I didn't really understand... Huh? I didn't understand what condoms were that much. But you knew that they but, didn't need a whole shop. Yeah, and then I was like, well, how, how do they need that much of a shop for it? Really, really big ones? <laughs> I still don't know. Novelty condoms? Yeah, I mean, but, like... Maybe there's people out there who are, like, um... A lot of variety from their condoms. Uh, collect them. I have never thought of that. Do you think? That's almost definitely a thing. Definitely a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like... Um, they come in all kinds of varieties. Yeah. And I reckon they're like... Um, you know, like hotel matchsticks. <laughs> yeah. Matchboxes. Well, yeah. Like people it, would make their own novelty prints. And also it would be a thing like you get two, you get two, you use one and keep one. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> you get the, the pack, the packs you get of two pack or three. Of tw- you get a pack yeah. of 12, use 11, keep one. <laughs> yeah. No, but like if it's like a, you know, something for the weekend kind of thing, you get three of them. Yeah. Use two, keep one. And then you have a collection of them. Definitely. Someone out there does that. <laughs> yeah. If you out there do do that, and you're listening five hours into a, a podcast recorded by two men in Sheffield, then that might be the most niche thing of all time. <laughs> a condom collector listening five hours into a 12-hour-long podcast by two idiots. Thinking we should get some some sort of interaction, something to let us know that people are out there. Maybe, maybe later. What's that? Huh? Do what? Sorry. Get people to like tell us that they're listening. But they're maybe not, they can't be. No, I know they're not listening right now. Not but now, in the future. No. Do you think it's yeah? It's like a, it's like having a ghost follow you around. Like, talking about this future person that may or may not be listening. Well, it's like that time, the time weirdness mm. that it creates. Yeah. False present. Five, that'll be yours. Yeah, that will be. Some point. The bus of my childhood.
I remember in school once, like, you know, they built, they built a lot of this. <laughs> Go on. They built a lot of these buildings when we were in high school, or rebuilt them. And I remember being in, I think it was in geography, and we were discussing about the, you know, the regeneration or whatever. And, like, the teacher, I think it was Mr Pickup, was like, oh, they're, oh, don't. He sort of said, oh, do you like the new buildings? And he was like, oh, I don't really like them. I remember James Hackett being like, oh, I really love these new buildings. And he's like, yeah, they're, they're all glass. Mr Pickup was like, oh, they're, but they've not got any character. And he was like, yeah, but they're all glass. Like, <laughs> just like all glass. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, they're just all glass. I've always imagined that James Hackett might live in one of these buildings. This is made of glass. It's very strange to cover something so basic. <laughs> no, but glass. like the yeah, the sort of very modern art- architectural style. Yeah. It's never the kind of home that I would want to live in. No, I don't think I find those kind of modern wooden floorboards. Big open. They I always mean, have that smell. They always have a smell. They're too clean. Yeah. Not I too li- clean. I like but, mess. Yeah. I like well, you know, organized mess. Yeah, a little bit of chaos. Yeah. Also, that I mean, people say, oh, they're not got character, but I mean, maybe they do have character, but hmm. there's nothing to them. Yeah. Wonder what Hackett's doing now. I don't have him on Facebook actually. No, me neither. We were actually like best friends in this own. No, I remember. And I stole you. <laughs> I'm sure various things stole you. Yeah. Various people. Are you this? I think it was, yeah, just sort of drift apart. Well, that's bit. what happens, isn't it? Yeah. Crooks, please. Thanks. One eighty, please. Sorry, thank you. Not at the front. Right. Why would you ever want to say the front? You can pretend like you're driving the bus. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't like it. upstairs at the front. But I think when you sit at the back, you get like a better panorama. Oh, is this for your bus chair? Well, yeah, that's a better sort of bus tour. Look, I go on a lot of buses. I can. These are one of the best ones you can get on. <laughs> like the 120, the 52. 
Look at the look at the amount of space we've got in front of our legs. My knee isn't even touching the fr- the seat in front. You've got a lovely elbow lean on the window ledge. You're very comfortable. Very comfortable. <laughs> if you're at the front, you've got no window lean or, very, or limited access. I mean, you can put to. your feet up. I mean, that's. Or you get much more. I don't know. You can do, but that's not within the spirit of the game. <laughs> it's a more immersive experience. Uh, I also don't like that you're exposed to whoever's coming up. You can't track. Who, you can't track who's coming up the stairs. So you could be knifed in the back, <laughs> and you wouldn't even know it. Well, I mean, you would when once the blade went in. But in the lead up, you'd be none the wiser. Pretty, pretty good bus experience right here. <laughs> Premium bus. Premium bus. I should send Tom, Tom Bullock another picture. Do you want me to hold your coffee? Oh, thanks. And a ticket. Do they ever check tickets? Who? Hey? Do they ever check tickets? Mm, I've never had my ticket checked. The entire time I've lived in Sheffield. Tom sent me a picture. I've never met Tom Bullock. You've never met Tom Bullock? Oh, this is work. <laughs> what, shall it, what should it be on? Um, maybe like through the window, but just like at the top of a building. Mm. So that he can vaguely work it out if he wanted to. They were on a bus. But not like the actual what the shop is or anything like that. He'd be able to work that out. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Nice and blurry. Blurry. Oh, he'll get that. <laughs> that is definitely a tram line. I don't know, you can't really tell what it is. It's very... No, that is quite abstract, actually. Sending more clues to Tom Bullock. This time of a blurry photo of... Uh, the, the corner old... of the bus window with some tram overhead lines. Yeah. So on West Street. It's quite, nice, actually, on West Street. Quite, it's quite an odd abstract form. There you go. Oh, what has he said? Nice job. Oh, he knows. He knows where we are. I'm not saying. Well, we're not on a tram, though. <laughs> thinks he's smart. Well, he is. He's a doctor. Is he still working as a researcher? Oh, I think so. Because these are all questions I can save for later when he finds us. Sure, yeah. I've got a lot of questions for him. Tom Bullock. Sound like doctor. We didn't, didn't we have Doctors, an idea? Doctor, doctor. Uh, the Doctors in Delamere or something. What was the what was the name of the I don't know. <laughs> the spin-off podcast? Doctor Delamere and Doctor. Doctor Doctor and Delamere. Doctor Doctor Delamere. That makes it sound like I'm a double doctor. Doctor Doctor Delamere. Yeah, but that's what's. Is that what's funny about it? Is that Tom Bullock? No. <laughs> it's just a, another man with a beard. Another bald man with a beard. 
Uh, so is the whole basis of that potential spin-off podcast title is uh, is the idea that I would never ever the the idea that I could become a doctor so wildly unlikely. They're two overqualified nerds. He's an idiot. <laughs> He's an actual idiot. With no qualifications. What happens next will make you laugh. Oh, they're really pushing this velocity. Oh, wow. The S doesn't link up very well. It's okay. Is that a floor that just wouldn't take part? The gap? No, no. Or is that the gap? thing is, like, the floor. Is that a whole... Have they got another poem? Simon Armitage. No. Emperors of Earth. Poems on sides of buildings. Loads of it now. That's the Alfred Denny building. Oh, yeah, the famous joke. <laughs> my very, very elaborate tortoise joke. Test you, Denny Day. Test you, Denny Day. Yeah, that was very labour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still pleased with myself. Remember when we carried it? You that would be a pole carrying a sign. Oh, was that? Yeah. Okay, that was one of the main instigators. As one of the four people in attendance. It's me, you, Daniel, and Paul. Paul. Stolen car park sign. But from Sheffield University. From Sheffield University. They, left it, they, they carried left it, it all the way back to Portsmouth. They left it in the foyer, didn't they? And, um. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't. Like it was one of those, like, yeah, swinging, swinging, swinging sandwich board kind of signs. Not so much good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but it was very robust, I seem to remember. It was very. It yeah. was like a nut. It was chrome. It was metal. Yeah, it was metal. Yeah. And then his mum, fa- Paul's mum, found it in their spare room or something. Yeah. Exactly. Demanded you return it back. I remember getting no, a very panicked. Took, didn't she just take it? Oh, then? I don't know. I remember getting a very panicked phone call. From we need to sort this, this uh, sign out. Yeah. We didn't. Paul's mum did. That's sad, Can't take responsibility for our actions. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There was oh like, God, yeah. it was a bunch of people from South End on Sea. I don't remember. They were all from South End on Sea. Students. Pretty much everyone there was from South End on Sea, and they were all students. Yeah. And then we were just there, and they were like, "Why are you here?" Just let ourselves. In. Well, no, what did we do? We were walking past the Union, and they had just come out of a night. And they were like, oh, we're having a party back at ours, come with us. Like, we just happened to be walking at the same time as them. This way. That would never happen, though. Well, because you're too old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. 
Though, I tell you this story. I was. Um... <laughs> Come on. Did I tell you this one? Did you know that? Did you hear about this one? Um, I was coming back from Manchester with Ismar from one of the snooker things, and um, Ismar had just wheeled away on his bike about 10 seconds earlier, and then this Italian couple comes up to me and goes, uh, <laughs> Empty pockets? <laughs> no. <laughs> Were they miming their pockets out? <laughs> No, um, they they said, um, "Do you know where we could go for a, a quiet pint?" And they they walked down from their hotel in the city centre down the road to the Wazza's train station, which was the completely wrong direction to go in to find a nice place. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll, I'm walking that way anyway, so I'll take you to the Red Deer, which is yeah. a, a nice, um, comfy, quiet sort of real ale sort of pub." just off West Street so slightly off the uh, the beaten track and it's always nice and quiet and warm and lovely <laughs> the Red Deer <laughs> um, and so I walked up with them and I was like oh it's here um, do you mind if I stay in for a drink as well so we'd been talking up along the way and they were called Patricia and Jerry they were from a town called Barry in the Barry? South of Italy. It's quite big, actually. It's like 400,000 people. Okay. I'd never heard of it. I said, they said, where are you from? No, I said, where are you from? And they said, Barry. And I went, what, in Wales? Yeah, yeah. Went, no, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's like B-A-R-I. Okay. Rather than the other way. And then we just had like a night. Like we just, uh, we just had a few drinks. And we had a great time. That's nice. I just just bumped into the street. Bumped into the street. Bumped into each other <laughs> in the street. Bumped into the street. Interestingly, how I met Ismar as well. Just bumped into him in the street. Yeah. And so I have these people on Facebook now. Uh, hello, Patricia and Jerry, if you listen to this. <laughs> uh, six, six, six hours in? Six hours in. Something like that. Uh, um, and they invited me to come and stay at their house. It's pretty cool. Nice. But that's that's the kind of thing now that happens. People bump into nice, nice Italian couples yeah. who want to go for a quiet pint rather than a rave in someone's cellar. Yeah, yeah. Which is they a, were having a rave in the cellar. They were having a rave. We in sort the of cellar. hung out in the kitchen most of the night. There was a full-on rave, and in they the were cellar. having an actual rave in the cellar. Yeah. But yeah, we don't we don't get those kind of invites anymore, do we? <laughs> I, I think I'm quite glad I'm quite glad for the developments. I don't go to those kinds of functions. No. A rave. Not a rave. You love a rave. Never did. <laughs> Never went. I've been to like proper raves, like illegal raves. I think I've only been to one. No, probably not than that. I've been to like parties that go that way. I have been to one actual illegal rave in a warehouse. Sidetrack rave. People, I've seen people like. The illegality of it is part of the fun. Yeah, they're also not that illegal, really. Well, sort of. Depends where it is. 
Well, I suppose that, yeah. I mean, it's one of those, you know, you know when it's like an illegal thing because everybody starts smoking inside. Yeah. That's, that's the sort of turning point. You're like, oh, okay, this is, this is like a, a cool illegal thing. Which is now incredibly jarring, isn't it? To see yeah, yeah. Oh, it's inside. horrible. And yeah, parties it was, and everybody's smoking like completely the, the norm not that long ago well 10 years ago now was it, what, when did it become illegal? Uh, 2007 I think no 2000 no that's right I think that is because we had a the year f- of the it first, at university yeah the first first year at uni was a whole year of inside. never being able to wear your clothes ever again yeah. was getting burned getting burned yeah. You used to get burns on your arms like yeah. most nights. How weird was that? And we put so up with weird. that. Just constantly bumping into people going, ow! Like you get that extra yeah. thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Ow, no, actually, you burnt me, you bastard. <laughs> Suddenly, some girl would be like, like, ah, and they'd be like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, didn't I make any? So it's a ludicrous w- idea, isn't it? People yeah. were dancing, flailing their arms around with l- cigarettes, lit, lit cigarettes, cigarettes. Just, that's also, just when, I remember being burned like one time, and I was, you know, it's that kind of pain where it, it doesn't hurt that much, but it like made me really angry. <laughs> mm. Like it's quite an intense pain, but oh, like yeah. very short. So it's just like, and it just sort of hurts a bit, but like. I, I felt on the inside I was like seething suddenly like gone from just normal to just angry <laughs> I feel like it's the kind of pain that's not unlike uh, reaching into an oven before your oven chips have gone to get an oven like, to get a get chip an oven. Yeah. <laughs> and then accidentally catching yeah, the top yeah, yeah. of your so, arm yeah, it's exactly the same, same kind of catching your arm in the oven and I feel like those are the two types of burns I experienced the most at university. A lot of oven chip related <laughs> burns where I was too impatient and couldn't <laughs> wait for them to cook properly and hurt myself in the process. And cigarette burns. Sally burnt itself on, you know, the electric grill. Yeah. Like on the top of the oven. We're getting off. Yeah, we're getting off. And it was like glowing hot. And she was reaching in and like touched her finger on the. Whoop. Whoops. reached in to get whatever was it was in it touched a finger on the like glowing grill electric grill thing yeah and it like properly burned her like she had a like the burn on her hand for absolutely ages uh, they've had the road done at Crooks you uh, noticed perfect should be skateboarding down it uh, Sheffield is notorious <laughs> for having it thousands of potholes really really terrible road surfaces but they're going around doing some of the some of the roads and Crooks have just had its road done (laughs) wonderful 
I've always thought it's strange that there's a clock on this funeral. There is a place. clock, like. I don't think they've changed it yet since they've changed the clocks either. <laughs> it's always been there. And I think that's there's something like. There's something quite ominous about yeah. a clock being on the outside of a funeral parlour. Like your time, your time might be soon. <laughs> they, they should, if it was America, they would have like a. This clock is sponsored by. Yeah, yeah. Such and such. Your time is. Your yeah. time is nearly up. Yeah, your time will come. You'll be here one day. This is ticking ever closer. <laughs> it's nearly time. <laughs> it's the final countdown. Tick tock, tick tock. We'll still be here when you're not. <laughs> Is it something like uh, we go on the clock when you pop off or something like that? <laughs> We're on the clock when you've run out. When you run out of time, we go on the clock. Uh, okay. Something like that. That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> as far as slogans for funeral callers go. <laughs> what do they call them? Undertakers. With, with, there, a, yeah. with a time sort of uh, theme. Yeah. <laughs> Taker's clock. Right. Oh, we're walking through Crooks now, we should probably say that. Oh yeah, we're just coming up to Chris's house. And we are very close to my mum and dad's house. Which is also now my house. <laughs> Only for a little bit. Only for a little bit, yeah. When do you move in? Oh, it's locked. When did I... What, when am I moving? Yeah, three weeks. June. June? June. It's got delayed a little bit. Why? Uh, the guy who's leaving isn't leaving as soon as he'd originally said. Which is fine. It's his life. It's his. Well, it's kind of your life as well, but. Yeah, but it's his to okay. say. He's paid the rent. I'm leaving. Yeah. Kind of thing. Are you kicking him out? <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. Are you eating? Are you eating? Have you got food right now? Yeah, yeah. Both of you. Hi, Dan. Yeah? Hi. Hi. Nice, Dan. Has your microphone turned up? Uh, the adapter came. How did it? Yeah. What time? Uh, th- exactly when I was leaving, about 10 oh, to 9. Oh, right. I've been looking all over for it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Who are you Hello. 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 Yeah, yeah. Right, do you want something to eat? If you want something to eat, get something. Should we have something to eat here? Well, I mean, we might as well. Yeah, okay. But don't blog it. <laughs> Not blogging, Dad. It's podcasting. Oh, it's podcasting. Yeah, we're recording now, by the way. Oh, you're not. Yes, we are. Oh no, you're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> you're on. You're on the show right now. Hi, Mum. Nice to see you. Hi, Mum. You're on the show right now. Yeah, you are. Maybe we shouldn't have. I don't think we should have food with them because they seem to be very uncomfortable with the idea that. that we're recording. That's fine. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't mind either way. Um yeah, maybe we won't have anything to eat then. <laughs> yeah, but you seem so uncomfortable with the idea. Right. Just go in here for a bit.
Oh, look at this picture. What? What fat Chris? I mean, I'm fat now, but I mean, fat young Chris. His <laughs> tinted glasses. Tinted glasses? Yeah, look at them. Why were they tinted? I don't know. <laughs> and the tie. Badly done. Mm. So with my teeth as well. Ugh. I think I might send this one. <laughs> no, no, no. That's so obvious, though. If you send that to Tom Bullock, he'll know where he, we are. Which is fine, I guess. Right, I'm just going to... Uh... <laughs> okay. Need a spoon. Just sending a photo. My family are all eating. Yeah, it's live. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's not. Sending no, it's not. Chris no one's listening to it now. A photo of a photo of Chris. Tom Bullock, but just no. the eyes. Just the eyes. It's all being recorded as live. Chris's eyes. Boyhood. So, um, eyes. There you go, there's a spoon. So here we are, in the down here. Is that what you, you wanted a spoon for the beans? Yeah. yeah, there's a spoon in there already. I don't know if oh. Chris is talking, maybe I should talk. Should I talk? There's just so much to look at. There's Chris's brothers, photos of them. It's not a photo of his sister. Ah, were Absolute. you talking? Huh? <laughs> were you talking? Yeah, I was talking at the same time. Okay, that's fine. Were you? Not really. No. Absolute chaos in the Delamere family tea time, <laughs> as usual. Um, as I was walking through, they asked for... Oh, God. Sam's just sent a photo, very close-up photo of my face when I was 14, maybe 15, to Tom Bullock. <laughs> Further clues. <laughs> and absolute chaos when I went in there. They wanted, they wanted a spoon for the beans. <laughs> as I was walking past and getting a glass of water... I said, oh, I'll get it. So anyway, not like that. <laughs> I came back and there was a spoon already in the bin. <laughs> they just don't, they don't oh. plan these things through. I just spoon for the beans. I got very upset. The tablet? Is this some sort of, like, economist for Catholics? Yes. A member of my extended family who is deeply Catholic may be moving to Sheffield soon. Okay. Oh, are you, are you putting up appearances? Keeping up appearances? Making the place look a bit more Catholic? Uh, no, they might, they might be for that person okay. to read. No, no, we're not putting... What do you mean putting on appearances? You've seen the amount of religious iconography put... in this house. Yeah, I know, but like, if they're even more Catholic, you have to make it your mm. place even more Catholic. I mean, yeah, this person is more Catholic, obviously. Because it's my grandma. I don't know why I'm hiding who that person is. <laughs> it's your grandma. It's my, my Irish grandmother, who is deeply, deeply Catholic. 
Not Just like me. I was Catholic. <laughs> Laps I'm Catholic. Huh? Laps Catholic. We, you were baptised. Yeah. But we didn't go to church or anything. It was just the condition of my parents' marriage that my brother and I be baptised Catholic. A condition of your mum and dad's well, marriage? Whole, well, because my mum's family are Catholic. Right. So, like, them... If you are... And my dad's family are Methodist. So, in order for my dad to marry my mum, part of it is you have to, like, promise that you're, you, will raise, you will raise your children within the Catholic faith. Right. And uh, that extended as far as getting us baptised. And the Methodists, not that bothered about that? Uh, I think my mum's family were more bothered about it. Right. And my dad didn't feel either way about it. Yeah, I guess fervent Methodists. You never hear that phrase. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) Fervent C of E. Yeah. Whereas Catholicism is a bit more... um, I mean, my dad's family weren't particularly religious anyway. It's just like, I mean, you, everybody belongs to something. So yeah. that's the one that they belong to. I guess. It was more his grandparents that were Methodist. Whereas my mum's family is, like, Catholic. Well, your dad's an atheist, right? Pretty much, I think. He dabbled with Buddhism for a bit, right? Yeah, yeah. If you or ask him, he'll least... tell you he's a Buddhist. But Why? When he's not? I don't know, I think he just likes to say it. Yeah, I can imagine your dad saying, saying <laughs> taking on a different religion for, for effect. Yeah. Well, not for effect, obviously he did do it. No, he did, like, he studied Buddhism. Probably. And, like, yeah, I think so. Like, he read about it a lot, and he will talk about it. But he's not, like, a... He's not a particularly spiritual person, I don't think. I think he was more interested for... He's always been interested in, like, uh, sort of self-improvement kind of stuff. Mm, So we had a lot of, like, not self-help books, but, like... Because he did, like, life coaching and stuff like that. that It's not that my dad needs help. I don't don't know, he's just always had an interest in that. Yeah. I'm not sure he uses any of those techniques, but, like, he... um, I think he uses it in his work as well. As it's more ways of training because a lot of his work is to do with like training people. So these ideas can be used for that. I think. Mm. So I think he was more interested in the whole like, you know, you let go of uh, like wants and things like this, and that you can be more kind of focused. And I don't, I don't know much about it. Trying to become an is... trying to become an enlightened being. The, like, the personal spirituality, like, journey, individuality thing about Eastern religions can really, really appeal to people who've been brought up in Christian-based households and stuff like that, I think. Why? Because it's so completely different. Yeah. Like, it's not... Quite exotic. It it seems to have more ideas about the self rather than a community or the church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're being dictated from on high, like, from the church, 
Catholicism is very much about the church. Mm. Not about the church, but like that's part of it. Yeah. And the Pope. Whereas in... The Pope. Like... Yeah, maybe in those more Eastern religions there isn't that sort of dictation from on high. It's more about spiritual development. Probably not. It's probably, yeah, once you get into it, it's probably not as true as that. Something that always uh, amazed me, I only learned this like a while ago, was like, um, where like Western religions are looking for eternal life, Eastern religions are looking to break it. Yeah. So in Eastern religions, uh, Spirituality, they believe you, you'll die and you come back again, you'll die and you come back again. Yeah. And you'll keep going in this, in this mortal world until you reach immortal. Yeah. Until you reach, you reach like, like an extra plane and then you... Then you, you can like, actually die. Yeah. It's a funny way of looking at life that... It's just the completely opposite way of looking at it. Yeah, whereas if you're... I'm tired now. <laughs> this, is like, this is like late night. Late night chat. Yeah. It's all about death since we came here. <laughs> well, that's where you, you come into an oppressed Catholic household with lots of crucifixes everywhere. Let's talk about death. Since while we're at it, I may as well... Like, I'm going to a funeral tomorrow. Oh, yeah. There was some mention of it while we were recording in the in our house, like, arranging train times and stuff for me to go down. But my great-aunt died. Mm. Uh, my grandma's sister. My grandmother died. Uh, six, seven, eight years ago, something like that. And then her sister was ill. I mean, she was old as well. Like, really old. And then she died last last week, two weeks ago. And then we're going to the funeral tomorrow. So that'll be fun. I hate funerals. You hate them? I've been to way too many funerals. I mean, you're not meant to like them. I know. But I don't... It's not like... It's not like I don't want to go. Like, I do want... I want to... You want, it's, it's such a strange thing, because you want to go. It's the thing you want to go to. But you... They just suck. <laughs> I don't know. Been to too many. Too many funerals, not enough weddings. Yeah, weddings are nice. But, I don't know, if it's a family funeral, I, I think there's always something kind of special about it. Yeah, but we don't... I wasn't like... We don't, we're not like close. We were. It's not like I wasn't close. I mean, it was my grandma's sister and I knew her, but we weren't like close. I, had, I haven't seen her since my grandma's funeral. Mm. So it's like, it's a bit of a strange one, really. Yeah. Especially for you, if you were like, the generation down. Yeah. You don't even really have had any reason to have anything to do with her. Unless you were like a close-knit family. Yeah. Well, yeah, she, it's yeah. odd when you get like to family, you get to family things where they're kind of like your duty to be there. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, I don't mind... I get that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like doing your duty. Like, mm. it's like really, why am I going? It's, it's almost like because my grandma would have wanted me to go. 
Yeah. That's why I'm going. And I want to go because of that. It's not that I... But... They still kind of suck. I mean, they're not meant to be nice, but... Yeah, I know. Going to an old lady's funeral is probably one of the best ones you can go to. Yeah, I've been to worse. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever been to a wedding where the people have got divorced afterwards? Yeah. Sure. Have you? Well, no, I've only been to two, three weddings. And they were all reasonably recently. Do you ever look back on that wedding and be like... It was all futile. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What a waste of our time. I'm, I'm waiting for this to happen for the first time. Like, people get, someone gets married and divorced. I mean... Oh, like, too, as, a we guess, as, young. as just a guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're kind of like, oh, that's sad. But if you're, if you're, what's the tradition? The bride's family pay for it? Yeah, yeah. Or whoever, whoever paid for it. You go, oh, that was £20,000 that actually means nothing. Like, that's just gone. Yeah. We had a lovely day, but what does it matter? Weird. Because yeah. weddings are like the that can be some of the best, best day, the day, the best day of your life. Yeah. For well, the great, the greatest guests. But it does sort of nullify the entire experience if there's a divorce. Yeah. I, I think I wouldn't be able to help but think, like, could you see it? Could you, like, see it coming? Do you know what I mean? Like, looking back on the day, like, they weren't meant to be. I don't know. On the day, like, sort of a little snapshot, a little drama, just a little... Yeah, a little something, moment. and you're like, mm. Hey, is this thing in doubt? Yeah, that would be... That's like... Of course you'd say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. With hindsight. Hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> what are the other things then? Uh, christenings? <laughs> I haven't been to any christenings. Never been to a christening? Not that I know of. Now, christen- christenings. Right? <laughs> are great. Because... It's just a baby, like, what's going to happen? It's a baby. <laughs> baby doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, it might cry a bit when they put the water on its head. But you still get yeah. food and a piss up. <laughs> and you don't have to, like, you don't have to pay any attention to the baby. Yeah. You don't have to buy the baby a present. I mean, people do do that. There's no, like, nervousness that the best man's forgotten the ring, or that the groom might run away at the last minute, or the bride might... Yeah. It's like uh, a wedding without a any peril. Yeah. Sorry, maybe the groom could throw a strop and the, the bride would run away. I don't want to I don't want to go into gender defined uh wedding <laughs> clichés. Um but uh the christian christening the christening christening is great. Sort of an extension of wetting the baby's head. <laughs> First two months of a baby's life, everyone's just getting pissed all the time. <laughs> Who cares? Oh, baby's born, wet baby's head. 
And then someone else comes around, oh, wet baby's head again. And then uh, then you have the christening of the piss up. It's great. I don't have enough family. That's probably the problem. Or religious family. Yeah, but even if I had any family, like I've only got mm. two cousins. So if I had... You've only got two cousins? Yeah. So... I've got... Twenty, at least. Twenty. Yeah, at least. I don't know. But it's not like I'm close with any of them. I suppose I'm moderately close with my cousins. Like we don't get we don't get together outside of family functions. But then when we are when we are together, we get on really well. That's not your mic you're swinging around, is it? No, it's the headphone. Oh, I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> Just like really absentmindedly, like. Oh, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird. Because they live in Sheffield as well, so it's. Well, one of them lives in Sheffield. And they, yeah, half of them on Facebook, but we don't, we don't like meet up or anything. But then when we do meet up for like family, whatever, like it's. It's good. Yeah, they're, they're fun yeah, people no, to I be around. Fun, I have cousins like that. It's good to see them. Yeah. But they live in like stupid places like Wales <laughs> or Bishop Storford. Yeah, I think one of my cousins lives in Gloucester, maybe. That, like a stupid place like that. Yeah. yeah. Dumb villages in places. Dumb villages. Oh, oh God. Um, I think. Oh, yeah, we were just popping in, really, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, we should see what Sean Morley's doing. Okay, yeah, we're in Crooks. Because we are in Crooks. I'm not sure... Oh, he's not picked up the latest clue yet. Oh, he has. <laughs> Tom Bullock, he's seen the latest clue. How's tea? It's fine. Oh, God, yeah, you have, you have eaten it, haven't you? Well, you went here. Why have you got a bit of J-cloth over the microphone? Is that a bit of a... Is that a baffle? <laughs> it's a windshield. Um, a windshield. Thank you, Dad. That... that. Yes, that, it doesn't work. <laughs> and you're proving he's shown, that. He's showing his peak flow. Hey? He's showing his peak flow. What's wrong with you? What are you listening to? I'm, not, I'm listening to the output of the microphone to check that the levels are all right. Okay, right. So I'm here with my... Sorry? You've already asked. We've already covered that, Dad. It's a baffle that doesn't work. It's a windshield. What's a baffle? Baffle. Oh, Louis. It's a windshield, yes. Don't swear. Catherine, you're in. Is that what those furry things are? Yes, yeah. Um, so I'm here with my dad and my mum and my sister. And uh, none of them, none of them want to be here. I mean, you yeah, want to be here. I want to be here. I'm not very well. But you don't want me to be want here. To be, you know, whether you've got a microphone or not, Christopher, that's generally my. Whether I have a microphone <laughs> or not, you don't want me to be here. Yeah, pretty much. That's fair. Yeah, you said fine. you wouldn't be upset if I died the other day. So I did not say that. Through. When you did I say that? You'd said it at tea time on Saturday. You said, I said. If, if I died, you wouldn't miss me. And you had no emotional attachment. You did. You had no emotional yeah, I did attachment. Yeah, Which is pretty So at the moment, I'm pretty upset. Help yourself to I'm a baked potato, won't you? you? Well, I'm going to leave now. I your listeners to hear now this, a cold-hearted... This caricature assassination. I'm going to leave now. Uh, uh, the truth hurts. It does. You could just say oh. sorry. Sorry? Are you and Sam going out? I mean it. 
Sorry. No, and you have to say you didn't actually mean it. I didn't mean anything. And what would you feel there? if I did die? I'd be sad. Is, right is, that all, is, that all, <laughs> is that all you'd feel? Yeah. Not devastated? Um, mildly devastated. Yeah, no, you're dripping on the floor. Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't get that recording. Yeah. Translation. Just dropping a load of baked potato on my sister's computer. <laughs> Which is a completely different experience to being in Sam's house. I just dropped loads of potato on my sister's computer. That's alright, I only need that for Sam, you like a baked potato to be eating? Oh, sure. Yeah, thanks. This is better. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. Just to pr protect my face from the cold, mostly. But it just grows like this. You're going to Bethlehem here? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, out to the West Country, yeah, on the boat, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sally's family live there, so... Really nice. Yeah, we were kind Sorry, of sick of London and uh, <laughs> thinking of places to go, so we were like, we'll just... Because we can drive the boat straight there. It takes two weeks, but, you know, we can do it. Nice. So, yeah, in there by by the summer we'll be out there, which is good. Yeah. What do you go there? Kennet and Avon? Yeah, Kennet and Avon, yeah. So we go on to the Thames. Like up through Reading and Newbury, and then onto the Kennet Navy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Newbury, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then drive like pretty much to. Well, we're looking at jobs in Bristol and Bath, so that kind of West Country area. So. What do you do? What jobs would you look for? Uh, I don't know basically, <laughs> but there's some stuff at Bath Uni that I'm going to apply for, and then there's, um, like Institute of Physics is in. Bristol as well, so if I wanted to keep doing what I was doing, um, which I don't necessarily want to do, so not really sure at the moment. I just, my friend's a graphic designer, she's got her own company, so I thought if you did graphic design, <laughs> not really. <laughs> oh, wearing that shit, she's not a graphic designer. No, definitely not. She's the only graphic designer I know, <laughs> that was too creative for my liking. Yeah. So you had a good day? So far. Yeah, so far. It's been good. Yeah, just sort of hung out at my parents' house. Um, Annoying them? No, they don't get annoyed by things. Well, I mean, they were working, so... <laughs> I think my dad was happy for the interruption, to be honest. All right. <laughs> Whereas I think the exact opposite could be said of you, though. What? Well, not not happy. I wasn't well, I wasn't happy. I wasn't you weren't happy with our response to you. Um... Well, I don't. I don't appreciate the very first thing Catherine saying that um, you said. I wished you were dead or something. <laughs> you did. No, you didn't I didn't say, say that. You, see, you, you, you didn't, didn't say. I, I wished you were. No, I didn't say you. I wished you were dead. You said I wished you were dead. No, I. You said. I said I wouldn't be that unhappy if I died. <laughs> if you died. But that made me upset. No, that would. I can see how that might be. <laughs> and that's why she's brought it up because she's still upset. No, you said, no, you're not still. Are you happy that I'm here with my microphone? I went, I'm happy that you're here. I'm not happy you're here, microphone or not. And <laughs> yeah. I told you the reason why I was feeling me. that way. I don't hate you because <laughs> I'm not a cold-hearted bastard like you. <gasps> but 
But, You're taping all this. Get yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's all on tape. Like, I, I don't, don't are you kind of annoying at the moment? You might as well go for the potatoes dropping on the floor. Kitchen, sprinkles on the floor. Oh, that's disgusting. See, you know, there's plates there. Yeah. Plates. Yeah. Chairs. There's a table. We'll do another table. Table's going to be a bit of fun. Table is going to be a bit of fun. I buried a squirrel today. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, Dad. Was it alive? You buried a squirrel today. <laughs> We found it in the water, but it kept wriggling a bit. It was floating at the top. Was it like in rigor mortis in like a, a funny way? Oh, it obviously sad. got dropped in. And, uh, Did, you huh? <laughs> Did you watch it? Huh? Did you watch it die? It's dead, dead, dead. dead. It's dead a long time. That's so sad. So I dug a big hole first, then hiked it out. Just talking about funerals. It's floating. <laughs> no, not particularly. That means you haven't been there that long, then. A bit bloated. It's very smelly. Uh, I'm glad I wasn't there. Put it straight in the hole, big slab of stone on top, which was a which was a mistake. Why? Heavy stone on decomposing squirrel. Yeah. Oh mm. man. Yeah, not good. Smell. Yeah, but I, I've never shoveled so fast in my life. And put a big paving slab on. And were you sad that the squirrel had died? No. No. <laughs> Did you say a few words? No, I didn't say any words. Just like, oh bloody hell, that stinks. Get out of my bloody water <laughs> Um, yeah. What are we going to do with that water pot now? I like really nice. Allotment chat. <laughs> it'll be full of uh, yeah, good nutrients. good nutrients. Yeah, yeah for, the, for the soil. If you drink it, you'll die. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why are you not working today? No. Do you work anymore either? No. You have a lot of time. I don't like your line of questioning. <laughs> Deliberately <laughs> provocative. Oh, he's, he's mm. What, Catherine? <laughs> Yeah. I, I was, that's all you had me, is to annoy Christopher, isn't it? Not especially. Do you think? Not specifically. I feel like it was my role. I've been off work today as well, Chris. Just so poorly. Yeah, I know. It's a bath. It's good. Mm. It's a lot more rural that's than, than, than I'm used to, but... Oh, yeah. Well, so I don't... I'm a bit worried we might have to get a car, which is a bit frustrating, because I really don't want a car, but... Yeah, but if, it's yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit hilly, and like, yeah, it might just be too, too inconvenient, really, to live because we live on the boat, so it's to cycle. It's mostly laundry that's the <laughs> that's the pain, to be honest. But yeah, no, yeah, I just go to the laundrette, which is fine in London. Like, it's basically a ten minute walk from a laundrette at the most at any time. But once we're out in the country, it's like, okay, it's like a day trip, basically. Well, you really have to be careful of what kind of So how do you do the internet then? It's all contracted things. Well, we just uh, do mobile, like mobile mm. internet. Which again, works fine in London, but I have no idea how it, how yeah, it will work out there. that's true. So, I mean, that's, yeah, most of modern life is kind of set up fine to live on a boat these days, communication-wise, but... And like things are quite low power as well, so. What did you do with the boat when you were away? Uh, we sort of uh, we rented it, but you're not legally allowed to call it renting. So we kind of got a boat sitter. Basically, we gave it to this guy. Lent it. <laughs> yeah, lent it to this guy, and he paid us a bit of money, not very much money. Um, and it was on a mooring in Hackney, so he had a, he had a mooring, and was between boats basically for the winter. So he just looked after us for four months. 
which is perfect, really. Because um, he's not I driving. Mean, that, was, that was a good match. There's like a there's a Facebook group, a Facebook group called London Boaters, and then we know people through that, and then they yeah. everybody everybody kind of knows each other, like oh, sort of. So, nice. yeah. Do you think you'll miss London, man? Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to say. It's kind of yeah, it's it's kind of exhausting living there, Mm. and it's kind of it gets to you a bit, and it's so expensive and yeah, it's not. Bath is lovely. I went I went for the weekend to my friend's house. It was just I wanted to stay longer. We had a week, didn't we? Week. Fresh food. Right a week. Fresh food. She moved to Bristol. She moved to Bristol. Actually in Wiltshire, I think. Yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, Sally's family live in there. Uh, me. They live in Trowbridge, which is in Wiltshire. Yeah. We're not eating. Oh, all right. He's decided, <laughs> yeah. and then eats. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry. Oh, thanks. We had a salad at lunch, so that's enough. We did have a salad at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it had bacon and cheese in it, but. It's really grown up. Oh, we've had a message off Sean Morley. I said we're in Crooks, mm-hmm. and he said, "Where are you?" And I said, "Slin Street," but we can come to you. All right. And he said, "Depends." Depends on what. Part of me wants the excuse <laughs> to get out of the house. But if you're actively looking for a friendly venue, I can help. Oh, I think both. I don't know. Whatever. Why don't you do an extra Where broadcast my... and Dolphins, and then and then uh... go for a walk with Sean Morley. A walk with Sean Morley. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What fun things have you done for your podcast today? Really, not that much. Right. Well, I mean, we wandered around my parents' house. Talked to my mum and dad. Close from mum and dad. We ranted on the train a bit. Yeah. Then we just came up here. Are you, yeah. um, wow. Are you up for the weekend? Well, were you up for the weekend? Uh, we're up for the week, up for the week actually. So, because. Oh. <laughs> Six o'clock. Five minutes early. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, we, um, 
Uh, we only came back from France a week ago. And then we're here for... We went to see Sally's family. And then we... I've come up now. She's coming up later in the week. Uh, spending a week at my parents' house. So... Because we've stored all our stuff there, so we need to sort it all out so so they can bring it back to us. <laughs> yeah, just tired because um, we've been talking for six hours. Such a hard mm. life. It, you know what? It's harder than it sounds. It's quite exhausting. <laughs> it's very it's exhausting. Hard You're burning all your juices. It's hard to talk all day, isn't it? Oh, it's hard well. to talk all day. Oh, no, it's this is important. There's some other stuff. Well, we were just having you were just having this chat with your mum about stuff that you've got left over from. Yeah, I mean, we need to put it. I need to burn it. <laughs> I've told you, mum, burn it all. Burn it all. I thought you might like to go see it. No, I don't care about looking at it when it's not burnt. Let alone. I started reading something about the, the, some notes you've been given by, by about Thomas Aquinas. I thought, no, I'm going to just chuck it out of the well, once, you start, once you start reading it, you get into it, it, don't you? I was like, I want to get back into my theology notes, eh, level. The notes don't get better with that. You're such a compelling writer. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it was, actually, it was, re- it, was really, mm. it was really badly printed. No, Thank you. Yours. No, it was something about. Was it a photocopy of a book? We always just no, but it, no, it wasn't. It was like I was going to have this theology question worksheets. about uh, um, um, arguments, logical arguments that make the untruth seem true. Ooh, like um, logical positivism. My name is Christopher Delamere. Delamere is a French name, therefore I am French. Do you That's quite, that? That's quite a good example, really. Yeah, well, you have to think about it. Then there was another mm. one, but I can't remember. I don't remember that at all. But it's things that are logical, so you can logically argue something that might people I think that you're saying is true. I would definitely be more clever when I smell alcohol for now. There's been a lot of alcohol since then. When you're working, you're working, you're telling different sort of cleverness when you're working. And you, you apply what you've learned, not even what you've Yeah, I'm not clever now. It don't have to be if you're year one. If I was in year <laughs> six, I'd have to be really clever. You have to desensitise yourself in year, year one, don't you? What do you mean? Oh. Don't listen to the kids. <laughs> 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 they just got blocked moaning out. Hmm. They do a, a lot of moaning. Yeah. Can you get my shoelaces? It's Delavere. It's not moaning, that's asking for help. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send your kid with shoelaces. Okay. It's Delavere, so-and-so nicked my kitchen. There's two, three kids put t- tears every day of my kitchen roll. My kitchen roll from Dunmodling. I mean, the roll, the roll is such. It's in the roll. Yeah, I'm using it for like a laser thing, like a. a oh, well, room. that's very important. Yeah. These laser things. And but I couldn't work out who's actually on to. And then there's like, oh, there's three kids saying that the the autistic child. Well, I got a new one and I split it up. And then the dad was complaining that his kid was crying at the end of school. And I was like, well. Give it, give it, give it. How long was that for? Oh, because it's new. I used to have a 24 at, no. And morning and afternoon when it was 4 o'clock. Why are you recording this? Isn't it about. You're not actually videoing me. No, I'm taking a photo. I'm sick. Of this domestic scene. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? My old phone. What? Is it a Nokia? What did it my old phone. I wanted to Is it your old? It's your current phone. It's not an old phone. It's your yeah. old phone. What did Ahmed say? He's like so Ahmed proud of the What did Ahmed say? He said that's seen some use. That's like from the. Lord I don't know. Where was that phone from? That's the only one he's ever had. Oh, no, you had to give them a Yeah, yeah Ahmed came over. He came here? He c- came he's, here. Yeah, he came here. Oh, right, okay. Um, he laughs at everything, Ahmed. Yeah, he's, a, he's an enthusiastic character. You <laughs> <laughs> will have got very excited about it. He's very into like, tech and stuff, so... Oh, he did. He was helping I Mum and then there. getting a bit exasperated watching... <laughs> do stuff and then he works in like oh, no, yeah. no. works with databases and stuff like he's pretty deep in it so oh, do you still want me to sort your phone out tonight <laughs> I don't know what he, I don't know what he had to, he, couldn't, he couldn't say anything about my phone what have you got not. you've got a Nokia Nokia not, not. Nokia it's a Nokia old it's so old like a 62 look at the le- there's layers of dust <laughs> on the screen Instant. trapped inside you must be able to like max six or seven messages yeah no it's got more messages 20 I've got an idea my, my little one can get 180 or 200 odd messages it stays charged for a week I don't think yeah you know, exactly like, well, no. <laughs> it, you know yeah alright yeah yeah, you know. yeah but can you find out if the, no go on the internet no find out but would you want to? If you had a. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I don't know. You get addicted it is a bit, to it. It is a bit uh, sometimes. Creaky. Would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ever get a smartphone, Dad? Yeah. No, I've got one there. Someone sent me a reply. I know. How are you finding it? Well, I haven't used it really because I've had the other phone. <laughs> The other phone's dead now. Then I've got twenty. I had twenty pence left on it. I thought I could, I could retire it and put the twenty pence on it. You could send one text message. I'm currently in the middle of messaging Sean Morley about okay. where to meet. Where is, where is he? He lives in Crooks. Where? But you don't know where. Uh, I only vaguely know. Why are you okay. Pub, like most people? Well, recording. Um, yeah. But we could still we could go still out, go to a pub, but he's or... he said his house, but he just needs to warn his housemates okay. before we barge in. Yeah, I mean that's reasonable. Yeah. Who wants like to us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's given me the address, so where does he live? Let's head over. Well, I'm not going to say it out loud, Catherine. Uh, you can give a vague idea. I'd just see the side of Crooks. Nan Street. I'm not going to play this game. <laughs> I'm not going to play this game. <laughs> no, Sean Morley lives. Because we're recording, it. and this is going to be a public. You're not. You're oh, shut up, Dad. Dad, are you actually joking? I don't know. I don't know he's recording when you're not recording. It's the whole time. Are you recording? Yeah, you're recording as well. What the hell's wrong with you? I tell you what, Nairn Street was a very good guess, though, Catherine. Oh, is it the other one? Don't, 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 yes. <laughs> Forage Road? Yeah. No, no, sorry. One more go, you get one more go to guess where Sean Morley lives. Street Street. No. 
Sorry. <laughs> you, you went for the ones that were all next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, because you said no. I did say it was close yeah. tonight, but... Sorry. No, you've, you've run out of girls. <laughs> show me. Tough one. Show me. I'll show you, but you can't say it. I won't say anything. Because right. Sam can't be asked to bleep anything out. Okay. Yeah? yeah. So you were in the, in the ballpark. All right. I don't know which one that is. You don't? I think I do. Anyway. I mean, no, maybe you weren't that close. <laughs> anyway. We're going to go over there. We will head over. No, we're going to head over shortly. So you really didn't know that we... Well, I sort of forgot nothing. I'm not going to edit it. This, I'm just going to. This is all going to be it all in. together. Yeah. I doubt yeah. anyone will. It's all going to be this bad. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently we're not. Very I mean, we're we're six hours deep, so. Uh, but who's who's who's? No one. I don't <laughs> think. I mean, so if... what's the point of doing all this work? Though? I don't know. It's just it's just interesting, isn't it? It's fun. If you. Because then I would have to listen to it. I would, I would have to listen to it at least twice. It's Groundhog Day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Day over and over and over again. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. What are your favourite podcasts that aren't yours? 12 Hour Day. <laughs> yeah. With JD and Connor. Yeah, we are stealing someone else's idea. Yeah. JD Amato and Connor Ratcliffe, they're from the, the UCB. They're New York New comedians. York comedians. Yeah. This their is idea. their idea. And we stole it. And we're doing it. Yeah. No. Especially. <laughs> it's not, is it? You're like, yours. It's not like yeah. you see them. You're like, 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 Okay. I like podcasts. What other podcasts would you recommend? Well, there's this wonderful one called uh, Dispatches have... from the Community. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Have you got um, Because he's got a Because I've got an actual fuzzy thing. Fuzzy thing. Anyway. Sam is the person to speak to about uh, podcast podcasts. recommendations. What is this a clue? Um, <laughs> it's a funny I picture. like funny ones. <laughs> oh, you won't like ours then. Uh... My brother, my brother, and me. Answer me this. It's a very famous British one. Probably answer me this. Answer me this. Yeah. And yeah, the Beagle. It's good. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. yeah. Those ones I listen to are a bit niche. <laughs> I listen. But, it sounds really sad, but I've been listening to Ricky Gervais's XFM. Oh, from ages ago. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to handle it. This is so old. I know, but they're kind of timeless, I suppose. Yeah, but if you're going to listen to ones that old, you you want to listen to Adam and Joe, really. Yeah. But. But I do sort of. I think there's more Carl Pilkington. I quite like. Yeah. I don't think I've actually ever listened to it. I think it was old when I started listening. Yeah, but like it just it just it's not funny for a bit, and then you like you just yeah yeah yeah. Because uh, he trusts the levels, I think. Sorry? I don't know why I'm listening to mine, actually. Oh, it is a bit distracting. What? You having an earphone in the whole time. <laughs> you find it distracting to look at? Yeah, it's like you're not really listening to me. Yeah, because you've only got one ear, aren't you? 
That's true. I'm just listening to myself. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Narcissist. <laughs> yeah. I've lost my bag. Right. Is it on top of it? I'll spill this in the middle. No. What is this? What's what? Oh, they're terrible, terrible vegetables. What happened? They're not very good at growing vegetables. <laughs> but what vegetables? What vegetables? Well, they're what grown. is it supposed to be? They're parsnips and they're just grown around each other. But they're just disgusting deformities. Yeah, that's taste alright though. No, they don't. Pull them apart. No, they don't, Dad. Great. You, you didn't have to chop them up on Christmas Day. I did. No, I did. Okay. What are you doing, mate? Can you put the kettle on? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Should we go? Yeah. All right. No. Oh, yeah, you see? I mean, uh, I'll be back later, I suppose. Sorry? Yeah, really good. Really good. I mean, it was kind of exhausting. <laughs> Did you get to go out skiing? Yeah, yeah. I think, well, snowboarding, but we we definitely, yeah. or I definitely feel like I improved quite a lot, so got plenty of it in. <laughs> was there a lot of drinking? Yeah. Was there a lot of, like, No, 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 because we were, like, pretty much up the mountain. Like, we lived half, literally halfway up yeah. the mountain. So you couldn't really pop out. And it was, like, a very French resort. A very small French resort, so it wasn't it wasn't like one of these big resorts where there's always like seasonaires and stuff. As far as we we know, we're the only English people on the mountain. So um, yeah, so it was a li- it was a little bit isolating, but you kind of got used to it, and it wasn't really. <laughs> where did she go? Um, Do you know? Yeah, I think if you go to some of these. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She said it was six to She went to like Morzine or yeah. Les Arc or something. I think it's like that. Teen or Val mm. But yeah, we were in a pretty French, like sleepy kind of place. But, yeah. All right. Well, nice. Should we go? Oh yeah. Right, see you. Bye, Sam. Nice All right. See you. Yeah, you too. See you later. See you, mum. See you later. If you if you did if you did though, Catherine, I'd mourn you. So there you go. See you in a bit, Dad. Yeah, See you later. Thanks for the baked potatoes. Uh, how much stuff do I need to take? Probably are you not. To, are you taking much. a bag? Yeah. Are you not taking a bag? What's this? Splitter and another wire. Just an extension. Okay. Fuzzy thing. Fuzzy thing. Is that mine? Uh, no, it's mine. Okay. Well, oh, it was... Yeah, I think it's mine. I'll take a phone charger. Are you not taking it back? No. <laughs> Do you want a... Um... I think that is mine, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do we want a... Tripod? <laughs> Tripod. I mean, it's a camera tripod, but we can put the recorder on it. Yeah, sure. All right. 
for me. Batteries. Bloody hell. So we're just about to go to Sean Morley's house. Um, oh no. Lynchpin of the Sheffield comedy scene is, is what I've described him. I've heard him described as. I think by myself. Um, what are you looking for? Uh, my <coughs> charger cable and the spare batteries. There's uh, something there. Cable. That's the old battery. Okay. Did I forget to pack the batteries? I've got some. Have you got some on you? I've got three. Oh yeah, that's it. Or maybe two. I've not checked to see how. Ooh, I'm quite oh, low. Oh dear. Yeah. I'm quite low on battery. We will change batteries as soon as we get to Sean's. Remember to do that. Do some talking. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I could talk about the fact that you've got lace-up shoes, which I find so annoying. <laughs> what? Look at the amount of time that took. It took me no time at all. It took you, that was twenty seconds of time. 